Asante Center for Healing is changing lives every day. I know firsthand about the work they do in saving lives. Call Sante Center right now. A counselor's waiting to talk to you. 800-258-4250. 800-258-4250. And, you know, they're trying to get a new owner, and everything's sort of up in the air, but then they land in the FA Cup final, beat Liverpool along the way, which made me feel good because Bob's team You still lost. have a game. You still have a yes. big game to watch. Although the last two weeks have been concerning. They lost, what, 6-1 to... <laughs> Yeah, are they resting for the big game? I have no idea. They were not because they were in danger. The game against Burnley yesterday was might have been a little coasting because they're safe. But to go through the entire spring and realize, man, I've actually grown attached to this club, and then all of a sudden, this club might be taking away year one of my fan my fandom. (laughs) That's that's crazy. As an American, I'm not used to that, man. So, and I'm cheering because I want to watch them on Saturday morning. That's the only criteria I have is that. They're on TV, and I want to keep watching them on TV. And what other kind of things have you learned as a guy that's hardcore? I mean, you watch baseball as much as anybody else I know times two mm-hmm. um, and consume that in other sports. What is it about watching EPL that you love and or don't love as I lo- you learned over the I season? I love the tradition of it. I love the ritual of it more than anything. I like getting up on Saturday. The kids get up. We make coffee. We make breakfast. Mm-hmm. And then the wife entertains them long enough for – you know, me get a two-hour match in. I, I like that, and I like the fact that it really looks like a place I want to go visit. All, I mean, all of those stadiums look incredible. So Jake is joining us. Hi, Jake. How are you? And he, I forgot that you guys hates, were probably going to break on time. He hates the fact that <laughs> That'll get out of you. I'll be sitting here on a given Sunday morning when they play on Sunday, and I'll be a little bit distracted by... What the but that's oh, not a no. soccer thing. That's just a, hey, pay attention to our show thing. Nah, nah. I wondered, I, I have been thinking about it. I wonder if the way the American sports fan experiences the EPL pre-noon is like, that's it's a, a really odd. Factor. Yeah, it's, it's a huge scheduling factor, but it also. It's a great know, it's factor. A, it's great, but it's also like you're developing an appreciation for that sport that is so foreign to its nexus. While you're groggy. Yeah, but I mean, just the people over there are drunk. It just—it's it, like whenever I watch an NFL game that's taking place um, at a weird time elsewhere in the world. It—it's strange. I like it because I can still watch college football. Yeah, in the NFL on it Sunday. doesn't compete with there any is, of our domestic. There is no head-to-head conflicts at all, right. and I love it. That's huge. So, do you ever spend any time trying to convince Jake or friends of yours like Jake? Um, that they should be doing the same thing and picking, uh, finding a team and following it? Well, a lot of my buddies already have a club they watch. Okay. So I was the latecomer on that front. But, you know, I tell him, hey. Yeah, you, it's not get, about. Get into it. He just says he has no time. That's all it which, is. Which, as Bad Radio's producer, doesn't surprise me a bit. I mean, there's a lot of things that I would like to get into that I just don't. Plus, the NBA is so good right now. Yeah. I'd rather watch an NBA game a second time. Sorry, soccer. That's okay. That's okay. If there was a way that we were mandated to do a couple soccer segments a week, I would be so all in. Jake should be guinea pig number two. I was guinea pig one, and I love it. We tried to make Danny guinea pig number two, but I think Saturday mornings are really tough. Yeah, it's tough, as we discussed by them murdering their weekend show. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll work on Jake. We'll work on Jake. If you could create like an eighth day, (laughs) I'll sit down and watch two of them. Back to back. Anytime I put eyes on it, I'm into it. But that's the thing with me this year. Is Without context, even. I don't even care what's going on. I, I enjoy watching the play. I just I can't make time. Outside of re- the relegation battle, I'm not really 
I don't care who's in the top four. I just want to know how the results affect my club. And I don't want to really get into the league. I really don't want to get to know mm-hmm. management and players and GMs and all that. I want to just enjoy oh, see, my I like club. All that stuff. Fa- I do too. But it is kind of nice because we stress out about the Rangers and Mavericks and Cowboys and all this. It's just the one sport I can sort of turn my brain off and go, go team. All right, so I have to break in here. There's a severe thunderstorm warning Uh-oh. for Dallas County now until 4 o'clock, and I want to make sure everybody knows that for the next hour because it's getting ready to get quite hairy. Uh, it's already just in here, right? Yeah, I don't There's think. There's going to be a lot of rain in I Dallas, Texas. Thunderstorm warning is like the high A ball of storm warnings. Like that's not. I think it's on par with tornado watch. Do you guys have? I don't know the difference you guys have in any the of it. All I do is make fun guys, of things I don't understand. Is it just an iPhone <laughs> thing when no, you get the all alerts? All phones or? have the alert. So oh my god! Is it not annoying at four thirty in the morning? You can when turn you, it off for flash flood. You can. Warning? You, yeah. So if you go into your settings, this is a government mandated thing. All the phone companies, manufacturers did this. If you go into your settings under notifications at the very bottom, you can turn off Amber Alerts. And other warnings, mm-hmm. and all of the warnings are built into that. But so what a not that you want to, because you know we got a tornado warning right. in Dallas at three o'clock the other morning that was probably. But I don't want a that. flash flood warning. Yeah, that one was rough because it was like four forty-five yeah. and it was Sunday morning, and I'm looking at it like already. <laughs> I sleep through all that crap, uh, man. That one's aggressive though. What if you could change it to like just kind of the sound of rain? <laughs> like the sound of wind. It just mixes in. So as yeah. a weather nerd, the thing that makes me nuts well, the about of a weather child today in a car. is um, is the fact that re- weather radar, they have like overly it? dramatized the color of weather radar. So yeah. when we were kids, if it was red, it was like Dorothy and the tornado. Yeah. Now it can be red. There's and it's deep just, hues. There's yeah. just regular. It's like you're watching Reefer Madness. Like they've got the Technicolor. <laughs> Yeah, but now if it's red, you don't really know how bad the rain really is going to be. But right. they've made it red because they really want you to pay attention. Well, I have, you know, I, I, I people hate this, but I have weather coverage HSOs for sure. So what do you think about the now the new thing with they get a guy in a car on the highway with his phone and periscope running and they're just running live video of a guy driving down I-35. Heck, NBC has Thunder Truck. The whole the Thunder Truck they actually, is not they to go be out trifled of their way with. I'm yeah. telling like, you. Let you know about Thunder, Thunder Truck. We need to do a weather they segment. I've been telling them. We've okay. got to do a weather segment. That is a million-dollar vehicle. Right. Do they really take it out on the weather? Now, see, here's the thing. I don't mind if they would present it to us as, we're just showing you this because it's interesting to watch perilous situations occurring. But when they cloak it in this, this is a public service yeah. 1% of the people who are consuming this are gaining anything from this other than just the entertainment voyeuristic aspect of television. If you're still sitting in front of your TV when the red part is over you, you deserve whatever happens. Yeah, and, Move! And Stop watching the, Scott Mowry or whatever his name is. Larry when, Mowry. Larry Mowry. when the storm Sorry. is not as bad as they expected, but they still have the reporter out on the field, so he has to stand there in the radar. Yeah, yeah. It is really <laughs> raining hard. You know, we don't really even need color on the radar. We just need to know... How bad it is by what the weatherman is wearing. Because right now we have Channel 5 and Delcus on 8, and both are jacket off. Jacket off. Stand. Yeah. Sleeves are still down. Sleeves still down, though. Once and, the sleeves and go ties up, all the way up. Yep. then things get serious. And if the tie is loosened, look the hell out. Serious question. Game over. Is, is the weatherman the only and last remaining high-paid television personality in the news business? Like, will he outlast them all? No, no, no. In terms of what they get paid annually. It used to be the sports guy. Yeah. I mean, Hanson's still making okay money, but he's not making Delcus money, I I guarantee you. Right, and if they, like, replace him. Yeah, so if they were to replace John McKay or Shelley Slater or Dale, 
They're certainly yeah, not going to replace him with somebody that, that's uh, equitable to what they're paying Delkis. I mean, the weather guy is the guy they're paying. They're they're so they're they're uh, spending their salary dollars on. And I'm not mad at him, Delkis. Get your money. But oh sure, you're the one. You're also the one of the people you just listed on the news team that I could most easily nullify by looking at my phone. Hell, he has a weather station at home. I do. There you he go. Even a little do. weather radio, maybe. I'm but, a weather nerd. but they're not going for twenty five fifty four, right? I used to no. do weather. Does, doesn't the local news go for, for the old seventy plus? Gener- yeah, <laughs> yeah, the norm crowd. And I think my biggest intrigue on this is when those people perish. Will the people like will will I in thirty years have the same interest that people that are sixty now do when it comes to yeah? The what, what are we going to be? I can't figure that I will. It depends on how active you are, right? If you're just going to sit around and watch your TV all day, then you're going to care about the weather. We're going to be doing this. Weather- that doesn't make any sense, though. People who are inside more care more about coverage of what's occur- occurring outside. I can't explain the old dude. They're what's the deal, Sean? Kids. You kids hate the weather. That's right. You don't care about the weather. So what's on y'all's show today? Yeah, what do we got? Yeah, what is on y'all's show today? <laughs> so much nothing. Hamilton? Although, it's we'll say this. a lot like yesterday's show. We're going to plant the seed. 510. That's right. If you are a veteran... Give us a funny military story. They're out there. Obviously, today is about remembrance. It is Memorial Day. We take that seriously. But there's a lot of good military stories, and we want the P1 to... You didn't say good. You said funny. It needs to be funny. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's a little... Like, my brother, whenever he was in basic training, to set the tone, they were on, like, some seven-hour run, and a kid uh, soiled himself. And for the rest of the time they were there, he was known as Private... (laughs) Private poopy pants. All right, that's good. That's what we need. So we shouldn't tell the story of, like, Hurt Locker or American Sniper. No, it doesn't need to be like, hey, then my buddy's foot was in another zip code. If you were going after a terrorist or something, like on a black ops mission, I wouldn't wouldn't mind that. But, yeah, poopy pants is what we're looking for. Well, that's what you have to look forward to. Funny military stories. (laughs) They're they're out there. (laughs) It's like MASH on the air. Yeah, come on. And see you guys. guy. Thanks. Hey, don't <laughs> forget. Scared of doing the landmine. Get stuck in and win your fifties. <laughs> this is where I will fart. Broadcasting live from the mothership at Victory Plaza, hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio thirteen ten and ninety six seven FM. The ticket. KTCK AM Dallas Fort Worth. KTCK FM Flower Mound. A cumulus station. The Ticket's Bad Radio is on every day, noon till 3. This is Jason Garrett of your Dallas Cowboys. Bad Radio. It's a great privilege to be the coach of the Cowboys. It's a great privilege to coach in the National Football League. It's a great privilege to coach, period. So focus on that and doing that as well as you can. That's always been my mindset. You know, what I think about uh, every day when I wake up is about building something that we all can be proud of. Listen to it all weekdays noon till 3 on Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. 84 months. It's Sam Adams' summer ale season. I love the summer ale. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Summertime's here. I like the citrus. Crisp and refreshing. It's light. It's not too hoppy. The grains of paradise add a nice little spice to the beer. Smooth. Refreshing. It's summertime. Time for Sam Adams Summer Ale. It's perfect. It'd be great for cookouts, spending some time outdoors. This is the experience for a Sam Adams Summer. I could drink that all summer long. It's really a good beer. It really is. Definitely get some of the beer. Heard especially for summer. Sam Adams Summer Ale. Boss Beer Company, Boston Mass. Safe responsibly. Right now, the Home Depot has Memorial Day savings on durable, top-rated paints and stains. With $5 off one-gallon cans and $20 off five-gallon buckets. So let's do red, white, blue, or any other shade. 
with the best price of the year on our top brands, Bear, Glidden, and Ralph Lauren. Time to start summer, start painting, and really start saving. Let's do this. Memorial Day savings on top paints and stains. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only valid through May 31st by rebate. Hey, P1s, this is P1 Mosquito Steve, and I know more about residential mosquitoes than anyone in Dallas. I've dedicated more than a decade of my life to researching residential mosquitoes. I've had as many as 900 mosquito bites in one night just to determine the most effective products. True story. I have natural products that work better than the toxic ones. I am ready to help you enjoy your backyard this summer by making it mosquito-free. At Mosquito Steve, we are constantly developing and improving methods for getting rid of mosquitoes. Our latest creation is the Mosquito Steve Mister that covers the typical backyard for under $1,000. This is a fraction of the cost of my competitors, and guess what? My systems work. I'm so confident that you will love this product that after two weeks, if you aren't happy with the system, we'll take it back and give you a full refund. So call me, Mosquito Steve, today at 214-520-0041. See what people are saying about us on Facebook or check out my website, MosquitoSteve.com. That's MosquitoSteve.com. Don't let mosquitoes ruin your summer. Contact us today. Texas Land and Cattle is a longtime favorite of the Hardline and P1s everywhere, and now it gets even better. Texas Land and Cattle in Arlington is staying open late after weeknight Ranger games to host Diamond Talk Danny. That's right, Mike. Seabass and Thelonious Monk Walker broadcast live from Texas Land and Cattle in Arlington after every weeknight home game. Texas Land and Cattle has a late-night game night menu for Diamond Talk. Mm-hmm. Brisket stuffed jalapenos, mm. crispy onion rings, mm. spicy white queso, and mas. If you're in the mood for something a little more substantial, try the new Texan Steak Sandwich. Succulent sirloin, rosemary sautéed onions, mushrooms, melty jack cheese, garlic butter, and horseradish cream on a toasted sub roll served with au jus. Great Texas-inspired food, crafted cocktails featuring Texas spirits, cold Texas craft beer, and now Diamond Talk live from Texas Land and Cattle after every Texas Ranger weeknight home game mic. Texas Land and Cattle, now this is... You know the DFW housing market's hot, but what you might not know is that rates are right near their all-time lows again. During the home buying season, rates have only been this low once. Typically, the lowest rates were hitting in the winter. Right now, you have the lowest rates in the spring and the summer you're going to see maybe in the next 50 years. Call TexasLending.com. Home buyers are low. Rates are low. 972-387-4600. 972-387-4600. You might be able to get your 30-year loan in the threes right now with APRs in the threes, and your 15-year rates are even as low as the high twos right now with APRs in the low threes. Call TexasLending.com right now, 972-387-4600, 972-387-4600 to TexasLending.com. 4100 Alpha Road, Suite 400, Dallas, Texas, 75244, NMLS number 137-773, Equal Housing Lender. One thing we know for sure, Texans love their trucks. But it ain't every day that you see 30 of them running 180 miles an hour. Friday, June 5th, you will. The Windstar World Casino and Resort 400, Texas Motor Speedway. Josh Hamilton is in the starting lineup for the Rangers as they take on Cleveland in just a few minutes. This ticker is service of TexasLending.com and the Diamond Doctor. 
Hamilton will bat fifth and play in left field. Phil Klein takes the mound for the Rangers opposite Sean Markham. The Warriors can win a spot in the NBA Finals for the first time in 40 years with a win tonight over Houston. NBA MVP Steph Curry has been the story, scoring 40 points for the second time in the postseason in Game 3. He talked about his prep for tonight's game. Uh, We got practice, and we'll keep our same routine of watching film, trying to get better, learn some, make a couple adjustments and learn from what we did tonight, see what the weather's like, and then uh, go from there. Tip-off tonight is at 8 p.m. over in the East. Cleveland leads Atlanta three games to none with a chance to close out the Hawks at home tomorrow night. The winners from racing's big day are Nico Rosberg, who won his second straight Grand Prix of Monaco, Juan Pablo Montoya, who came from 30th place to win the 99th Indianapolis 500, and Carl Edwards, who won the NASCAR Sprint Cup Coca-Cola 600. And this just into the newsroom, a severe thunderstorm warning has been issued for Dallas and Tarrant County until 4 p.m. That's the Ticket Ticker. I'm Carlos Leal on Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. The used car of Metroplex Radio. Cheap, easy to get, and unreliable. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth. The price for this freedom at times has been high, but we have never been unwilling to pay that price. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers bearing crosses or stars of David. They add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. Each one of those markers is a monument to the kind of hero I spoke of earlier. Their lives ended in places called Bello Wood, the Argonne, Omaha Beach, Salerno, and halfway around the world on Guadalcanal, Tarawa, Port Chop Hill, the Chosin Reservoir, and in a hundred rice paddies and jungles of a place called Vietnam. Under one such marker lies a young man, Martin Treptow, who left his job in a small town barber shop in 1917 to go to France with the famed Rainbow Division. There on the Western Front, he was killed trying to carry a message between battalions under heavy artillery fire. We're told that on his body was found a diary. On the flyleaf, under the heading, My Pledge, he had written these words. America must win this war. Therefore, I will work, I will save, I will sacrifice, I will endure. I will fight cheerfully and do my utmost as if the issue of the whole struggle depended on me alone. We must realize that no arsenal or no weapon in the arsenals of the world is so formidable as the will and moral courage of free men and women. 
It is a weapon our adversaries in today's world do not have. It is a weapon that we as Americans do have. Let that be understood by those who practice terrorism and prey upon their neighbors. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it, we will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. Right. It's 3.15 on Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. This is some afternoon drive time. Shake joint on a Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day to one and all as we have this day of reflection and remembrance. We definitely appreciate you being by the channel. And Jake, good to see you. I see you every Sunday morning from 8 to 11, and it's already fun times in Cleveland today. That was a speech from the famous 1996 film Mars Attacks, correct? Uh, No, no, that was... That was actually our former president, Ronnie Reagan, in his great Memorial Day speech. Because it's 510 today, we want your humorous military stories. So we wanted to balance that out with a serious open today. Uh, why not? Red, white, blue. Come on, man. We're all a little bit more patriotic Consider me staunchly in the anti-Ronald Reagan camp. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) Still a good speech. We didn't have any fun W... I mean, it was it was either that or it was the Independence Day speech. That was a. That's okay. <laughs> Do you even remember the Ronald Reagan term? You're what three or four? No, nah, but I don't have to remember slavery to know that that was a problem either. Whoa! <laughs> I mean, whoa, sir. No, uh, no fan of of double R. Huh. All right. Do you even like his movies, The Gipper? Like <laughs> now those I never spent proper time with. Maybe you and Norm one weekend can just pour over those over a bottle of Merlot or something. <laughs> we got a lot Although of stuff today. Nancy, yeah. nice piece in her day. Not a bad first lady at all. Uh, top three of all time. With Jackie O and Michelle? True. Michelle's up there, but I I would I would prefer Nancy. I don't know in what, her day, Nancy Reagan was a... Oh, great piece. I don't know enough about and the hey, former first ladies. Of not a fan of politics. Ranked. Ronald Reagan was a, a dashing man. Absolutely, very very attractive well, president. Son of a bitch. Yay! Oh, oh me. Ding! Okay. Yeah, so board Prince there, Fielder has been locked in. He just hit his what ninth home run of the season, a two run blast, and then Adrian Beltre just hit number six of the season in the top of the first. Texas went up three nothing, and it, don't look now, Jake, and maybe Carlos, we could pot this up. Via our friends over at Fox Sports Southwest after a little grab assery in the dugout. Today, it's about 85 or 86. And it's time for Hambone. This is Josh's first AB. It's the Hambone hour. Hitting fifth today as he makes his Ranger return. The back-to-back clouts. And here's Josh Hamilton, his first at bat. So we need to, we need to back it up and hear the... Uh, Ovation, or I mean, I guess it's not going to get anything in Cleveland, but I'd be interested to hear. Well, people would actually have to be at the ballpark today in Cleveland. Ooh, that's a that's tough always thing. a problem up there. They're having an attendance issue. But we'll do a little more uh, on the Rangers and on the Josh front at three fifty. You can pot it down. 
I didn't. Hear, I didn't hear much of a response either way to Josh Hamilton in Cleveland. It's probably going to be a lot warmer, I would imagine, here at the ballpark on Thursday against Boston. A little bit more visceral in in Anaheim, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, that's for true sure. for sure. As they're paying our taxes, so we will have some diamond talk today around six ten or thereabouts. We'll also talk some Rangers at three fifty today. We'll get it to Josh returning. Nefty is on the DL. He was the spot that uh, Josh took his spot. Yes, he's now on the 25-man. We mentioned so your calls at 510 for Memorial Day. We need military phonage. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. We're we're different people, you and I. I actually I don't think that many people. Uh, I think what people mostly do on Memorial Day is tweet about how they're thinking about the troops. Sure, just because that's what that's what God wants. Well, I mean, that, that way everybody knows what a great person you are and how much you care about things that aren't yourself. Right. When in reality... You're tweeting about it because you only care about yourself. Because you only care about the facade. And I think um, I don't think most people are spending a lot of time thinking about that. So the least we I think can do, I think it's more than you think. Let's put it that way. Maybe I think there's a lot of military families out there that really take this well, day seriously. That, them, yeah. There's a lot of military families out there. Yeah, but what is that? If you consider even people who have like me having a brother, five percent to ten percent of the country more as someone 20. who is in their immediate family. Who is either active or, or or was active? I would say about twenty. I guess if you there's count, a lot of granddads still out there. You got to count the grandpa factor Absolutely. of uh, of conscription and of the Bang, greatest generation. Right. Yeah, because that was like at that point you were like probably near fifty percent. Mm-hmm. It's a different world though. Sure, people now. I mean, let's. This is real talk, people. We got to have to face the facts here. It's a different world. People back then felt. I mean, you felt the effect of. Military service on a very daily, in-your-face way. Mm-hmm. It's not the case anymore. No. I mean, it's it's something they see on TV or something you read about. And then and, you, and you, you forget choose, about it. And you can choose to ignore that if you want to. You absolutely can. And so I feel like, especially based on having a brother uh, who has told me some wacky-ass stories about being a Marine, there's a lot of funny stuff that happens in the military. A lot of grab-ass, I would imagine. It's like sports on steroids. <laughs> The amount of things that he has told me that he either had to go through or saw someone go through or names that people were called by superiors. Um, I talked to him today, by the way, and he's out in 29 Palms for four more days um, doing, like, desert exercises. And I was like, man, you know, is it to the point where it's like the Lord of the Flies out there? And he said, no. But we are to the point where you can tell who's been acting up based on who has a black eye. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Wow. Listen, dude, that's not going to work out here. And there's no one out here to tell us we can't handle this on our own. So we want your stories, those P1 military stories at 510 today. We have to have some good ones out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Throughout the show, we'll do some of our normal Sunday staples. We're going to sift through that shake at 550. Uh, We're going to talk a lot of NBA at 430. We're going to do some shake joint news and Louis V news. As uh, North Ireland, or excuse me, Ireland now has uh, approved gay marriage in Westboro Baptist Church. Has, uh, I guess, declared, they're back in the mix. They declared war on the wrong country. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I don't know, man. In America, we'll play the political correctness game with Westboro Baptist. They might end up getting clubbed to death if they show up somewhere in Ireland trying to uh, protest an Irish gay wedding. But will they show up in Ireland? That's the question at four thirty. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. They, I do seem to remember them being pretty well funded. Mm-hmm. I think they could probably catch a Lufthansa or something over there. 
we'll, we'll, we'll package. You'll be surprised to see uh, their own screw up and where they might land. Also, the there was a uh, there was almost a fist fight in the Texas house last yes, night. Yes, there was. You I'm glad go? you're bringing this up. It was a very you want to go like moment. And this was over the very sticky wicket of abortion. And I'm kind of surprised it doesn't happen more often. I don't know if you ever spent any time. Um, C-SPAN Parliament. C-SPAN House of Commons Parliament. Dude, Parliament it, is a blast. It's lit to watch. in there. Yeah, Absolutely. they make us look civil. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there was a big, there was a, a a brouhaha in the Texas House last night. So maybe we'll maybe we'll get some play by play from Fake Brad Davis or something. <laughs> Hell, I don't know. What are we doing? At four ten. I had a chance to be in the television booth the other night. Oh, yes. a little bit of TV work. Yes, I'm sure we pulled a big number against uh, the NBA playoffs and what Rangers that's, Red Sox. That's is still the, pretty cool, dude. The Rough Riders took on the Midland Rockhounds, and I was in the booth with Alex Vespoli, and I wanted to discuss what it's like to call a game on TV and also try to shoot the wheels off of a young, inspired broadcaster. Didn't you kind of go in there treating him like he was the sidekick to Euchre in uh, Major League? No, not at all. I, just I, I respect the sauce. I respect and... Alex Vespoli too much, but once the game wears on, you only can you know throw out enough knowledge about these kids and these guys you're not terribly familiar with. I don't you, believe it. <laughs> you try to you try to turn it into a talk show. Based on the very limited um, sampling I had of that, he's very good. He's awesome. Yeah, he he is destined to be beyond Double A one day. So do you think? In my mind, in 15 years, I'm doing a show in like Sioux Falls or in Reno or something, Reno. and I'll be able to get Ted Emmerich, who will be the lead. Uh, he'll take over Costa's spot. Yeah, or he'll be like with Aikman. Like it'll be Aikman and Emmerich yeah, as once the Buck A game. Hangs it up, sure. And he'll feel bad for me for how bad things have gone for me, and I'll be able to get him because he's a good dude, and I think he at least halfway tolerates me. I think I'll be able oh, to get Teddy, yeah, Teddy he's, he's on a, the phone. He, he works for a rival station, but he's a friend of all. Yeah, I think I'll be able to get him on the phone for like a weekly that he doesn't make me pay for uh in like Boise or whatever. Because you'll be the years. you'll be the PD station manager. Right. And he like I said, he'll be the Fox A team for the NFL. <laughs> Will you be able to get Vispoli when he's doing uh the game of the week on Fox one day and you're doing uh Palm Palm Springs or something? Radio? Yeah, there you o- go. Honestly, I'll be surprised. I'm surprised he wants to that. have me back for future dates this season because I do my best to try to derail his uh his his videotape, the demo tape that he's going to submit to those clubs. Well, you might want to keep in mind that you might need him one day. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, we got a lot of stuff today. It is Memorial Day, free and easy. We're going to have fun. You can normally hear us Sunday mornings 8 to 11. We're just going to jack around and talk sports with you this afternoon. If you're by the channel, we definitely appreciate it. And uh, coming up next, the Eastern Conference Finals are over. <laughs> first, a bit of good news. This is the ticket. The place to talk about breaking sports news first guaranteed with our guys. That's a good idea. The Musers in the morning with George, Junes, and Gordo. 5.30 till 10. Norm Hiskus, 10 till noon. And Bad Radio, noon till 3. Drive home with the Hard Live. Afternoons, 3 till 7. And call it a good day. Today is a lovely day. Spent with Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. Mike Soroy here to tell you about my family member, Bob Soroy at Classique Jewelers in Frisco. It is anniversary and bridal season, and just for the Ticket P1s, Classique Jewelers got 15% off all anniversary and bridal settings. They also got 20% off all men's wedding bands. 20% off. Go see Classique. Tell them you heard it on the ticket for these great deals. If you live in the Frisco area, Plano, North Dallas, don't go to those other discount dealers when you can go to the best and still get the best deal. That is Classique Jewelers in Frisco, Lebanon Road, just west of the tollway. Tell them your boy Saroy sent you. Yup. 
the brand new Lloyd Lodge. This place has 18 bedrooms, a fully equipped kitchen, fire pit, grills, covered porch with rockers, big screen TVs. Got a lake there. <laughs> On the that. shores of Joe Pool Lake. This was such a fun place. Lloyd Park Lodge. At Joe Pool Lake in Grand Prairie. 972-237-4120. Open for booking right now, now that we have opened it officially from the ticket. Hey, it's Mike Reiner of The Hardline. I'm here with David Blassingame of Autoflex Leasing. Now, if you've tried shopping for cars the same old way and you're ready to save some money, time, and more importantly, your sanity, do yourself a favor. Do what I do and what many P1s do. Call David and the pros at Autoflex Leasing. Mike, whether you prefer to call, email, or even text, our leasing specialist will respond immediately with information on the model you're considering, rebates, and the best deals available so you can get the car you want and save plenty of cash. Autoflex offers both financing, leasing, and their exclusive flex buy that combines the best of both programs. And remember, we have the mileage rebate guarantee that actually refunds your money if you don't use all the mileage on your lease. You can't get that anywhere else. Call David and his pros at AutoFlex today at 817-972, then 234-1234. That's 234-1234 from either 817-972 or visit AutoFlex.com. Getting a new car has always had its pros and cons, and the pros are at AutoFlex. Flex Leasing. Hey, this is Charles Martin at Classic Buick GMC in Carrollton. We're pushing hard during our spring sales event. May is a huge month for us, so we've stocked up on both new and pre-owned inventory. Right now, special General Motors supply pricing is available to everyone on select 2015 Sierras, Acadias, and Buick Enclaves. There's $12,000 in total savings available right now on GMC Sierras that are the longest in stock and $8,000 in total savings available on Acadia SLTs. You can also get 0% for 60 months on GMC Sierra SLTs and get $7,000 in total savings along with it. We now have a 2015 Buick Verano for $17,987. Just an unreal price for that car right now. We also have a 2015 Buick Regal Premium Edition for $25,987 and a 2015 LaCrosse Leather Edition for $29,987. We've got a huge selection of GMCs and Buicks and over $5 million in pre-owned inventory to choose from. Come take advantage of the spring sales event at Classic Buick GMC in Carrollton. Visit us at ClassicOfCarrollton.com. GMC, we are professional grade. Our award-winning Rangers post-game show, Diamond Talk, is on the air after every weeknight home game, live from the Texas Land and Cattle, near the ballpark, and on Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. All right, before I hit you with this Fody liner, I'm going to get you, uh, I'm going to do something that we have to do legally, and I'm going to tell you that until 420, you have a severe thunderstorm morning, Chris? Colin, Colin, Dallas, and Rockwall, severe thunderstorm warning until 420. Mm. So, uh, yeah, man, take it in. Let it rain! <laughs> All right, it's going to be pizzas, a- Get your Chinese food. <laughs> it's going to be a historic GNO inside the famous pavilion at the ATT Byron Nelson and the ticket Thursday, May 28th from 3 until 8. It's free parking and free admission. Register to win tons of great prizes, autographed merchandise, and $100 gift cards to your favorite places. Guys Night Out, it's powered by Grey Goose Vodka, P.M. Stanley Motorcars, and Macho Self Storage at the AT&T Byron Nelson in Las Colinas. That is Thursday, 3 to 8. That should be kick-ass. Coming up at 3.50, we will take our first look at the Rangers, not only what they did today, but this club has won five straight. Uh, Nefty Feliz on the DL with, we'll describe it, and Josh Hamilton's back. Delano DeShields, Leonis Martin, who gets the squeeze in the outfield. We got Rangers coming up in about 20 minutes, but right here 
We have to talk a little NBA, and I'll be honest with you, I did not watch this game live last night because I was locked into our club being on the national stage with the Yankees. You had to get your crook. You had to get crooked. Oh, dude. Crook is so yeah, bad. Well, get your crook on. Diminishing the great work of Dan Schulman, but that's besides the point. Last night you had game three of Cavs and Hawks in Cleveland. And the Cavs, Justin, needed overtime to win 114-111 over a Hawks team that did not have Kyle Korver. And LeBron started out this game, what, 0 for 10? He did, but he finished 14-27, 37 field goal attempts in the game, a, I believe a career high, maybe mm-hmm. just a career playoff high for LeBron. Um, but For attempts. Yeah, for attempts. Okay. Um, ended up with 37 on 37 shots. But, yeah, 0 for 10 to start. It was a uh, – was it like a two-point game, I think, at the half? A five-point game heading into the fourth. The Hawks claw back and tie it. Um Man, I was a fan of what the what the Hawks had cooking all year. Ball movement. Yeah, and I just liked the way that they were kind of able to do it without any superstars. Although low-key, I mean, Millsap and and Horford really are elite NBA players. And Corver's an elite shooter. He's an elite shooter, but we see the problem like that. Exactly. You know, he's he's not going to create his own shot in the way that Stephen Curry does. You know, they're Spurs East. They got Coach Budenholzer, formerly of of a Popovich. Um, uh, assistant coach. So I kind of thought all year the sort of casual NBA fan would just kind of poop on the Hawks. Like Dan was like, oh, really? I'm supposed to believe that Atlanta's good? But, man, when they were healthy, they had – I mean, Perro Antich, much like Festus Azili for the Warriors, Perro Antich could start for half the NBA teams at the five. Dennis Schroeder, who should have been a Maverick the year they took Shane Larkin – and I guess that worked out as far as bringing back Tyson and his bird rights. But Dennis Schroeder, who's been awful in this series, has been very good for them this year and before this series in the postseason. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is he restricted or is he completely free? Oh, Schroeder's got – he's not either. Neither? I don't believe so. Okay. He's got another year because okay. he was uh, drafted the same year as Larkin. But, I mean, he's a wiry you know, backup point guard right now that I don't know how he projects out for as far as the NBA – uh, game, but if they if the Mavericks had taken him instead of Larkin, I'm pretty sure Dennis Schroeder is their starting point guard. This you year. might not have Tyson Chandler. You don't have Tyson Chandler, but that might make your offseason going into this year, this summer, a little easier. But all that aside, um, it was a hell of an effort from the Hawks, and it was weird because it was the you know they dropped both their two on their home floor, uh, the opening two games of this round, and neither one were that close. Nah. This game, they go to Cleveland, and Kyrie Irving is out again. We already know, of course, that Kevin Love is out, and you know. Basically, it's about LeBron. It's about the fact that LeBron can say, this is a team that is built with a big three. I don't have two of them, and I just beat a team three times in a row Mm -hmm. that won 55 or whatever, 58 games or whatever this year. I mean, it's unquestioned. He's such a pleasure because, okay, you see the 37 points on 37 attempts. You have to do that when a Kyrie Irving is out and Kevin Love, but... I mean, just going through his box score, I mean, he did turn it over six times, but 13 assists, 18 rebounds, uh, eight of those offensive rebounds, he stole the ball three times. I mean, the guy is, I mean, look, we have this MVP discussion every year, and it, in my mind, it's a little silly because you just can't give it to LeBron every year. you got to find somebody else that's having a great year and honor him because everybody should know that this is the best basketball player on earth. And love him or hate him for whatever happened after leaving Cleveland and going to Miami. Yeah, he played the villain, and I know a lot of Mavericks fans will never cheer for the guy. But if you're not watching this and appreciating it, you're doing it wrong. 
Yeah, and I mean, uh, to your point about the MVP season and you can't give it to LeBron every year, he doesn't – it's not like every one of his seasons has been as good as all the others. You know, I mean, there are years where he's clearly healthier or he's just playing better. I mean, this year he took two weeks off around Christmas. Mm-hmm. And that alone to me made him a dark horse for the MVP because he just left their team for two weeks, partially because he was sore and partially because I think he was pissed off. Yeah, He was pissed with how things were going. He's not. He wasn't happy with Kevin Love. I, I think, don't think he likes Blatt at all. Uh, probably not, based on the way that he's thrown him under the bus every yes. chance he could get. And, yes. uh, could get him. Remember, Blatt was hired before LeBron decided to come back. And if LeBron had decided to come back before they had hired a head coach, I don't think they hired David Blatt. So that's one thing to keep in mind. But, you know, he took two weeks off. Since he came back, and right around the time he came back is whenever they traded for Timothy Mozgov, or Timothy Mozgov, who I love. They've been just about the best team in the league. The problem is they cannot beat a, a team like the Warriors playing this style of basketball. They just can't. You're not going to get 37-18-13-3 from LeBron enough to beat a Warriors team. And I don't even know if that beats the Warriors. They need Maybe Love and, and Irving. Well, they definitely need Irving. And it's good that they're up 3-0, so there's not this serious pressure to bring him back sooner than he needs to. And then you'll get the break between conference finals. You'll get the finals. So you should have, obviously not 100% Kyrie Irving, but good enough to play in the finals. I have heard that there's talk of moving both of this, of the of moving the finals up if both teams get swept. Because right now, if both these two teams sweep, Golden State could finish off Houston tonight. And then uh, you would have Tuesday night, tomorrow night, uh, Cleveland and Atlanta. They would have 10 days off. <laughs> It's a little too much, right? That's way too much. Everybody would lose interest. They quickly. would. I mean, I mean, this isn't like the Super Bowl where you can take two weeks. No, and it's not like like Cleveland's not a big market, even though they have LeBron. They're they don't have the big numbers that you would have if you have L.A. or Houston. Chicago, or sure. Chicago. Yeah, I mean, hey, for, that's one thing. The second thing is the hot take oven would overheat. Like if we have ten days to just talk about Steph Curry and LeBron, and uh, maybe we could maybe we could bring Riley Curry back up. Maybe we can talk. Uh, maybe we can do the whole. Remember when he left for Cleveland? Uh, he left. For, we, I mean, we would just imp, we would collapse on our own sports talk radio weight if they give us ten days off in between the conference finals and the finals. But, but like, but to Killer's point, that would turn a lot of people off. I think. I, I totally agree. I think the gameplay would be super sloppy too. After ten days off, they're yeah. out of rhythm. And they're... I mean, the Cavs have been slap uh, sloppy as is. I just I don't think they can beat the Warriors playing this style of basketball. They can beat the Corverless, Damari Carroll beat up Hawks, but mm. you know, there's one thing that's out there today that I would like to address and I say this remembering full well how much LeBron making fun of Dirk irked me. Cuz <laughs> yeah. it still really rubs me the wrong way. More than anything he's ever done. When he and Wade were coughing because <coughs> Dirk was dealing yeah, with a the fake flu. cough or whatever and Le- Dirk was clearly struggling. So to me, that's the worst thing he's ever done. But I'm looking like from a fan perspective. Yeah. I'm looking at that from a Mavs uh, fan perspective. Because like as much as we all know Kobe's a big butthead, Kobe would never do that. Kobe would never jokingly mock another great player in public. Because he like respects that. the game way too much. And he respects players like And Dirk. I'm not saying LeBron doesn't. I'm saying that LeBron was, how many years ago is that now? Four, five? 
Yeah, four and a half, I mean, or I guess four. I mean, you would expect him to, with his money and notoriety, be mature enough at that point in his life to not do crap like that. But And Wade, maybe it was the Wade influence. I think at that point it was still kind of Wade's team yeah. that year the Mavericks beat them. Um, and that's probably part of the reason the Mavericks were able to beat them. But, but let's also re- remember or think about how much they probably made fun of Bosch. Just, you know, when, oh, when, 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 I don't the, know. when the TV cameras weren't on. I think NBA players love Chris Bosch. Because he's worldly. And he's just a he's a super nice guy who yeah. just doesn't cause problems, you know? I mean, there's not that many great players who are not hardcore alpha males, and Chris Bosch is one of them. I mean, Chris Bosch in his prime with Toronto was a top ten NBA player. Sure. And he just said, you know what? I'm gonna go kind of reshape my game and I'm not gonna be you know, not that many guys would allow themselves to sort of take a back seat like that. Now, granted, he did it to win titles, um, and he still got paid, but I, I do think they liked Bosch. But that they, I think they were probably more focused on making fun of Mike Miller. Yeah, probably so. Um, but the point is they or, made or fun of dirt, and that really bothered me. But at the same time, there's this, this thing, this undercurrent, and it might be just that I spend too much time on NBA Twitter, of people who are, like, still not impressed by LeBron. How? Because hey, the East sucks, and um, is it always the Jordan ruler that he's going to be up? The East sucks. Paul Gasol got hurt. Corver's out. Because don't you the feel Celtics like Celtics didn't even deserve to be in the playoffs? They haven't even beaten anybody. Don't you feel like Bob is? I'm not saying yes. he's doing that, but he's he's so Jordan driven in his basketball DNA, and I think so many people are like that, and for good reason. Because we watched the greatest player that we'll ever see in our lives. I think. Probably, I'm not saying he's better or he's had a better career than Jordan, but then he does stuff like he did last night. LeBron had the back issue, the knee issue. Just hobbling around. And after he hit that shot and they defended the three, they were up three. Uh, well, they were up one, and LeBron made an incredible move with about eight seconds left to put him up three. They defend it. The game's over. He collapsed. Now, is it a little bit bothersome to watch a guy collapse like he's Jordan after the uh, his dad died? A little bit. Game? But that's just today's athlete. Yep. I mean, we, grow, we, we are in this era – of everybody's doing their own show with Twitter, with now with, uh, hey, film yourself live and broadcast it to the world. The fact is, is LeBron James is just a quintessential millennial athlete. He's and a while, product of the time. Yeah, while that might rub me the wrong way, it's not It's not really about him. It's just that that's sort of where we are now. And if Jordan had grown up in a time where everybody was constantly publishing their own content and you know being brandish... I don't think it would have been any different. I think that rubs a, long, a lot of people the wrong way. Yeah, but at I would the same say, time. Don't let that ruin what is the second greatest basketball I think we'll yeah. ever see in our life. I think, I think he's the second best of our lifetime. But all that said, you got to understand that he, he runs on a different plane than everybody else. I mean, Steph, like just imagine Steph Curry collapsing at the end of a game or pick the superstar, Derrick Rose, whoever. LeBron is always going to be scrutinized that much more because he is head and shoulders the best. Of this era, and he's always going to be butted up right next to Jordan. And look, he, he's not without fault, and he's he's not without moments that we all sort of look at and scratch our head. Look at last year's finals when he had to be carried off with cramps, and that that was just a, a feeding frenzy for criticism. Everything he does, yeah, and everything. The weird thing about it is his, his hairline. I mean, you name it. That hairline needs to be discussed, though. Yeah. If, of, of the things I'm not going to let the guy walk for, that's the. <laughs> But if you think about Jordan it, Jordan shaved it. Yeah, if you kind of think about it in this like uh, the social context, he's the same age as I am. We graduated the same year. 
So he was kind of the first big-time athlete who was living in this social media era. Now, whatever Steph Curry does or whatever James Harden does or whatever – you know, Emmanuel Moutier does. It's going to be looked at as normal right. because LeBron's already done it. Like, he's already turned himself into an a, an actor. Like, LeBron James is an entertainer. And I guarantee you he thinks of himself as basketball player 1A, entertainer 1B. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, he's about to be in a movie this summer with, with uh, what is it? Amy Schumer. And Will Forte, maybe? Really? Uh, not Will Forte. One of them. But it's, he's trying to become a <laughs> cultural, like, pop culture icon guy. He even has his own Sprite mix. He's got his own flavor of Sprite. I mean... Because Grant Hill just drinks Sprite. LeBron right. has his own Sprite. So I kind of look at the whole athlete branding thing as Jordan started it. Mm-hmm. And, like, what LeBron is doing now is really nothing more than the natural, albeit very annoying, extension of the way that people between the ages of 25 and 35 act now He's just that at a way bigger stage. He's capitalizing on avenues. There's Which so is many, what they've there's always... So many, but there's so many more avenues that even Jordan has. Sure. And I think that's the thing. And he knows that he may have been really tired and beat up last night, but he knew that the second he collapsed to his knees, someone at Nike or wherever... Montage. ...is like, we're going to do something with this. Mm-hmm. And he's, whether it's subconsciously or not, I just don't think that is a good enough reason to knock... The incredible Listen. performances he's giving us on a you know annual basis. This will this be five or six straight finals. Five. This will be five. This'll, and it'll be his sixth overall because he took Cleveland, One, a horrible Cleveland team there in 07, and lost to San Antonio. I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. He's taking over. He, he takes over half the games he plays in. I love it. But I also love the parallel. This is why I really wish, no pun intended, that Kevin Love were healthy. Mm-hmm. Because if you think back to the off season, I was really high on the Warriors. I think compared to a lot of other people, you were, you were. But I was also dismayed that they would not trade Clay Thompson for Kevin Love. Like that just made no sense to me. The idea that you wanted to hold on to an unproven guy and Clay—not unproven, but you know what I mean—you didn't know how not, good Draymond Green was. You didn't know how good Draymond Green and was. I think we've all been a little bit more impressed with Bogut. You know, seeing him on a bigger stage. I mean, he's been a great player for a long time. He's had his injury issues, but the fact that he's a big that can be this legit in the playoffs. Yeah, that, and that, that's what? a bit of a surprise to some, I would imagine. They opted for continuity. They opted for team defense. And they opted for we've seen things from Clay in practice that you guys are not really aware of. And then he put thirty seven on someone in a quarter this year. And Kevin Love, <laughs> nice year, but really just kind of an ancillary part. The third best player on the Cavs team this year. And he's, so he's not coming back. It would have just been so year. great to see that basketball experiment of, hey, here's the team that could have had this guy and passed on him. They're there. Well, here's the team that went and got him, and they're there. Um, it's still great because I think they're the two best teams, but it would have been really cool if Love would have been able to be healthy for that. But what's so great about LeBron is that he is so polarizing to even the common fan. I'm sitting there watching the game this morning, and the wife sort of shakes her head. And I'm like, what? She's like, LeBron, more LeBron. I'm like, yes, more LeBron. This is what you need as a you know Dude. fringe fan. You, <clears throat> you need to be seeing the best player on earth playing in the finals. This yeah. is good. Yeah. This is better for TV. This is better for the sport. I mean, even when they had a one-point lead last night, when they got the ball back and I see him bringing the ball up the floor, Hell I get yes. chills because I'm like, the man is here. <laughs> it, it, it's over. He's the alpha dog, and it's great because they're up 3-0. They're going to finish – 
they're going to finish things off in Game Four. Probably, I would, so. I would be really surprised if Atlanta, because I think Atlanta fired their best shot last night. Unfortunately, came up short tonight we have what Game Four of Dubs and and Rockets. Dubs and Rockets. Let's see if James Harden can recover from being at the Drake concert in Houston last night. Was he? We'll get into that later. Gosh, all right. 346 here on Memorial Day. This is the Shake Joint. You can normally hear us on Sunday morning, 8 to 11, filling in for the hard line this afternoon. And coming up next, we talk Josh, we talk Nefty, we talk Texas Rangers baseball. Message. The ticket has a message for all P1s. We're heading to the famous pavilion inside the AT&T Byron Nelson Championship for Guys Night Out this Thursday from 3 till 8. I like golf. I suck at it, but I like it. And it's free admission and free shuttle parking. Join us at GNO. GNO at the Nelson. <laughs> Shut the front door. Brought to you by PM Stanley Motor Cars and Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM. The ticket. Sam Adams Summer Ale season. I love the summer ale. <laughs> <laughs> Summertime's here. I like the citrus. Crisp and refreshing. It's light. It's not too hoppy. The grains of paradise add a nice little spice to the beer. Smooth, refreshing. It's summertime. Time for Sam Adams Summer Ale. It's perfect. It'd be great for cookouts, spending some time outdoors. This is the experience for a Sam Adams Summer. I could drink that all summer long. It's really a good beer. It really is. Definitely a good summer beer. Brewed especially for summer. Sam Adams Summer Ale. Boss beer. Pretty boss man. Safe responsibly. You listen to this station because you like getting what you want, right? Same idea behind the Sleep Number bed with Sleep IQ technology. You choose the exact firmness you want, your Sleep Number setting. Then Sleep IQ tracks your sleep and tells you what works. Just the right sleep and individualized comfort for you. Only at a Sleep Number store. Right now, save $500 on the Memorial Day Special Edition Queen mattress with Sleep IQ technology. Just $1599.98. Only at one of our 450 stores nationwide. For your local store, visit sleepnumber.com. No better sleep with Sleep Number. The Home Depot has a special buy on four and a half inch and five inch Bonnie vegetables and herbs. Four for just ten bucks. You save over four bucks. So let's take a pass on the produce section and start shopping in our backyard. With savings on more than 125 varieties, you can serve up something fresh all summer long. Let's do this with Bonnie vegetables and herbs. Now four for just ten bucks. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through June 3rd. Selection price by store, U.S. only. Corby here welcoming you home to The Village, a Dallas legend. The Village is a patio Thursday, live music, crawfish boiling, battle of the bartenders, flag football on the fields, farmer's market picking, craft beer sipping, good time steps from your front door. 16 different communities within four city blocks in the heart of Dallas make up The Village. The Village welcomes you home. Find out what's here, around here, and live here at The Village, APTS.com. the fun zone. The stock market's all over the place. Oil prices are all over the place. There's got to be something positive out there. Mortgage rates are dropping. They're at the lowest rate they've been in over a year. As a matter of fact, the 30-year loans are back in the threes with APRs in the threes. Call TexasLending.com at 972-387-4600. 972-387-4600. 4100 Alpha Road, Suite 400, Dallas, Texas 75244. NMLS 137773, Equal Housing Lender. The Bomb Factory is now open in Deep Ellum. Come see Tyler, the creator, Charlie Robinson, D'Angelo and the Vanguard, Yellow Wolf, Three Doors Down with Seether, and much more. Tickets available at thebombfactory.com. 
Texas Land and Cattle is a longtime favorite of the hard line and P1s everywhere, and now it gets even better. Texas Land and Cattle in Arlington is staying open late after weeknight Ranger games to host Diamond Talk Danny. That's right, Mike. Seabass and Thelonious Monk Walker broadcast live from Texas Land and Cattle in Arlington after every weeknight home game. Texas Land and Cattle has a late night game night menu for Diamond Talk. Mm-hmm. Brisket stuffed jalapenos, mm. crispy onion rings, mm. spicy white queso, and mus. If if you're in the mood for something a little more substantial, try the new Texan Steak Sandwich, Succulent Sirloin, Rosemary Sautéed Onions, Mushrooms, Melty Jack Cheese, Garlic Butter, and Horseradish Cream on a Toasted Sub Roll served with au jus. Great Texas-inspired food, crafted cocktails featuring Texas spirits, cold Texas craft beer, and now Diamond Talk live from Texas Land and Cattle after every Texas Ranger weeknight home game mic. Texas Land and Cattle, now this is... The Rangers in action against the Indians right now. This ticker is service of TexasLending.com and the Diamond Doctor. Right now in the bottom of the second inning, the Rangers lead the Indians by a score of 3-1 to one, thanks to first inning homers from Prince Fielder and Adrian Beltre. Phil Klein is pitching for the Rangers opposite Sean Markham. Josh Hamilton, who started the game batting fifth and in left field, struck out in his first at bat in the first inning. Elsewhere in baseball, Orioles lefty reliever Brian Mattis has been suspended for eight games by the MLB for having a foreign substance on his arm during Saturday's game against Miami. He's the second pitcher in as many weeks to draw that punishment. And today is the 40th anniversary of the Warriors winning their last NBA title. They can celebrate by clinching a spot in this year's finals with a win at home over Houston. Over in the east, Cleveland can put away Atlanta with a win at home tomorrow night. And a severe thunderstorm warning has been issued for Kaufman and Rockwall counties, ending at 445. That's the Ticket Ticker. I'm Carlos Leal on Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. Our summer vacation starts now. It's Memorial Day weekend from Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. Should have thought that one through. Hurts to miss that one, huh? <laughs> off-air conversation. Yeah, off-air conversations about having, if you want to get your spouse to watch something, the quid pro quo that they offer you is almost never worth it. Yeah. In fact, we can tease ahead to 6.30. We will talk a little TV. It's three hours from now. A little Game of Thrones post-game. We'll have some Ranger post-game at 6.10 with Diamond Talk. Hashtag kill Ramsey. But uh, things have gone poorly so far. In Cleveland, after a three nothing lead, right now the tribe up four to three on Phil Klein in the bottom of the second oh, inning. Damn, I know. Damn it, Dan, you're Indians. But Josh oh, Hamilton's back. Wow, yeah, he uh, he's back. All right, he struck out in his first AB four pitches. Yeah, on a low and away changeup, <laughs> just like the end of 2012. Wasn't it? Looking foul, ball one, swinging. Mm. It's all right. It's all right. There's been many members. It's all right. He signed a lot of autographs. Yeah, there's been many members of the uh, <laughs> offense this year that have done terrible things, so he'll fit right in. But let's give this offense some credit. They have led baseball in May in runs scored. Last night, they pick up a 5-2 win over New York. They swept away the Yankees. Uh, right now, at the moment, they're riding a five-game win streak. They are 21-23. and The Rangers are killing it right now. They are. They are killing it right now, and they're nipping on 500. I think they should win this series in Cleveland. Operative word should, even though the Tribe took two of three here at the ballpark, which 
it is odd that this club is so far under 500 at home and actually good away from Arlington. Yeah, it's probably not quite enough yet to draw any conclusions about that, right? You get a month and a half. You'd like to see closer to 500 instead of dramatically under 500. Yeah, I'm just saying with the, you know, schedules can be a little bit quirky that early. Sure. Maybe you play some tougher teams, you see some tougher arms. But, look, I mean, there's no reason to figure that they would have, like, a real significant home field advantage this year. They're not They're not going to draw just phenomenally this year. There's, you know, you say that. They're still getting about 25 to 30 a game. And I know that, you know, that's not going to surpass the 3 million mark this year. But we see Cleveland, you know, on Memorial Day. They might have more people there on a day like this. But they've been, they've been really hurting. You look at Oakland, Tampa, places like that. Be fortunate that the Rangers are still able to draw what they are considering they got off to such a terrible start. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, they were a real powerhouse for about a five-year run there. Sure. They were finishing, like, top five in percentage, uh, you know, capa- to percentage of capacity. It does suck that they have one of the biggest ballparks in Major League Baseball that holds nearly 50,000. And, you know, when you get 25 in on a certain night, it looks halfway, I mean, obviously it's halfway empty, where you have Fenway that holds, what, 30? Or Wrigley Field that holds 30? Now, I want to bring up one thing with you before we uh, talk any more. It's kind of scattershoot here. We're okay. going to do another Rangers segment after the game, by the way, at uh, 610 mm-hmm. uh, as we continue our streak of teasing things that are over almost two and a half hours away Listen, from now. It's, it's pros. Make appointments on holidays. Right. It's all you about have to. the tease. It's right. all about the tease. You make, a, you make an appointment on holidays because then otherwise you'll be like, man, I've had four and I'm supposed to be over there in an hour. Yeah. I can't leave. Mm-hmm. That's never happened, right? <laughs> Um, so you mentioned in the month of May the phenomenal offensive run, and uh, if you're interested in just a quick little fan graphs check, my favorite fan graph statistic is WRC+. Now, don't be afraid of the name. Weighted runs created? All it really means is 100 is average, 110 is 10% better than average, and 90 is 10% below, uh, below average. So it's very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rangers posted 120 over the month of May. Good for second best in baseball. So about 20% better than an average major league uh, offense in that time. Now, here's the concerning part, though. In that same stretch, they finished 27th in Fangraph's defensive statistics. And yesterday we had yet another two-error game. Uh, One from Elvis. Another backhanded play that he should definitely get his glove in front of, and it goes right under. I've seen like four of those this season. Yeah. It's and listen, I'm a big Elvis apologist. Everybody knows that. It is really grating on me. It's really frustrating. Not so much that, you know, he is hitting what he is because I've never thought he's going to be an all-star caliber offensive player, but the fact that he was so good defensively not that long ago and he's regressed so much and he'll still make an eye-popping play up the middle or in the hole, make the effing routine play. That's all I'm asking of Elvis Andrus at this point. And he doesn't do it on a consistent basis. No, not even close to I mean, hell, there could have been an ending ending double play last night that he threw a little wide of Rosales. And instead, you know, you're making your relief pitcher face another batter. If you, let's see here. I think he's on pace for 40 errors right now. God which, almighty. again, errors are not the end-all, be-all. But still, I defended him so hardcore and defended his contract based on his defense alone. Because I still think, across all sports, well, probably not football, but... In baseball and in basketball, I still feel like we don't properly appreciate great defensive play. And I don't think we know how to measure it. I think it's just so subjective. But to me, 
errors are not the end-all, be-all, because for a couple years, I saw Elvis trying to get to balls that other people were not going to yes. get to, and maybe he gets to five of them and you know, saves a, you know, stops a run or turns a double play or bails his pitcher out, and the one that he doesn't get to out of the set of five or six or whatever turns mm-hmm. into an error. I'm not going to penalize a guy because of that. But now he's a half step slow, and he's not. He's a half he doesn't have slow. the same range he did. It's his range. It's his his glove positioning always seems weird. If you just if you use UZR, which is again a tough, it's a little bit better than errors, but not much better. Yeah, it's he goes. It's a nebulous stat, I think. He ranks twenty. There's no defensive stat where he ranks good. Is the best way to put this. He's twenty mm-hmm. eighth out of thirty seven for qualifying shortstops in UZR. Where's he at in Dior? Uh, I can give you that in a second. He's um, and but for some context, it is at the top of his game. He was always top five. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was right there. Andrelton Simmons would blow him away, and really everybody else was behind Elvis. Or there was a couple – boy, we're getting blown up with the iPhone boy. alerts now in studio. Flood warnings. No Amber alerts, though. Flash flood warning in this area till 6 o'clock tonight. So there's your PSA. What is this area? Just kind of if you can hear us. If your phone just went off. <laughs> your phone just went off. <laughs> Flash flood warnings. But I, I just – I don't know that I've ever seen a mid-20s baseball player go from so good to so bad on defense in my life. Without some sort of injury, supremely debilitating injury. Yep. And to my knowledge, that hasn't happened. So I, I hate to every time we come in and do a show and Elvis just had a terrible error, bring it up because I really don't have anything new to say about it. And people get on me because I did the Elvis ball bit a few years ago. And look, you're having fun there, but because I was having so much fun, everybody now wants to dogpile me when the guy makes an error. Look. <laughs> A was a bit. B, I'm just as mad as you are. But at the same time, Hanser Alberto is not ready to take over that mantle. Jerickson Profar is not healthy right now. You don't have anybody within the system, so you're sort of stuck with this contract. And the fact that he can't be the defensive player we just talked about, the one we want, and he can't be a two-war player because of his glove, that does make the contract suck a little bit. Yeah, and I think you know you mentioned him being a two-war player. That was like the very low side of what you might have expected. That's with him being good on yeah, offense. Yeah, we thought like three or four. And terrible on offense. Yeah, because you thought he could at least be average on offense. His 10 airs is third most for a shortstop this year. Marcus Simeon is like a project in Oakland that some people think that's part of the reason that Wash is out there. Yes, that is, is, that is the reason he's out there. It's his second season in the big leagues. And he's the only person right now with more errors than uh, than Elvis at shortstop in the American League. But Elvis and his poor play aside, like I mentioned to people last night on Twitter, he's not killing this thing. Because luckily, they've had an upturn in the offense. Their starting pitching has actually been pretty good. I mean, Phil Klein today is struggling as it's now 5-3 to three in the uh, bottom of the second inning. He might have to wear one today to maybe save a bullpen on this road trip. But... Look, it's <laughs> this division is so poor that Texas is now third at 21 and 23, a half game up on Seattle, and only a game back of second place LA. And Houston, after a fiery start, has been playing somewhat average baseball. Their run differential at one point was like 40, now it's like 26. Yeah, man, I'm with you. He's not killing them, but that's the lowest bar ever for a franchise player on an eight year, $120 million year. He's your fourth highest paid player if you don't count Hamilton. Sure. Um, he's only behind Fielder, Chu, and Beltre, and Beltre is is at least you know old. He's thirty six. Fielder and Chu, Fielder all year. Chu for the last month has been killing it. 
I guess whenever you say he's not killing him, my response would be, couldn't they be almost a fringe contender, at least offensively and defensively, leave the arms out for a second, if he was what you halfway what you expected him? Like, he's been about 10% of what you expected. Like, if he was 70% of what you might have thought you could get out of him one day, do they have... Three more wins this year? That's hard to quantify because I think he is what he is offensively, and I didn't have much more expectation. Defensively, sure, he could save some more runs, and that would in turn help a beleaguered and starting to ride itself bullpen and a rotation that's missing two of its best starters. But, again, I'm just so happy that this club is playing representative baseball and the fact they've won five in a row. And, you know, we haven't even talked about the, the Delino DeShields, Leonis Martin conundrum because now Josh is back, and I think Jeff Bannister is going to give him every chance to get his wills on and be a somewhat regular player. I think there is going to be those days where, look, Banny understands that he's coming back and, and playing Major League Baseball for the first time in a while. He needs to have a day here and there. But you're not going to take Chew out of the lineup, right? He's been killing it offensively. Delino DeShields has been a great spark plug and probably the most patient ranger at the plate which is very surprising from the guy I saw playing double-A last year, the guy that the Houston Astros didn't protect in the Rule 5 draft. And I know you're big behind Leonis Martin, but in my mind, I think he's the fourth outfielder right now. And, and all that said, I, I understand what value he brings because if you look at last night, he gunned a player out of the plate. Yeah, I mean, he still has the cannon arm. Or was it's, it third? I, I forget. It's not that I... It's not that I'm big behind Leonis Martin in the, in the sense that I think he's a great player. It's just that, to me... If you have a season where you know you have half a year of Martin and no no starts from you, I just it would seem to me that they should be extra laser focused on what do we have here? Who are these guys? And maybe that shifts from who is Leonis Martin to who is Delano DeShields. And that's where I'm at right now because, you know, our buddy Adam Morris of Lone Star Ball, we had kind of a roundtable thing on Twitter last night during the game. And I'll quote Norm, the development of a prospect is never a straight line. It can meander, and it meandered with Delano DeShields, and the fact that he is maybe a little long in the tooth now as a prospect, finding success at the big league level, you know, maybe the only explanation is he's just putting it together finally. I mean, he has the pedigree of his of his dad, and what is interesting, though, about the Delano thing is they are actually working him a little bit at second base pregame because he was a second baseman in the Astro system from 2011 to 2013, Banny says he's not going to play there anytime soon. But, you know, if all your outfielders are going strong and, you know, say Tommy Field comes down to earth a little bit and you don't want to roll Adam Rosales, maybe a month from now, who knows, Delano DeShields Jr. could play some second base for this club if need be. Well, it would certainly make things a lot easier. It would clear things up in the outfield, no doubt. Because I, I with Martin free after this year, I just it's I think it's really important that they have as clear of an idea going into those negotiations whether or not they want him or not. And as you mentioned, they've got Gallo working in the outfield. Yeah. Uh, at the lower level. So it, it, maybe when he comes up, you know, obviously he's not going to be a center fielder, but if you decide long term that you want uh the shields out there or maybe you want Josh in center at some point. I mean, that's unlikely, but I don't know. I think Josh if you ask him, he would probably still want to play center field. And on a given day, I don't think that would kill them because, look, Leonis is a better defensive outfielder than Delano DeShields as far as playing center field goes. I think you could still have Josh, if his wheels are right, play center on a given day. 
Well, we will get back to Rangers at uh, 610 with a little bit of Diamond Talk. Get ready for Diamond Talk. Real quick, but, 30 uh, seconds here on Nefty. Can yeah. We, I mean, oh, yeah. That's, I forgot we had to discuss the bummer. This was a phantom DLing, right? Of course. He, it's an what auxiliary abscess. And I actually did a little research about what that is. And it can actually be a bad thing if it's, it turns nasty and gets infected. It can come along with fatigue and fever. But the fact that the guy hasn't pitched in eight, now nine games... They were sending a message saying, you're not our closer anymore. And if there was any physical thing, it flew way under the radar. And you needed a spot. And you didn't want to send Delano DeShields down. You didn't want to send, uh, I guess, you felt you needed Claudio and Freeman as a lefty out of the bullpen. I don't know. This isn't a a real injury. This is just a chance for him to get his head right. Because he still could hold some value in this bullpen. I know people don't want to admit that or think about it. He could be a, a weapon if he writes himself. Maybe not in a closer nah. role, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, with, that's I'm fine. With the board off. You can you can man all you want, but listen, <laughs> we can't we can't keep no. I don't know that there's been a local athlete who's had more opportunities to get his head right in in my lifetime. Roddy B. <laughs> so you want to just with this bullpen being as is, counting on Ross Ollendorf's of the world. Well, and no, say, I mean, n- nothing you're wrong right. with Ross Ollendorf, but no, still, he's pitching the eighth inning right now. Shepard's is starting to get his wheels back on a little bit. Look, every time we mention a Rangers player, we can't just say, well, they don't have, I mean, these other guys suck too. Like, that's, you're right that that's why they do need him to give them something. But I also think there's a middle ground between him giving them something. Like, there's a middle ground between me joking about he needs to be away from the team so that they, he can't be sullied by his ad, or by his bid or whatever, and, hey, this guy's going to be here long term. Like, they just need him this year. That's fine if he can help them hover around 500 this year. Naftali Feliz is not going to be on this team going forward. Like, next year or the year after that, there's no place for him here. He's cooked. It was a great run. He could still ride himself this and year. And I'm not even totally sure that it's all his fault. Because if we were to re-examine what happened with him going back and forth, bullpen to starter every year, and there was miscommunication, I'm not yeah. even putting it all on him. There's I'm just saying there. it's over. It's you, over. you want it to be over because you said it was over and you want to be right. No, because I, I, think, I think there's other guys there in is, here. There is a lot of that about Jay. I want to get other guys in here to try to see what they've got, like a year of Kella, a year, whoever it is. Luke Jackson might be here late in the year. Who knows? I would love that. Who knows? Well, things aren't going right, well right now for the Rangers. They trail 5-3 to three in the top of the third inning. With Delino DeShields and Pat. <laughs> no, they're actually not so bad, Ryan. All right, 408 coming up next. I had a chance to call some baseball on TV. We hear it next. This is Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. KTCK AM, Dallas, Fort Worth. KTCK FM, Flower Mound. A cumulus station. The Ticket's bad radio is on every day, noon till 3. This is Jason Garrett of your Dallas Cowboys. Bad radio. It's a great privilege to be the coach of the Cowboys. It's a great privilege to coach in the National Football League. It's a great privilege to coach, period. So focus on that and doing that as well as you can. That's always been my mindset. You know, what I think about uh, every day when I wake up is about building something that we all can be proud of. Listen to it all weekdays, noon till 3 on Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. Planning a summer deck or fence? The Home Depot has the best prices under the sun on decking and fencing supplies. The assortment you need to help turn longer summer days into perfect summer evenings. So let's do a deck. Take down the barriers between you and that new fence. The timing, selection, and prices have never been better. Why wait? Summer isn't. Let's do this. With the best prices on decking and fencing at the Home Depot. More saving. More doing. 
click the banner to get started or visit homedepot.com slash decking. Bobby, you're here again. Yeah, my doctor told me to reduce stress at work, so I come to Buffalo Wild Wings to eat lunch and watch sports. I get to pick one of seven entrees, like sandwiches and salads, plus one of seven sides. Well, I like sides. It's so affordable, I can finally take a vacation. Where are you going to go? Here, Tim, here. Introducing the new B-Dubs Fast Break Lunch Menu, starting at just $5.99. Dine-in or order takeout weekdays between 11 and 2. Participation and availability may vary. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Hey, DFW, you're invited to play A-Round. Grab your clubs and join Fat Daddy Sports and Spirits Cafe and House of Hot Rods and Classics for its first annual Play A-Round Charity Golf Tournament. Saturday, June 20th at Southern Oaks Golf Club in Burleson. Benefiting Guild Children's Services. Register your team today for a full day of tournament play with a shot to win a series of prizes. Hole-in-one, straight drive, closest to the pin, putting contest, and more. And after a day of play for a good cause, invite your friends to celebrate and rock it out live with music from Le Freak. Register today. Visit FatDaddy'sLive.com slash PlayAround for details. George, spring is in the air, flowers everywhere, and it's time to get your home or office organized. And if you need a place to securely store your stuff, then Macho Self Storage is a name to trust. Macho Self Storage has eight Metroplex locations, and their newest location in Roanoke can also store your car, boat, or RV as well. Go to MachoStorage.com today, find the location nearest you, or give them a call, 877-99-MACHO. New P1 customers get a free truck rental, free storage lock, and half off their first month's rent. Hey, yo, anniversary and bridal season is here, and you need to go see my boys at Classic Jewelers. Listen to what they're offering just to ticket listeners. 15% off all anniversary and bridal settings and 20% off all men's wedding bands. 20% off. Classic Jewelers, Frisco on Lebanon, west of the tollway. Hey, this is George DiGioni. For years, you've heard me talk about my 21-day body makeover program and how it's helped Norm and Sturm and Giorgio, even tens of thousands of P1s like you to lose weight, sleep better, and even end your sugar cravings. I recently took $100 off of our price so more people can take advantage of our proven program that gives you the results you seek for that summer body or help you prevent winter weight gain. I'm not aware of any other company that gives as much value as we do now with 10 exercise videos, over 40 recipes, two ebooks, and unmatched customer service seven days a week. Now with our $100 discount, you could be part of tens of thousands of P1s who continually seek us out for their health and fitness desires. Visit 21daybodymakeover.com today. New price, even more value, same excellent customer service. 21daybodymakeover.com. Hey, it's Mike Reiner of The Hardline here along with David Blassingame of Autoflex Leasing. And David, a wise man, once told me it's all about options. And when shopping for cars, everyone wants to get as many options as they can for their money. Shouldn't you look for the same when you choose where to do business? Mike, most dealers only offer you factory financing in one lease program. One of the main reasons people call Autoflex is you can choose from over 40 different financing and leasing options. Now, where do you think you're going to get the best deal? From a dealer that offers you one or two ways? Or Autoflex, where you can compare the top programs in the country? Whether you lease a new car or purchase a pre-owned truck, Autoflex has the right terms for you. And the Autoflex guarantee offers you a rebate for unused mileage at the end of the lease when you lease your next car from them. Call Autoflex today at 817 or 972. Two, then two three four one two three four or online at autoflex.com. More financing options and the mileage rebate guarantee. Only from your friends at Autoflex Leasing. Autoflex, please, oh yeah. 
Rangers have given up an early lead in Cleveland. This ticker is service of American Legend Homes and Enter Health. Right now, the Rangers are trailing 5-3 to three in the top of the third inning. They've got a man on first and second, and Josh Hamilton is about to come up to bat. Roberto Perez with a three-run dinger off Rangers starter Phil Klein. Jason Kipnis with an RBI double put the Indians ahead 5-3 to three in the bottom of the second inning. After the Rangers got homers from Prince Fielder and Adrian Beltre in the first inning. In other finals today, the Yankees beat the Royals 14 to 1. The Rockies get by the Reds 5 to 4. The Mets double up the Phillies 6 to 3. It was the Orioles beating the Astros 5 to 3. The Twins topping the Red Sox 7 to 2. And the Nationals edging the Cubs 2 to 1. It's game five in the NHL Western Conference Finals tonight. The Chicago travels to Anaheim to break the 2 2 tie. The Ducks have not lost a game in regulation during the playoffs. And police in Santa Clara, California have arrested Bears defensive end Ray McDonald for suspicion of domestic violence and child endangerment. McDonald had been released by the 49ers in December and signed by the Bears in March. That's the Ticket Ticker. I'm Carlos Leal on Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. If a book about failures doesn't sell, is it a success? Can anybody tell me that? It's 414. Happy Memorial Day to one and all. Appreciate you being by the channel. It is raining. It is wet, so that probably killed your barbecue. But if you're out there celebrating this day of remembrance, be safe and have fun. And drive and don't drink too much. This band was so great at Hangout. Oh, yeah. Future Islands. Yeah. It was weird, though, because... He's like 40-something and balding. Their whole band is around that age. They're they're veterans. They get after it, though. But, like, whenever he couldn't hit a certain note that was real high, he would go to, like... Cookie Monster voice. Yeah, it was really shocking. I'd never heard that before. Did you ever see the Letterman performance that put them on the map? Did did he do that there? Yeah, he got real gravelly and grumbly with it, and sort of he sort of does like a yeah, he does like a a, shimmy sway back and forth. That's really good for everyone on their home monitors at home. Yeah, I wish you could have seen that. Trust me, I just killed it. At 4.30, we have some Shake Joint news coming up. Westboro Baptist Church needs a better intern. Oh. And uh, we'll get back into the NBA with some audio at 4.50. TNT had issues saying Della Vidova. Yeah, I got some of that. I've got, boy, I think I'm ready to compare inside the NBA to basically television's Why Today Doesn't Suck. <laughs> it's what it is. It's just four dudes it's very barbershop. yelling over one another. Josh is up with two outs and two on in a 5-3 ball game right now. Hey, that's the fifth pitch of the at-bat. What's up? That's called progress, that's my three, friend. Two. Yeah, we've added one. Yeah. Four the first time, five now. Yeah. What's up? What's There's up, There's no offense? way you're going to focus until this at-bat is over. Yeah, so we might I can as well focus. Just... I can focus right now. I'm DVRing at home. Do we have any it's weather we need to tell anyone nah, about? Nah, 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 nah. It's raining everywhere until later. Oh, that's a, that's a sight I've seen before. How about a walk, bitch? How about it? How about it? Base is loaded. All right. Let's move on. My dream in this broadcasting world is to live comfortably, one. But if I had an b- even bigger dream of living comfortably, it's calling play-by-play. Really? Baseball. I That's the dream. I would love to do television play-by-play. That is the ultimate goal, which will never be achieved. And you're going to hear why coming up in a second. But luckily, uh, our friends over at the Frisco Rough Riders, they've been doing TV games for a handful of years now on, I believe it's KTXD... Texas 47, mm-hmm. and for years it was an ultra-low definition. And this year they actually have high def, and 
you know, with all the prospects right now at Frisco, it's a pretty good product to watch because I think a lot of really hardcore Ranger fans understand that there is another wave of pitchers and position players on the way, and you can actually get a chance to see that without actually driving up the tollway and going to Frisco, which is a really cool service that Channel 47 does. So the past few years, you've had Alex Vespoli, young kid from, I think, Massachusetts, New England kid, 25, like many minor league play-by-play guys that, you know, they go to college, they do some broadcasting, they try to get an internship with a, a radio station, then they, you know, build up that resume enough to get that minor league I'm talking like A-ball, low-A, short season, go all over the country just trying to find some consistent radio play-by-play work. Well, he's moved himself up to double-A Frisco, which, honestly, if there's a double-A gig that's probably better than all, it's this one because that ballpark is great. Now they have Chuck Greenberg as the owner, and just the renovations and upgrades they've made to that ballpark from last year to this has been really outstanding. And not only that, he's doing every radio game. He's also getting some TV time. So, you know, he can polish his craft on the radio side, and if he ever wants to jump over to TV, now he's got some demo tape to do that. So I really envy the guy. He's a really great young broadcaster, and he's chosen myself, uh, our old buddy Bassick, Anthony Andro, I think David Hulse, and a few other, you know, either former Rangers or media members to sit in and do some. Our buddy Michael Tepid, you know, knows everything about all the prospects. Yeah, we've had him on before. He's a great mind, and he just has that person in the booth with him doing color, and I had an opportunity to do a game Thursday night, you know, and this was the first game that Josh wasn't there. But you still have a Nomar Mazzara. You still have a Joey Gallo who's been tearing it up. You have Alfaro. So I'm very excited to sit down and do the game. But you got to understand that we're all focused on the major league teams here, you know, of the big four. It's really hard to focus on minor league baseball, even though we're somewhat locked in with how the good prospects are doing. We read the Newberg Report. Scott Lucas keeps us up to date. You read Lone Star Ball with Michael Tepin. That's how you get to know about the kids. So my knowledge of the system is very surface level. So I'm not going to sit here and like try to like over-explain how you know good this kid is or where his career path went. I only know a little bit. And yeah, what- and your job is also to just describe what's – your primary role is to describe what's occurring in that specific game. Absolutely, but I don't think anybody that knows me from this station is going to under- you know, mistake me for some like former player. I'm not going to give you some great – analyst work as far as oh man he really you know is getting a lot of arm, arm side run on his two seam I mean you know I'm, I'm not going to sit here and try to like fake people out so what I do when I am on you know the first third of the game I understand that Alex is trying to you know really nail it really call a good game and we'll describe what happens but as the game wears on you tend to get a little loose you can do a rhythm <laughs> and you know working at this station I want to turn everything into a, a bit or a talk show and that, and, What's wrong and, with us? And with television, you don't have to be on top of every play. People can see it. So it's kind of good when a talk show breaks out during a game, much like when Josh Lewin was the play-by-play guy here. I think we all miss mm, him because even when there was some okay, all right. Right. even when there was some poor baseball going on, you still had that level of you know entertainment. And I try to bring that to the Rough Rider telecast if I can. It might fail completely, but it is fun to try to shoot Alex's wheels off. And let's go ahead and give you a quick example here. And every now and again, I'll throw out an Easter egg for the P1. Uh, let's just, the quick one. They had a, what, I think this kid's name was Bobby Wall, a relief pitcher. And this is the seventh inning. And, of course, you got to make this joke, right? Guess where this Hounds bring in a new right-hander as Bobby Wall comes into the contest. Bobby, yeah, Wall. 
saw him pitch a couple of nights ago, and he was really good with the fastball. <laughs> Boy, nothing. Right through it. 95 to 97 yeah. miles an hour. And Miss Foley. Yeah, there was at least. Miss Foley listens to us on Sundays. He'll tune into the station every right. now and again. But his job is the play-by-play guy. He travels with the team. Right. He has to put together some fantastic game notes. He's their traveling PR guy. Yeah, that's and play-by-play man. That's He's well probably, done. He probably didn't come in town when the yeah wall was really. Yeah, oh, there's no fine. doubt. He, he doesn't understand a lot of the ticket stick we throw out. But as 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 I said, as the game progresses, I just try to turn it into basically try to talk about anything other than the game. What I would pay, uh, probably not a lot, but <laughs> I would pay for is a brain scan of him. The second he yes. hears you say Bobby Yawal, I want about the next ten seconds. I want to know what he's thinking before he gets back to saw him pitch a couple nights ago. Is he just grappling at what the hell like, that he's could wondering? Be. Did you? Is it a misspeak? Do, do you know? <laughs> here's the range of options. Right. Is that a misspeak? Does Sean know something about this guy that I don't? Maybe he has an anecdote about how he got this nickname of yeah uh, previously. Um, is he doing some sort of bit that I don't know about? Is he doing that because he wants me to look bad? And then he immediately has to get shakes himself awake and says, oh, no, no, no. I saw him pitch a couple nights ago. Strike one to Austin Jackson. <laughs> Very strike one. So keep that in mind as we play this audio. So in games past that I've done with him, we've had a little bit of TV talk, and we did that on Thursday night. Strike. So after tonight's contest, the Riders heading down to San Antonio to play the missions tomorrow. We're going to be jumping on the bus as well, as we like to do in the late innings. I am curious of... What Alex Asfoli's been watching via the Netflix or the DVD or the the stream? What do we got right now? What's what's on tap? Uh, got season two of both Deadwood and Orphan Black. Okay. I hear good things about Orphan Black. I haven't watched that. Deadwood's great, though. Yeah, it's, uh, just started watching it earlier this season. And, uh, you know, I... It fills a gap that Justified leaves behind. I have yet to see the final season of Justified. Oh, really? But uh, Timothy Oliphant, the actor, you know, stars in both series, yes. decided to try him with a different flavor of show. There you go. And, of course, uh, the great V.J. Boyd, one of the writers of Justified on FX, big P1, and he'll leave you the Easter egg of many ticket personalities, names as actual characters. Oh, yeah. My good friend Ty Walker. <laughs> my co-host with Diamond Talk and uh, your afternoon newsman. He was one of the main villains this past season. And his underling is called Seabass. Can you pause it I real quick? By, at the station. by the way, game going on. Yeah, game going on. But we're going to circle this back. Two-run two, two game. You're going to circle this back to yourself, though. Sure. Look, I mean, you were... There was a character named after you in one of the most popular television shows of the last few years. Uh, last few years, don't think that's not going to be mentioned. Oh, and, 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 and he fires back in his Alex Vespoli way. Go ahead. There that's you go. Weird. There you go. Boy, oh, there's that off-speed pitch from Wall, freezing <laughs> Rodriguez on 0-2, and Bobby Wall mowing him down here again in the seventh. You also had the Riders' own Groves as a character, Gordon Keith, this season. And also in years past, you've had TC, Jake, Bob Sturm, Dan McDowell, Corby Davidson. Darn near everybody at the station has been mixed in somewhere along the way with Justified. So do you feel like you're a little bit of your celebrity, which is already, you know, burning bright, is even yeah, brighter boy, because you. of uh, your your character in Justified? You know, it's odd. I was never a big P1 of the show. 
I mean, I've got a lot on my TV plate, and I never really watched it. And then I catch wind that I have a character, so that was kind of cool. I think my wife was more impressed than anybody. Oh, yeah. Williams out to deep left center field. Nick Williams homer. Rugman says goodbye. Home run, Nick Williams. Okay, you can fade it out. I kept that last home run in there because if you actually go on their website and look up highlights, you'll see the Nick Williams home run. And you guys discussing. And the first cut is me saying, well, my wife's pretty impressed with it. (laughs) Track of the bat home run. (laughs) Alex is such a pro fighting through me, and he really had to fight through this. We'll, We'll leave you with this because at this point of the game, I'm just doing everything I can to shoot wheels. We have some instabilities going on right now at the plate. Jacob, J-A-Y-C-O-B, little unstable. And then Brugman, which, you know, sounds like a normal name, but when I see it, I think of the Martin character, Brahman. Are you familiar with the 90s sitcom on Fox, Martin? Name sounds familiar, but I can't tell you that I watched it. Oh, Time out real wow. quick. Lawrence, oh. Keep a in mind, man from the fifth floor. Keep keep in mind, twenty five year old Alex Spoli probably has never seen any of the Fox Sunday lineup. Go ahead. Wow, man. Oh, Martin. Yeah, the show with Martin Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, Martin. Okay, I now I remember the show, but I still Cam, didn't watch Cole, it. Shanene. <laughs> oh my God. Jerome. Jerome was my favorite. <laughs> Sound like you're Jerome's on acid. It's Jerome's in the house. <laughs> so you're just gonna throw Martin references at me, and I'm. I'm not going to bite him. <laughs> Come just, on now. <laughs> I watch the show, maybe. You dropped a gumble and gumble earlier. <laughs> I gave that some really good laughter. Come on now. <laughs> I'm Carson up, Blair, the bad. a bro man here in the eighth inning. <laughs> <laughs> Diving deep tonight at Dr. Pepper Park. Yeah. yeah. Edouard Cabrera gets a swing and a miss. <laughs> all right. One and two on Blair. See, I disagree. I don't think I'm diving deep at all for a man. I think there's okay. plenty of viewers out there tonight with their lighters up that celebrate the greatness that was Martin. One-two pitch. <laughs> Foul wow, away. dude. Keeps going. He's getting nothing from me, man. I have nothing to add here. I don't know what the... <laughs> Did you not remember the Sunday night lineup on Fox back in the day before Fox was like this big network? I think they had The Simpsons going. That would you be also the, had the lone show I'd watch there. You also had Martin. You also had Married, that with, children. Married with Children uh, was on. Married with Children, which I think still holds up. You had the very short-lived, but I thought very genius, Herman's Head. <laughs> oh, wow. Where it was this dude who worked in an office and he had wow. all these different hang on, sides of his personality living inside of his brain. Carson Blair strikes out and <laughs> saves us. What are you doing? Saves us. Sunday lineup. Hey, we'll get to Herman's head at the bottom of the eighth inning. Don't you worry. Riders down Stay a pair. Alright. Robinson Torinos. That's unbelievable. And it wasn't just that. I mean, the two audio cuts, I could have pulled like three or four more. We had a whole half inning of Whataburger talk that was interrupted by Midland scoring a couple of runs. Uh, we talked about a two-season run, early '90s Fox Sunday Night Show, in a two-run game. In the and you're inning. forcing this poor dude. Actually, it was a one-run game at that point because Nick Williams homered. <sighs> My word, fun. So that's awesome. In June, I'll be doing another game with Alex and see if he can fight through me some more. Yeah, maybe you can bring up like Futurama or something ridiculous. See, that's like the that thing, thing, though. He would actually probably bite on that. Yeah, I guess that was a little late. He's only 25, but Alex. 
Thanks for having me. All right, coming up next is Shake Joint News. What do we got, Jake? Uh, Daily Duggar. The ticket. Just what I've always wanted. Not just a sports station. This is The Ticket. What did you say? The Ticket. Where your favorite guys have hot sports opinions on our teams in our town. Hear big-name guests, and you'll get breaking sports news first, guaranteed. This is Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM. The Ticket. Wendy's presents Red in What's Her Dill? Mm, you guys, this crispy dill chicken sandwich from Wendy's is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's $1.49, which is like a pretty great dill. And like, I love that it's crispy dill. Yes, a buck forty-nine. it's a great dill on dill, no? Sounds like we all love dill. Dill. Pickles. Totally. Exactly. Wendy's new crispy dill chicken piled with eight zingy pickles and creamy cucumber dill sauce for just a buck forty-nine. Now that's better. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, prices and participation may vary. Donovan here to let you know perfection isn't achieved overnight. That's why Knob Creek Kentucky Straight Bourbon is aged nine years in highly charred American white oak barrels for full-bodied bourbon with a long, smoky finish and notes of fruit, oak, and caramel. Pick up a bottle of Knob Creek and taste the perfection. Knob Creek, big full flavor. The way bourbon was meant to be. Knob Creek Kentucky Straight Bourbon, 50% alcohol by volume. Copyright 2015 Knob Creek Distillery, Clearmont, Kentucky. Drink Knob Creek responsibly. One thing we know for sure, Texans love their trucks. But it ain't every day that you see 30 of them running 180 miles an hour. Friday, June 5th, you will. The Windstar World Casino and Resort 400. Texas Motor Speedway. The brand new Lloyd Lodge. I was saying, this, this would be great for like a family reunion or something. You could rent oh, yeah, all those rooms down there. Our bachelor party. Got a lake there. <laughs> On the back. shores of Joe Pool Lake. I'm a big fan of glamping. Is that yeah. what it's called? Glamping. Glamorous camping. Mm-hmm. This is the way to camp. This is the way to camp. Yeah, I highly recommend this place. If you're interested, you can rent this out. 972-237-4120. Lloyd Park in Grand Prairie. Sports originator, not an imitator. The all sports, all the time radio station of record is Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. And we got news. We got news, too. A 40-liner in three, two, one. Join the Musers as they broadcast live this Friday at the AT&T Byron Nelson. TPC Four Seasons Resort in Las Colinas starting at 530 in the AM. For more information and tickets, visit ATT. ByronNelson.org. How fired up were you yesterday when Jordan Spieth hits that birdie on 18? Or did you even watch? Uh, I did watch, and I wasn't that fired up because I knew it wasn't going to matter. You thought Kirk was going to take it? Well, I mean, he was two strokes down at that point. He hit that one to be down one. He was going to have to have somebody have a pretty major blow-up. Where he blew it was the bogey on 16? Well, 15 or 16. The, the one that just sort of rimmed out on mm-hmm. him there. That would have been... I think if he gets that, he might end up getting the plaid jacket. And I know this isn't golf talk time because we didn't schedule any, but I do like, I read in the morning news today how Jordan Spieth views these Texas tournaments as majors. 
especially Colonial and the Nelson. What do you, you do? You think he's going to be like this? Is like putt putt to me. No, but the fact that That'd he's be funnier. the fact he is a Texan and a Dallas native is making these tournaments priorities. When in recent years, I think that they they've lost their luster a little bit. There's no doubt. When you have a big name like that that says, "Yes, I'm going to show up and I'm going to give a damn," that's good for those tournaments. Look, and it sucks it's raining so much, and I hope it dies off because I really want a rain-free Nelson, especially since we have guys not out on Thursday. Well, it's not supposed to die off, so no. you'll have to uh, you'll have to take that up with Pete Delkus's sleeves. So much rain, it'd be raining, Jake. You want me to start? Yes. All right, Westboro Baptist Church. They will. Um, They'll basically picket anything. They will um, have derogatory things to say about homosexuals on signs as they find any issue they can and basically blame gays for it. Uh, yeah, that's probably a pretty good. I don't. They're not. They're generally a hardcore anti-secular. Hardcore. Um, be it the quote-unquote homosexual agenda, agenda or otherwise. But they're. I think they're probably most famous for protesting the funerals of American soldiers on the grounds that we're sending troops to countries that they view as being pro-homosexual and pro-Islam or whatever. um, I don't understand it. That's definitely the message of the Lord. And I don't know. I don't think their fan base is growing. It doesn't make sense at all. Their fan base doesn't grow when you you picket funerals. That's probably not uh, good for their PR side. Hold on. Let me. I'm not so sure about that. You think there's that sector of the community that says, yeah, go for it? Well, I would say that for the market that they're looking to corner, I think that probably actually does work. Maybe. Because I don't think they're ever going to get sensible people to join them. So I think their only chance is to get wackos. Get the lunatic friends. And what do wackos like more than wacko lunatic type things like protesting funerals? I'm just glad that this is one of those few things that we can all agree is insane. Yes. I, right, left, whatever. Everybody thinks those people are nuts. But they need better interns because <laughs> you had the ruling in Ireland that says, yes, there can be gay marriage. Historic and very heavily Catholic Ireland has decided to say yes to this by a pretty sizable vote. So, of course, Westboro Baptist Church, they declared war on Ireland, or so they thought because the religious group released a video which featured members of the group attempting to perform an Irish jig on an Irish flag to a song about Ireland going to hell. But the problem is, is they reversed the colors on that flag and inadvertently declared war on the Ivory Coast. And the Ivory Coast is just standing here. It's like, what's going on? We're down here, you know, just enjoying our life (laughs) on the Ivory Coast. Oh, that is a tough bit of research fail. All right, yeah. there's the Ivory Coast flag. Here's the Ireland flag. Just yeah. a just a flip of the orange and the green, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. So, well, I, I thought that was funny. Killer handed me that today, and I thought, good work, Killer. I and they posted the the vine. Oh, and their excuse here is that you flip a flag upside down to show that the nation's in distress. We totally didn't just buy the wrong flag. We have the flag upside down. Hmm. Okay. That's amazing. I think it's funny. Whatever the, whatever can make them look bad, I'm I'm going to report that. Now, we're not going to do a full Duggar segment today, but I do want to play you a brief bit of audio. It's time for Daily Duggar. <laughs> yeah, this is like my Paris Hilton update, because I am pretty <laughs> obsessed with this story. Um, All right. But there's a little bit of video from their show going around. This is a few years ago. 
Of course, you know, if you're not familiar with this story that we've beaten you down with, the oldest son from the Duggar family, who is quasi-famous, I guess, from uh, TLC's 19 Kids and Counting, they have a homeschool program, a, a religious-based homeschool program. They are very, very out front with the you know hardcore right um, movement, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, big Rand Paul supporters. All right. And it came out last week that the oldest son, when he was a teenager, had been molesting his younger sisters. Mm. Uh, four of them, at least. And there's this audio where he's telling a funny anecdote about one time that he had to go on a double date with one of his sisters as a chaperone. Can I fire this off? Chaperone. And then she had to be pulled off because the movie we were going to see had to be over 18. It was a preview screening of a good movie. And uh, anyway, that's the reason why Ginger was on our chaperone. So we chose Jan and John David. We thought, why not have a double date? We are from Arkansas. No. (laughs) We thought, why not have a double date? We are from Arkansas. No. That's an incest joke if you're keeping score at home. That's an incest joke from someone who Who's committed is actively incest. engaged in committing incest. Um, like I, it's, The word is not respect, but it is almost amazing to marvel at someone who... Like, is Dahmer out going to local open mic night doing cannibal jokes <laughs> like while he's on the run? I mean, have you no shame, sir? I, I guess the answer is no. I don't. At all. <laughs> Dahmer on open mic. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, I mean, it just seems really like he's... Was Columbus going to the uh, like the local Chili's and doing a set on, hey, what's the deal with the West Indies? <laughs> One second you think it's America. And then there's all these people in loincloths. What's the deal? Oh, that's very funny. odd. That is funny. That's your Duggar update. Do you want to go to the near battle at uh, the... On the Texas State House floor last night? because I saw the video of this and I read the story, and I'm so glad that you brought this up because I definitely wanted to talk about it. Yeah, and it's really not – I'm not that interested in this particular story. What I am interested in is the idea of of politicians fighting one another in the throes of discourse. In suits. Because you know what? This happens way more in other countries than it does here. I mean, here it doesn't happen at all. And this was a near fight. It was over an abortion bill. Um, a bill that died last night in pre-deadline uh, committee, 7-7 vote, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. The point is, these people had to be like physically restrained by security officers. They were shouting at one another, you gave me your word. Yeah, because some of the Republicans decided to side with some of the Democrats to vote this down. and The Democrats that felt abandoned were none too pleased. Mm-hmm. And they were... Um, I mean, yeah, there's a video of it out there where it's it it's really pretty close to a fight. But if you want to hop on YouTube sometime and watch videos of whether it's, uh, you know, House of Commons in the UK, whether it's, if you, man, you know who gets raw on this front is Asian countries. Really? Yeah. Like, I've never I've seen, seen any of that. Dude, I've seen shoes thrown really? in, like, Filipino or in, uh, like, Japanese I don't know if Bang they, Ding Ao. Yes, President Bang Ding Ao, known for his his hot takes. I've seen pointed, like, you know, very heated and pointing and getting up in people's face in the House of Commons. I've no, seen dude. stuff in Australia that border, borders on violence, but I've never seen anything from an Asian country. 
It's serious. Wow. Like okay. And the thing is, is that in most of those buildings and rooms, you have so many people tightly. You know, it's a compact seating situation. They turn they turn off the AC to get everybody pissed off. They may just roll no AC just to get it to that level to kick things <laughs> off. I mean, how do you think we got to through like the constitutional uh, like? Didn't you ever used to hear stories about Philadelphia? Like in the room that they were in, it was like a hundred degrees. Yeah, they're just wearing wigs and jackets, and that's how we came to this agreement mm-hmm. with no AC. But uh, I just I kind of wish we had more of this in Texas or just in general. In general, I mean, you had Rob Ford accidentally knocking over some that old bitty old lady. Yeah, because <laughs> he's, he's charging the mic and ran some lady over, hauling balls across the. Some lady floor. tried to hit him with a crackback block, and he just <laughs> ran through it. Pursuit of the play. Uh, yeah, I mean, some funny video. Would it be? Would it be double? Money Mayweather, Pacquiao, if we could have seen Mitt Romney and Barack Obama UFC fight? Oh, my God, yes. I mean, Mitt Romney did a bit with Holyfield last week, right? They had a celebrity yeah, boxing. Like they just sparred for like two minutes, and yeah. then they were done. It was nothing. That's like when Jer and Groobs fought. Pretty it much. Was pre-planned. But y'all don't know Say if this you're a recent P1. Groobs one time hijacked fight night and had everybody fired up for the, the hefty board op fight. And they got out there and, like, hugged. It was yeah. like the prime fight of the night, the last yeah. fight. And, and they just walked out yeah. and hugged. At least TC went out there and competed with the intern. You could call it competed, call- I guess. For, like, 30 seconds. He got thrashed. He did get thrashed. what did he say, chimp strength? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to repeat exactly what he said. But he also did say to me afterward, and this is someone who, you know, he not only had never been in a fight, but he'd never been, like, physically disciplined. Okay. And I feel like I got... And neither, not like undo, but I got a little bit of, or a lot of both. Yeah, you probably deserved it. Yeah. And same with the fights. And he's like, I'm like, man, you just, you know, you didn't, I've seen the video. It didn't really look like you have a, you had a plan. And he's like, it's, you can't concentrate when you're getting hit in the face. Like he was hitting me in the face. I'm like, it's, it's very a fight. TC. It's a fight, That's my a man. very TC response. You had to know that was coming. That's funny. He was going to do spit whole, on you. The whole. Can I mix in one more? Yeah, why not? Our producer. Just killing it today on the news stories. I play. <laughs> we need to find the full audio of that. It's out there somewhere. I got it, I think. Oh, really? For yeah. later. Okay, so let's go to the Chicago area in Illinois. Chirac. You had a uh, a young kid, 18, uh, Lamont Cathy, C-A-T-H-E-Y, is now in prison, but he's trying to eat his way out, and I'll explain, because over a year ago, he broke into a pizzeria stole an undisclosed amount of money, and according to court documents, the manager walked into his office to find him hunched over the safe with a pile of money. After claiming to have taken nothing and showing his empty pockets, the manager let him walk. And it turns out, actually, yeah, you did commit this crime. It's pretty low level, but he was caught, and because a plea deal fell through, that left him in jail. And he's been in jail for over a year. But get this, authorities have spent over $1.3 million on health care for the 18-year-old because he, he continues to eat everything in his cell. That includes metal screws, pins, and leather from restraints. Oh. This guy is doing everything he can to the crazy plan. Prove, to, prove to those incarcerators that he is crazy. He's made over 24 trips to the hospital in 16 months. He's eaten so much metal that doctors are unable to tell which pieces of prison property were most recently ingested. So some of this stuff is apparently staying in his system. YOLO. That is YOLO. 
I don't really know what to say. <laughs> but it's... Is his lawyer like, look, it's you're good. You've done enough. Well, he's tried to... He's threatened to kill himself a number of times, but he's been denied the chance to be transferred to a psych ward. So he just keeps doing this, but still, you're... You know, $1.3 million of taxpayer money. Let's figure something out here. Well, I mean, do you have an idea? I don't know, man. Well, Maybe. I can tell you what one idea is, and that would be to just let the guy die, which I think I'd probably be on board with, but that's the only solution here. Yeah. That's a lot of money for some young knucklehead who's clearly... He got to go. That's it. Dude, he what are you going to do? a very long like, jail sentence to begin with. Yeah, he's been in for over a year, though. I'm yeah, cu- but I'm curious. If, if he would have played this straight, he would have got, like, what, 10 years? I don't know. It, it said undisclosed amount of money, so I, according to the story, I don't know just how much he stole. But from a pizzeria, could it have been that much? Look. Like, how much money's in a restaurant at a given time? Here's, how you, here's how you disprove people who think that you're a hardcore liberal in three, two, one. Go. Spend no more money. Let him die. Yeah. What does I'm, it matter? He obviously has some sort of, not necessarily death wish, but he's trying to, like, game the system with craziness. If you're crazy, okay. That's fine. We're not. This is the pragmatic centrist way we're not spending any more money you're done but in this world where everybody has a facebook or twitter profile they decided to add his twitter picture in the story looks like chief keef he does and he's holding a bottle of every teenager in chicago looks like chief keef now what 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 is he holding is that cavazier is that hennessy what is that uh that looks to be the vo so some cavazier yeah all right i'm sure he just ate this bottle right afterward too let him die yep let them go. All right, 447 on the shake joint as we fill in for the hard line this Memorial Day. Coming up next, how do you say Adela Vadova? <laughs> the ticket's next and potentially best guys night out ever is going to be inside the world-famous pavilion at the AT&T Byron Nelson Championship. This Thursday from 3 till 8, it's free to get in and there's free shuttle parking too. GNO at the Nelson. <laughs> Shut up! Brought to you by PM Stanley Motor Cars and Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. Planning a summer deck or fence? The Home Depot has the best prices under the sun on decking and fencing supplies. The assortment you need to help turn longer summer days into perfect summer evenings. So let's do a deck. Take down the barriers between you and that new fence. The timing, selection, and prices have never been better. Why wait? Summer isn't. Let's do this. With the best prices on decking and fencing at the Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Click the banner to get started or visit homedepot.com slash decking. It's Sam Adams' summer ale season. I love the summer ale. (laughs) Summertime's here. I like the citrus. Crisp and refreshing. It's light. It's not too hoppy. The grains of paradise add a nice little spice to the beer. Smooth, refreshing. It's summertime. Time for Sam Adams' summer ale. It's perfect. It'd be great for cookouts, spending some time outdoors. This is the experience for a Sam Adams summer. I could drink that all summer long. It's really a good beer. It really is. Definitely a good summer beer. Brewed especially for summer. Sam Adams' summer ale. Boss beer. Pretty boss man. Safe responsibly. Hey, it's Bob Sturm here. I love to keep updated on the newest technology in the market. My new friends at Global Asset believe technology is like a road. When it's new and right, you barely notice it. It gets your business where it needs to be smoothly and effortlessly. But when technology is old and broken, it slows down your business and frustrates your people. Does technology have you at a standstill? Global Asset can put you back in the fast lane. You don't have to struggle with outdated clunky systems, software, and security. Call Global Asset. They can get you off that two-lane blacktop and merged onto the thriving superhighway. Don't waste another day with slow networks, unreliable servers, and weak wireless. 
Call Global Asset, whether you work with desktops, laptops, mobile, or all of the above. Their experienced team can give your people the tools they need to put your business into overdrive. Call Global Asset today at 972-695-8650 or go to globalassetonline.com. Take your business to the next level with your true IT partner, Global Asset. Global Asset is an HP provider. Attention P1s. At GMC, we've been thinking. A pitcher who can paint the corners is known as a Rembrandt. It takes years for him to perfect, and everyone loves watching him work. But why? A strike is a strike anywhere in the zone. Maybe people just appreciate that kind of accuracy, that kind of precision. After a while, it becomes part of your movement. It becomes part of you. At GMC, we get that. Our GMC Denali lineup is all about creating a masterpiece of excellence in every truck crossover and SUV we build. It means delivering premium materials and purposeful design. It's how GMC moves you consistently with precision. While everyone has their fastball, not everyone can deliver a 95-mile-an-hour Rembrandt. The 2015 GMC Denali lineup. This is precision. This is GMC. Welcome to the show. See your North Texas GMC dealers. Look, honey, this ad says we can get a new air conditioning unit for only $1,500. That's incredible. Let's get it now. Enjoy. Wait, wait, wait. You didn't think we'd install it for that price, did (laughs) you? There you go, folks. In this business, if it sounds too good to be true, well, then it probably is. I'm Jeff Stewart with Reliant Air Conditioning, and if you're tired of crazy gimmicks, give us a call. Our techs don't work on commission, and we don't do high-pressure sales. Right now, with Carrier's Cool Cash, you can save over $3,500 on a new Infinity system. Plus, you might also qualify for an additional $1,000 off from your utility provider. So call the other guys first, and then call Reliant Air Conditioning, and you'll see how we've been gimmick-free since 83. Our number's 877-YOUR-HERO. That's 877-968-7437 or RelyingAirConditioning.com. Mike Saroy here to tell you about my family member, Bob Saroy at Classique Jewelers in Frisco. It is anniversary and bridal season, and just for the Ticket P1s, Classique Jewelers got 15% off all anniversary and bridal settings. They also got 20% off all men's wedding bands, 20% off. Go see Classique. Tell them you heard it on the ticket for these great deals. If you live in the Frisco area, Plano, North Dallas, don't go to those other discount dealers when you can go to the best and still get the best deal. That is Classique Jewelers in Frisco, Lebanon Road, just west of the tollway. Tell them your boy Saroy sent you. Yup. The Dallas Charge, the newest team in the National Pro Fast Pitch League, opens its season on Wednesday, June 3rd at the ball fields at Craig Ranch in McKinney. See the Dallas Charge. Take on the Pennsylvania Rebellion. For tickets and official Dallas Charge gear, visit DallasCharge.com. Let's get charged up. Ready for the superior light beer? Make sure you choose Michelob Ultra. Michelob Ultra is the official beer of the PGA Tour and a proud sponsor of the AT&T Byron Nelson Championship. Michelob Ultra, the superior light beer. Always drink responsibly. 
Rangers in a slugfest with Cleveland right now. This ticker is service of City Credit Union. It's 7-7 seven to seven in the bottom of the fourth inning. Cleveland with one out and two on thus far. The Rangers posted a four spot in the third inning thanks to a two-run single from Mitch Moreland and a two-run double from Elvis Andrus to give the Rangers the lead and chase Indians starter Sean Markham. The Indians tied it up with two RBI sacrifices in the bottom of the third. Alex Claudio is on in relief of Rangers starter Phil Klein. In other baseball news, lefties Oriole, I mean Orioles lefty reliever Brian Mattis has been suspended for eight games by the MLB for having a foreign substance on his arm during a Saturday's game against Miami. He's the second pitcher in as many weeks to draw that punishment. And the Warriors can clinch a spot in the NBA Finals with a win tonight. Game four of the West Finals at home against Houston. Golden State coach Steve Kerr loves him some Steph Curry. Steph was Steph. He's the MVP. I mean, he's had a, a brilliant season. The shooting... It's hard to describe because I I don't think we've ever seen anybody shoot the ball the way Steph does. Tip-off tonight is at 8 p.m. That's the Ticket Ticker. I'm Carlos Leal on Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. Some P1s think soccer coverage gets a kick in the balls around here. Our dedicated talk show full of soccer HSOs, The Kick Around, is on tomorrow afternoon from 2 till 4 on Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. It's 4.53 on the Shake Joint as we fill in for the hard line this Memorial Day. Thanks to one and all being by the channel. Thanks to those who serve in our military. And we are putting out the call right now to those military P1s. Coming up at 5.10, we want to take your calls. We want to hear about your career. We want to hear about some of the amusing stories that have stemmed from that military career. We want the funny. Because there's plenty of funny stories in the military. Oh, there's a ton. Simply by having brother and friends who uh, were were slash are, I guess you're kind of always are if it's a Marine. They never say former, right? True, yeah, I guess so. So if you want some airtime on this Memorial Day, servicemen and women, 888-787-1310, 888-787-1310. We'll like if you've ever, Call in now, though. Get in. Yeah, if you've ever seen someone throw up and have to eat it, we want to hear about that. Something along that line. If you ever saw someone... Uh, pee in their fatigues and have to continue to wear them. If you ever saw, like, uh, if you ever learned about how Afghan Afghani people uh, wipe themselves, and it's different from how you wipe <laughs> yourself, that is what we need. At 510, so get in now. Killers waiting to take your call with bated breath. we got to talk a little NBA right now, though, because, listen... Both of these conference finals are very one-sided. It's going to be Cleveland, going to be Golden State in the finals. And I think we're all happy with that. We're going to get the MVP against the other MVP, LeBron and Steph Curry. But along the way, you have the Western Conference Finals and Eastern Conference Finals splitting away from each other. In the West, that's going to ESPN. They're getting the rights to those games, and they're doing their you know pre-halftime and post-game, and it is what it is. But, man, TNT is the best. It's, it's not close. I, it's it's the best pre-halftime and post-game there is in maybe the history of television. I don't care for any, you know, NFL pre-game show. I don't care for anything you've seen, like anything on MLB Network, NFL Network, you name it. I don't want to watch any of that. To me, it's a lot of nonsense and a lot of talking head. College game day is okay just for the bit factor of signs. That's about it. But, man, NBA on TNT delivers time and time again. It really does. And um, let's see here. I want to start with something from the other night. Now, let's all say this together. Carlos has had to deal with this. Sean's had to deal with this. Mm -hmm. It is Matthew 
Della Vadova. Della Vadova. And if you say it slowly like that, it's not really the most challenging name in the world. But when you're reading or you're it's having to say it in Della Vadova conversation, sure. Della Vadova. Precipice. Right? Exactly like precipice. <laughs> now, you're right. When you get heated and you're talking fast, maybe it can be a little tough to say. Hmm? Let's start with Charles from the other night. We played this once on Bad Radio, but before we get into some of the stuff from last night, um, here's from the other see, night. See, I know LeBron could beat you. I, I've seen him get 30 points in, a, in 30 straight points in an Eastern Conference final okay. game against the Detroit okay. Pistons. I've seen him score on many occasions for the Miami Heat. I have not seen... J.R. Smith play like that for four games in an NBA conference yep. fight. I have not seen uh, Della Dover. Okay, now you will notice that Kenny Anderson has gone with the verbal punt of Della Dova, not Della Vadova. Kenny Smith. Uh, what did I say, Kenny Anderson? It's Kenny yeah. Smith. He's got. He's shortened it down to the halftime syllable of just Della Dova. Just call him Dova. Or Deli. Yeah. I prefer Deli. Okay. Deli V, Deli D, Matty D. But if you're going to take an attempt at his last name, just get it right. Don't Della Dova me. Della Dover, shoot the back. Della Dover. Della De- Vadova. Now, Della Dover. his name, fool. It's not his name, fool. Now, Della Dover is bad. Let's see what Chuck can do with this. Della Dover, shoot the basketball the way he did to get to this yeah, series well, on a consistent well, basis. All I will make those guys. No, I will make those guys beat me. And if see. they do, I will shake their hand. But if LeBron James get 40, he will beat you. Well, see, and I disagree with you on that one. You got to let, let him right. play one-on-one? I'm going to let him play one-on-one. Yes, I will, too. I'm going to let – because, JR, you, if, if you start doubling LeBron and rotating, he makes Della Vadova. Because Della Vadova – oh, forget on the case of his name. <laughs> <laughs> he he kind of plays – The worst part is he got it right once. He yeah. has yeah. it the first, first time, time yeah. through, yeah. He makes Della Vadova. I mean, it's with gravy mouth, but he still got it. Mm-hmm. He makes Della Vadova. All right, just stop there, Chuck. No, no. Della Vadova. He kind of plays just oh. like Cal Corbett. He really doesn't get his own shot. All right, now, on the topic of Matthew Della Vadova, he was a bit of a hot-button topic last night and today in NBA conversations because sure. he went for a loose ball with about – 20 seconds left in the second quarter last night and rolled into Al Horford's ankles. And Al Horford cocked up one of the most insane elbows I've seen thrown in an NBA game, but he didn't connect. He was trying to go people's elbow. If he would have connected, I think he would have killed Tom York lookalike Matthew <laughs> Della Vadova. And uh, Lunch Paul in... Uh, what- Dude, you want to hear Lunch Pail? Yes. Now... This is five minutes long. We can't play all of it. But this is from the halftime show last night. Now, this had happened right before halftime, so it was fresh in their minds. They bring back up something that happened game two, which I never thought twice about. When Kyle Korver left the game, it was a similar situation where Della Vadova dove for a loose ball. Korver dove for a loose ball, Mm -hmm. and he just kind of rolled into his leg a little bit. It's a hustle play. To me, it's not only a hustle play. It happens. And Kyle Korver's injured. Not one person said at that time, that's a dirty play. Now, in the hindsight of what happened last night with Horford, people are talking about it. But then they think back to what happened in the Chicago series, if you remember. I think it was Gibson, who uh, Della Vadova sort of leg-locked yeah. and pulled him to the ground. And that was kind of a – it wasn't necessarily a dirty play. It he was just, just rolled over the figure four. Yeah, and it was a he, – he deserved – probably they each should have got flagrant ones, but yeah. – 
it, what ended up happening was Gibson got the flagrant two, got ejected. Della Vadova didn't. But now they're having this conversation so about, like, is he a dirty player? Missed some of that first half. LeBron James was ice cold, started the game 0 for 10. Al Horford, 14 points in the first half. Matthew Dellavedova, 14 in the first half. Ernie Nelson. Ernie's got it, yeah, okay, right? Come on. Bro. And it was their run-in in the second quarter, which led to the ejection of Al Horford for a flagrant two. Reactions. Well, Ernie, I, I, when you, okay, Ernie, okay, when, okay. Ernie, when you dive for the ball close to a player, it's a 50% chance something will happen. Sprain knee, sprain ankle. It's similar to when a guy is shooting a jump shot and you come under his space. It's a 50% chance that he will land on your foot and sprain his ankle. Al Horford figured, hey, you did my guy like this the other day. You're trying to do this on purpose. He touched him up a little bit with the elbow, just a little bit, but not enough to get the flagrant two. He got screwed on that call. Uh, you know what, Shaq? By the way, Horford got ejected is what they're saying. Yeah. Because he didn't make flush contact. I- I'll give him a pass. Yeah, but he didn't even throw it. Oh, he, he loaded it up. He loaded it up, Oh, Shaq. stop it. Come on, stop man. It. He did. Stop but it. I- I- He's I not would... even that type of player. It-, it was a dirty play, but he missed it, to be honest with you. Now, if he made a, a contact on somebody's head, that's a flagrant two. He should have got a flavor one in that situation. Thank you. What, what makes it a bad call, Ernie, is that you gave Deladova a. a- he, see, he he's not even trying anymore. He's yeah. just going to stick That's with what Deladova. That's what you yeah. gave Deladova a, a technical. Exactly. Because then you think that his act had some malicious intent to it. So now, have you seen this play? Yes. Do you, that's the confusing part is they give Deladova a technical. So if you give a guy a technical, why are you giving. Well, yeah, but if you're giving him a technical, why are you giving another guy a flagrant two for that response action? I mean, you're basically saying that what Della Vadova did was dirty, which means, in my mind, you shouldn't be ejecting Al Horford. Yeah. I he, mean, they shouldn't they're be giving right. it, it's, it's a one. It's a flagrant one in and my the mind because he is, did go for his head. He went for his head. He should have got a flagrant one. He didn't connect. But he also, Della Vadova, if you haven't seen this play, you have to find it. Rarely do you see an NBA player get an elbow thrown at their head and immediately stand up and look at the ref. Like, Della Vadova wanted no parts of Al Horford in that situation. Why would you? Al Horford's like 6'10". But Al Horford's on the ground, and Della Vadova gets up, and before he even looks really at, he doesn't say a word to Horford. He looks right at the ref no like, way. did you see what just happened there? Now, somewhere in here they start talking about how this is just the way Della Vadova plays. So it's like, basically by being a less than premium elite athlete you can mean what made it the bad call was the technical on Delanova. Oh, say- Delanova now. <laughs> Villanova. Yeah, you're closer to a college in Philadelphia than you are an NBA. <laughs> to me what made it the bad call was the technical on Delanova. Oh, say- I don't know what I don't know what the technical for Delavadova was. Because we, we, he ran into no, it. We no, haven't, we haven't heard no, he didn't I, curse. I, I, he didn't curse. No, no. I think I think all the trash talk is why they call yeah, it. You think Delanova was talking trash? <laughs> just rushing through it that I time. Think all the trash talk is why they call yeah, it. You think Delanova was talking trash? Delanova. Sounds like a premium brand of bottled water. I think all the trash talk is why they call it. You think Delanova was talking trash afterwards and got technical? Yeah, when the guy tried to hit him. But that's because they thought he's doing this twice. And they're doing that's the only no, reason I, think, he got I, I, first of all, I don't think Delanova. When you roll into somebody's then, then leg, there's a 50% then chance to be flagrant. If they thought he was rolling no, up on no. people on purpose, then it would have been a flagrant. And I don't think. All right, here we go. And I don't think he's trying to. And I know that he got the technical for the elbow. Flagrant two is a bad call. Especially I thought it was going to be a one. I didn't think it was going to be a two. Especially in this situation, I would have called a flagrant one. Let's go back to the Kyle Corbett play on 
uh, Game 2 Friday. All right, now here, listen to this at the very end. You hear that this is a mini-voice presentation, obviously. Like mm-hmm. I said, the NBA on TNT is TV's wider day doesn't suck. Here, right. Listen to the end of it here, and they all start elbowing one another. <laughs> Neither one of those guys are dirty players. Al Horford's been a, been a, an eternity since he's had a, a flavor but foul I, of any type. But in fairness, it's I think the, the game, entire buddy. Atlanta Hawks, Al Horford is not a dirty player either, I agree with you. But they are totally frustrated because... The Hawks should be up 10 points, Ernie. If one of my big guys didn't let him know when he came through the lane next time, if he did that to me, yeah, I'm yeah, hey, doing it. I'm 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 doing Okay, Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite drop okay, of this whole Ernie. thing. Okay, Ernie. Okay, Ernie. Now I have one more short clip from you or for you. This is from the post game last night. Now we talked about earlier in the show how after LeBron and the Cavs, after the Le- the LeBrons uh, <laughs> defended the three, um, Shelvin Mack had two looks at the three. One of them was real clean from the corner. It would have tied the game. Uh, after they defended that, LeBron kind of collapsed, and he had been dealing with back issues, knee injuries. Um, I think he was kind of sick, and he just kind of laid there for a second. And they start talking about that here. They they start with the replay of Mac and his open look at three from the corner, and the wonder that is Charles Barkley. I, I would have loved cash. to see a double overtime. Yeah, here. yeah I thought that was cash. Seven a big time player. Yeah. But you yeah. saw James on the on the floor, bad back, yeah. bad knee, he bad is, whatever. He is totally exhausted. I got to get. I'm on. We got to hydrate me and him tonight. He's gonna be doing it with Gatorade. I'm gonna be doing it with Tito. Uh, <laughs> but we both gonna get hydrated. LeBron. <laughs> That's so great. He's just doing like impromptu spots Spots illegally for a for a liquor company in the middle of a post game show. He he will always have that job. I should always have that. We got to hydrate me and him tonight. He's gonna be doing it with Gatorade. I'm gonna be doing it with Tito. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Tito. I love the Chuckster. All right, there it is. There's a little TNT barbershop chaos. Okay, coming up next, it's Memorial Day. We need P1 military phonage. Call in with your amusing tales. 888-787-1310, 888-787-1310. 888-787-1310, 888-787-1310. This is Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. KTCK AM, Dallas, Fort Worth. KTCK FM, Flower Mound. Accumulus Station. Spend your Memorial Day Monday with The Ticket team. You've got an extended weekend? So we've extended our weekend to Soup to Saroy, 6 to 10. Justin and the Machine, 10 till noon. The Kick Around, noon till 3. And the Shake Joint, 3 till 7. Fly your flag, fire up the grill, and be a proud P1 on Memorial Day with Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. Wendy's presents Red in What's Her Dill? You guys, this crispy dill chicken sandwich from Wendy's is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's a dollar forty nine, which is like a pretty great dill. And like I love that it's crispy dill. Yes, a buck forty nine. It's a great dill on deal, no? Sounds like we all love dill. Dill. Pickles. Totally. Exactly. Wendy's new crispy dill chicken piled with eight zingy pickles and creamy cucumber dill sauce for just a buck forty nine. Now that's better. 
At participating Wendy's for a limited time. Prices and participation may vary. Hey now, it's Mike Reiner of the Hardline here. You've worked hard to keep your credit rating good for years, but now the economy is taking it from pristine to pretty darn bad in no time. The last time you needed a car, credit wasn't even a consideration. This time around, it could be a limitation, but not if you call Autoflex 2. Autoflex 2 is the division of Autoflex leasing started because sometimes bad credit happens to good people like you. Autoflex 2 has specialists experienced in helping people through the rough times while they rebuild their credit. They will give you choices in the car you pick out, not limitations. Autoflex 2 has helped thousands of people find the best way to get back on the road while their credit is on the road to recovery. Give Autoflex a call today at either 817 or 972, then 234 1234. You can also reach them online at autoflex.com. Autoflex 2. Drive the car you want at payments you can afford. You need a plumber ASAP, and in the Metroplex, there are plenty to choose from, but none of them are Cohen Plumbing. Here's just a few more of the many reasons to call Cohen Plumbing. First up, they show up prepared for any plumbing emergency. Their vans are ready for anything, and so are they. Cohen Plumbing is also environmentally conscious, which can actually reduce your future energy costs, and they'll be glad to explain how. They've got an excellent Better Business Bureau rating. You can genuinely trust Cohen Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. Online at Cohen, that's K-O-E-N, plumbing.com. Whirly Ball is much more than just Whirly Ball. Get ready to play. It's laser tag, arcade games, food, beer, and a goal-scoring guaranteed good time. For groups, corporate outings, and birthday parties that are packed with electric fun, there's Whirly Ball in Plano and the Mid-Cities. Schedule your next group outing and visit whirlyball.info. That's whirlyball.info. Test your skills. Test your skills. And score big at Whirly Ball. Game over. Please exit the arena. Hey, P1s, this is P1 Mosquito Steve, and I know more about residential mosquitoes than anyone in Dallas. I've dedicated more than a decade of my life to researching residential mosquitoes. I've had as many as 900 mosquito bites in one night just to determine the most effective products. True story. I have natural products that work better than the toxic ones. I am ready to help you enjoy your backyard this summer by making it mosquito-free. At Mosquito Steve, we are constantly developing and improving methods for getting rid of mosquitoes. Our latest creation is the Mosquito Steve Mister that covers the typical backyard for under $1,000. This is a fraction of the cost of my competitors, and guess what? My systems work. I'm so confident that you will love this product that after two weeks, if you aren't happy with the system, we'll take it back and give you a full refund. So call me, Mosquito Steve, today at 214-520-0041. See what people are saying about us on Facebook or check out my website, MosquitoSteve.com. That's MosquitoSteve.com. Don't let mosquitoes ruin your summer. Contact us today. Rangers and Indians squaring off at Jacobs Field. This ticker is service of Whirly Ball, Laser World, and American Legend Homes. It is 7-7 in the top of the sixth inning as the Rangers just coming up to bat. Mitch Moreland leading off for the Rangers. Rangers reliever Alex Claudio got out of a two-on-two-out jam in the bottom of the fourth inning to preserve the tie. Nick Hagedone is pitching for the Tribe. Josh Hamilton is 0-2 with two strikeouts and a walk in his debut. The Chicago Bears have released troubled defensive end Ray McDonald following a domestic violence arrest in Northern California today. Police say the charge stemmed from McDonald assaulting a woman who was holding a baby. In December, the 49ers released McDonald following a separate domestic violence incident last August. 
NHL West Finals go to the pivotal game five tonight in Anaheim. The Ducks, who have not lost a playoff game in regulation, go for a 3-2 lead over the Blackhawks, who have four overtime wins this postseason. That's the Ticket Ticker. I'm Carlos Leal on Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. All the ticket guys and you at the Byron Nelson Championship for Guys Night Out this Thursday, 3 till 8. It's free to get in and free to park. Check out theticket.com for more. Brought to you by PM Stanley Motor Cars, Great Goose Vodka, Macho Self Storage, and Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. All right, it's 512 here on Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. Happy Memorial Day. This is the Shake Joint filling in for the hard line, sort of. You can typically find us. Sunday morning, 8 to 11 here on the ticket. Uh, we're going to be with you until 7 o'clock tonight. And then what, Rotten Radio? What are you doing? Uh, we're going to Yahoo. Oh, man. We can't even get Rotten Radio on a Memorial Day. You could have just lied to us. Yeah. We'd oh, feel yeah, a lot we're better. going to Rotten Radio. It's going to be go. great. Awesome. You're not even going to believe it. Coming up here in uh, about 20 minutes, we'll do a little bit more on the other side of the NBA bracket. Maybe check in on Chandler Parsons. Uh, feed the rumor mill of Ty Lawson and the Mavericks. But, uh, Got a juicy Mavs rumor out there. Yeah, and then uh, at 5.50 we'll sift through that shake, a little audio bag, including uh, rough day <laughs> rough day in MLB today is uh, a certain pitcher might have posted the worst outing in the history of <laughs> baseball uh, in one inning. But um, right now we're going to do a little bit of, uh, of military sort of talk. Now here's my angle on this. Um, I have one of my best friends um, – High school, middle school buddies, high school played football together, college lived together. He is a Marine. He has done two tours Iraq, one tour Afghanistan, yeah. been to Japan. My younger brother is a, an officer in the Marines. He's in 29 Palms, California right now. He'll be deploying probably, probably to Iraq sometime at the end of the Man. year. And uh, once he went through uh, what was called OCS – um, officer candidacy school and then TBS, which was uh, you know for people that had already gone through, he would come home and he would tell me these insane, insane stories. And he hasn't even been deployed. And he's a college football player too, so you right. would think in that environment you would get a number right. of insane stories. And the but... similarities are there in that, but it's obviously way, way, way more severe when you're in the military, which is just that you have ninety eight percent males, right. Who are in very, very tough, stress, uh, stressful situations. Physical, mental, emotional stress is at a height. Uh, you are, you're going weeks at a time where you're not really allowed to relax. And what you get out of that, just like in any really dire situation, is you'll have situations come up that you have to make comedy out of. And it, some of the stories he's told me about those times in OCS are some of the funniest things I've ever heard. You have to let off steam or you're going to go crazy. And it you get funny stories. So And, and before we get going here, we should say, look, we understand it's Memorial Day. We know that this is a day of reflection and remembrance. And hey, listen, both of my grandfathers were in the Army. You know, my grandfather on my dad's side was a paratrooper. And, uh, you know, my granddad on my mom's side was an you know, he was infantry. I mean, look, I get it. I'm glad that they survived those wars in Korea and World War II and that I'm here today. And a lot of their friends didn't. And, and we get the fact that, yes, Memorial Day is about remembering those. This isn't Veterans Day, but 
it would be nice to have a little levity and hear some funny military stories on a day like this. So if you have some, I could tell you some from uh, from his. If you want to call 888-787-1310 on Twitter, he's sbass1310. I'm at not Jack Kemp. I hate giving our Twitter handles out on the air. Yeah, I do too. I really can't stand when people do that. But this is one of the few times um, that we need that. And I also have a uh, – there was a Reddit thread for uh, active and veterans that was just – What's the best, weirdest, funniest punishment you've ever seen handed down by a superior in the military? We have those as well. Okay, well, but again, we would prefer your calls, 888-787-1310. And we got one out of the shoot. Let's go to Luke and Saxy, who is a member of the Army National Guard. First off, thanks for your service, Luke. Hey, Sean, Jake, uh, good, good evening. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. What do we have? What uh, What happened to you? Well, um, I have I got deployed twice. I got deployed once to Iraq for 18 months, and then I got deployed to Afghanistan for 16 uh, just within the past couple of years. Um, and and half, of, half of all that was voluntary. I stayed on after an initial deployment. Uh, my first time in Iraq, I was like a, just a, a convoy commander, uh, and a, then I worked in a, in a brigade shop. And my, my time in Afghanistan was a little bit more interesting because I was what was known as a Department of Public Works officer in charge for a place called Camp Eggers in Kabul. Okay. Um, and one of the things that I was in charge of was uh, facilities maintenance and camp construction. Uh, a lot of times the people would need to get things fixed. You know, they would call, hey, what do I need to do? You know, hey, you need to call the service desk or, hey, I'd like to get something built or something stalled. We'd either, you know, hey, you need to turn in a work order. We review it. And then we'd either say, you know, we'd either forward it on the floor or we'd say, sorry, we can't do that floor, can't do that, like they can't make shelves. Luke, real quick, isn't that more of a choice gig than, than some, what other people had to do? I mean, you're sort of, uh, you know, you're, you're providing a service for those over there as opposed to being on the front line. That, that's got to be better, right? Uh, and, and, yes, I, and I will say that, yeah, I wasn't uh, – I was more. I was. I was in the fob. I was definitely not on the front lines, and so I mean, in a sense, I was supporting. And I didn't volunteer for it. Uh-huh. Uh, that's what I was given. Uh, in Iraq, I was on some convoys, but I mean, really, nothing happened. Uh, you know, I did have a. I did have an incident where I was uh, having to take a convoy, um, where uh, we were going to a place called. Uh, I was stationed at a place called Talil, and we were going to a place called Biop. And along the way, one of our vehicles spots uh, a suspicious-looking object on the side of the road. Well, my convoy uh, mentor, who was teaching me to do convoy commanding stuff, uh, he, he takes a quick look at it. Not, this isn't the protocol, so, but it, it was a funny story. He, he gets up, he looks at it, and he goes, I got it. And so he gets out of the truck, uh, and, he, and he goes over to it, and he takes a look at it. And uh, he examines it, and then after a little bit, he decides to test it. So he bends down and he picks up a, a BFR, a big effing rock, <laughs> and it at it. See, hold on, hold on, real quick. That alone is funny to yes. me. That you have in military protocol that you have an acronym for big effing rock. <laughs> you have an acronym for everything. All right, I, sorry, I, man. That, that, that's my that's my platoon sergeant. Who? Oh my god, he had he had a great story too. Um, but he. Uh, but anyway, that thing that I hit, that he hit. Uh, it was just a piece of metal from something. Nothing happened, but it still made me go. It still made me jump a little bit. I'm like, dude. And then we, we continued on, and we we had our, uh, you know, we had our, uh, uh, you know, we we went on with no real incident, uh, which we were fortunate because there was an area that we passed by, which I knew about, that had an incident happen the day we were going, the day we were at our fob, and then the day we were coming back. But all that happened before we ever got there. 
So we, I mean, in a, in a sense, I was fortunate, and I'm glad that nothing ever happened. Well, Amen. So. Luke, we appreciate you, man. Take care, man. Happy Memorial Day. Thanks for checking in. You want to go to Nick? Yeah, let's go to Nick out in Irving, a Army product from Fort Bliss. What's up? Hey, guys. Um, I, I, I don't even know where to begin with this story. <laughs> I'll just start from... Uh, start wherever, sitting, my friend. Sitting in uh, Humvee, we were in our formation about to drive our convoy back from the field. We'd been out there for like 30 days or so. And we had been sitting there for hours. I think it was about four hours just sitting in the vehicle wondering why we haven't left yet. And it had turned out that there was this lieutenant. It had been here for probably two months, not even two months, like maybe a month and a half. And he had been issued an M9. Well, he had to go to the bathroom before we could go. And we were conveniently placed by Porta Johns. This uh, young lieutenant had dropped his M9 in a Porta John oh, that no. I swear to you is the most used Porta John that has ever existed. Oh, man. And so we waited on lockdown for probably another two or three hours waiting for him to dig it out. And our sergeant major, who's, I mean, technically not higher ranked than him, was just going in on him, yelling at him, hey, you better dig that M9 out of the Porta John and yelling all these horrible Horrible words I can't say on the radio. It was really, really funny. Let me ask you this. And, and Let me ask you this, Nick. So the lieutenant was a new guy. So was he immediately embraced by everybody, or was he still in that process of becoming one of the one of the crew? Uh, he was definitely not embraced. Okay. And to the, and this was this was my first field exercise I'd done, which was about a year ago. So he has still not been embraced till this day because of that. He, Everybody in the entire brigade, which was like maybe 8,000 people, were on lockdown in the field and couldn't go home because of him. You can't just <laughs> leave an M9 in the toilet. Man, I, pre- I, th- I, feel- I appreciate your call, Nick. I feel like that's one of the best things about these is that because uh, there is such a effort to instill the idea that you're all together – that when one person screws something up, yes. I mean, it is the everyone pay for it. Like, you get a little bit of that, like, in high school football. Oh, yeah. That if you don't finish, we're all doing it again. If you don't get here, if, if you can't finish your 112, we're all doing it again. You get ostracized. But, yeah, you do turn into, and, and like I said, off the, whenever we were mixing with the kick around, among the things that my that my brother came home with from OCS with the first time is that and a lot of these things do have to do with bathroom. I mean... How you're going to uh, vacate your system is a very serious challenge, and that's one reason I would do very poorly. One reason among the hundreds. Well, you do that business more than once a day, from what I understand. We've had conversations in the past. You're you're more than regular, right? Do I deuce more than once a day? Is that what you're asking me? We've talked about this on the air before. Absolutely. I do it once a day here. Yeah, up on five. You got to do it on five. I don't care. Yeah, I'd do it in here if we had a <laughs> just. Just a, just a hole in the corner. Yeah, see, I just don't get that. Maybe that is one reason I would do better than you, maybe. Because I don't care. I'll go anywhere. But I need to go like when I need to go. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. no there's no holders. There's very little <laughs> of that. But, yeah, he had a uh, – and they were out in uh, Quantico, Virginia. Because so, he, he came on shortly after he wrapped that up. He was on yeah. our show about a year, a year and a half ago. Yeah, and he told us the story of being out running through the woods – like a seven-mile run or something in the rain, and there was a kid, and you can't stop. There is no stopping. There is no ducking off to the side. And he just he couldn't hold it. Oh, 
And he did the dirty business on himself while running. Mm. And he tried to sneak off like late one night when they got back to wash his uh, fatigues. Like in the river? Uh, I don't know. I think it might have just been like he was trying to wash them in their uh, like their company laundry area, but it, okay. like on, on the late night, and he got caught. <laughs> and they made him uh, wear those same fatigues like before they had been washed for another week. Oh my god! And anytime they were about to head out anywhere, he uh, they were privates at that point, and he would they would the company commander would ask him, "Are you going to be able to make it, Private <laughs> Poopy Pants?" Every time. Surprised they didn't give him a diaper or some yeah. sort of. And, Adult on, diaper. and on that Reddit, uh, for uh, you know, embarrassing military punishments, there was like, you know, there's a story about a guy who had been yelled at so many times that finally, for being late, never being on time, never being dressed to standard, that he was late so many times that his uh, superior said, "I'm not, I'm not going to yell at you anymore. Hold on, I'll be right back." And brought him back like the type of tree that you would get as a fifth grader on Arbor Day. Like the tiny little, like, like a little, six inch, like a little bonsai, or yeah. Whatever. And told him from now on, you have to keep this tree alive. You'll carry it wherever you go. It's part of your uniform now. Um, you will take it to chow. You'll take it to work. If someone asks you why you're carrying this effing tree around, you will tell them it is to replace the oxygen that I stole from someone else. <laughs> That's pretty good. Well, I mean, you just hear stuff like that, and it's like you have to come to the realization that you are not cut out for that. I would not do well in the military. I think many of us up here would not do well in the military. Uh, just, you think? Just being the type of people we are. I'm sure that some of us could probably conform to it and figure it out, but I am not that person. Man, I had just received one via Twitter that I'm not sure if I want to read or not. <laughs> it's so yeah. vulgar. Is there a way to dance around tell it? Us. Tell uh, us. Tell us. I'm not going to tell me who, who, who sent it to me. It okay. involves uh, being there for the... 10-day run in 03 whenever they were knocking down the Saddam. Right. The statue. Said a friend of mine blanked one out in Saddam's castle. Oh, he had a combat jack. There you go. They uh they detailed that in the great G- HBO. Generation Kill. G-Kill, yeah. Yeah. Uh, did it. That was a point of pride because, you know, I'm sure if you're over in that situation where it is dire and it's dicey, that your body probably shuts down for a long time. You probably... Couldn't work one up. You probably couldn't work one up if you wanted to. Over you there. think so? You don't think it goes the other way where you just you see like a uh, the back of a pig and you like start no quagmire. Maybe for some young men, but Fresh I, don't know. I mean, you got a lot of nineteen year olds over there, dude, that are peak T. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but know. he said this dude went on and knocked it off in the uh, inside a castle, and when asked why he did it, he just said, "Who else can say that they just did that?" And there's <laughs> no way you world can, leader. And you don't clean that up, right? What are you gonna, you're going to burn the thing down. Yeah, exactly. Who cares? Man. Well, again, we don't want to be insensitive about Memorial Day, but there are some funny military stories out there. And if you called in, thank you for that. And if you've been serving or if you've served or currently served, thank you so much for your service because, man, there are those of us out there that fully admit we cannot do what you do. Man, I'm freaked out. I'm freaked out about my brother going. Oh my I'm I mean, I've known freaked it was, out for you. I've known it was coming for a long time. But it's still something that, you know, it doesn't – there's really no way to prepare yourself or simulate that that's about to happen. And yeah. so it's all right. Well, now we've got, you know, six or nine months or whatever of this. And uh, I don't know. I guess the good thing he does, he doesn't have, um, you know, family outside of us. Because my buddy um, that we were referencing, he's got wife, kid, you know, yeah. and then they'll just call and be like, hey, now it's time for you to go again. I worry about Joe. Love Joe. Boy. 
Hmm. I feel bad for you, dude. I feel bad for your mom too. Yeah, I mean, hey, That's, like I said, you knew you know it's coming, but there's just really no way to mentally. And he fully... and he wants to go. I mean, this is his own. That part helps. He yeah. is all the way in. All right, so it's Memorial Day coming up next. We talk sports. We talk NBA. Let's talk Dubs Rockets. That series should end tonight. And some Maverick issues next. Keep your M9 out of the porta potty. Listen. Listen to the ticket all day long. Are you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. You don't want to be missing any of the good stuff your friends are always talking about. I damn sure don't want them looking at my stuff. Big name guest stuff. Funny bit stuff. Some weird stuff from sports. Hot sports opinion stuff. Oreo double stuff. Now this is fun stuff. It's scary, but it's fun stuff. It's all good stuff all day long on Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM. The ticket. The Home Depot has the next grill four-burner gas grill at Memorial Day savings of only $199, a $399 value. So, let's bring the heat. Sear steaks perfectly with the side sear burner. Roast with a rotisserie and go from zero to 24 burgers faster than your neighbor can say, thank you, sir. May I have another? Let's do this. With the next grill four-burner gas grill right now, just $199 at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing, while supplies last U.S. only. It's Sam Adams Summer Ale season. I love the summer ale. <laughs> <laughs> Summertime's here. I like the citrus. Crisp and refreshing. It's light. It's not too hoppy. The grains of paradise add a nice little spice to the beer. Smooth, refreshing. It's summertime. Time for Sam Adams Summer Ale. It's perfect. It'd be great for cookouts, spending some time outdoors. This is the experience for a Sam Adams Summer. I could drink that all summer long. It's really a good beer. It really is. Definitely a good summer beer. Brewed especially for summer. Sam Adams Summer Ale. Boss Beer Company, Boston Man, safe responsibly. Two days ago, Jeff McDonald posted the following. Just watched the sunrise from above the clouds. So stoked. Jeff got 19 likes and 7 comments. Not bad, Jeff. Geico has a comment to add that may make you even more stoked. In just 15 minutes, you could save hundreds of dollars on car insurance by switching to Geico. And if that doesn't put your head above the clouds, you'll have the extra money to scale a peak that will. Hashtag on cloud nine. Hashtag savings. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Hey, it's the Musers here with some exciting news from our friends at DNM Leasing. The people have spoken, and Dealer Raider has named DNM Leasing the 2015 Leasing Company of the Year for the state of Texas and the entire United States. Remember, DNM Leasing is the only place you can get the easy lease. Get the lowest rates available on a consumer lease with no early termination fees or penalties. Make no down payment and save up to 40 to 50% each month compared to buying a vehicle. They'll even deliver your new vehicle to your home or office. And don't forget, DNM Leasing also specializes in commercial leasing. Whether it's one vehicle, a fleet, or almost any type of heavy equipment needed, DNM Leasing can customize a commercial lease program with highly competitive pricing at an exceptional level of service. Call DNM Leasing today. Any local area code and in 35 lease. That's 35-LEASE or visit dmautoleasing.com. The Diamond Talk after every weeknight Rangers home game with Seabass and Ty Walker. Live from the Texas Land and Cattle near the ballpark and on Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. He will be the answer, Steph Curry. 531, Shake Joint. You normally hear us Sunday morning from 8 to 11. Our normal post, but today we're in for the hard line. Big JV day on this Memorial Day. Thanks to those military members that called in last segment to give their amusing stories from the field. Coming up at 5.50, sift through that shake, including 
one really bad day for a veteran pitcher, and we have an arrest of a former 49er that has smacked around women before and has done it again. Yeah, that's odd that he didn't just stop doing it. Yeah, it is odd. We planned on Diamond Talk at 610, but right now the Rangers and Indians are playing in the bottom of the sixth. I doubt that one will be done, but now you got Tanner Shepherds on. With two on and one out, relieving Alex Claudio facing Nick Swisher as Texas is trailing the Tribe 8-7. to seven. A lot of runs out up in Cleveland. But right now we got to talk some NBA, and I'm really glad that Golden State's going to go to the finals. They're up 3 nothing in the series. Game four is tonight. I can't imagine, after playing their butt off in game one and two and coming away with nothing, I can't imagine that the Rockets will have much left. And you saw a lot of give up in game three where they got beat by 35 points. That is true, but I also saw a lot of give up from them in, I believe it was game four in the Clippers series, Mm -hmm. and they somehow turned around and won three straight. Now the difference is, while they might not have been quite as good as the Clippers, they're far, far inferior to Golden State. Now, I did see, again, my respect for them has grown tremendously. For the Rockets? Yes. From what they did in that Cleveland series, there's just no other way. For the L.A. series? What did I say? Cleveland? The Clippers series. There's just no other way to look at it other than that was one of the best playoff series comebacks we've ever seen. Considering how shorthanded they were, absolutely it was. It's unbelievable. You're without Patrick Beverly. Uh, Who's the other guy that was dinged up? you got Donatus Montiunas out. That's it. Um, you've had banged up Dwight. There's just, to me, there's no comparison between what this Rockets team could be and what they are right now because they're just not healthy. But they're not going to win four in a row. I mean, I don't. Maybe they may win one. For uh, they may win one for Drake as it's it was Houston <laughs> Appreciation Weekend. Uh, Drake has this deal in Houston annually. Started from the bottom, now we're here. And there were a lot of people that were really upset that um. James Harden was at the Drake show. You know, I don't listen to enough night. hip-hop. Some, not a ton, like you do. And I understand you hate Drake. I do. But just hearing about the things you hate about him, I'm starting to come around to your side. I don't know much about his music. It might be okay. But you know what? He is too much of a front-runner. He's... He that alone, he tries to has his finger. He tries to have his fingers into too many things on the sports front for my liking. There's no doubt. Don't like. But you know what? We said it yesterday on the show. Screw the Clippers, man. They could have given us a pretty good series against the Warriors. Instead, they S the bet against Houston. And I'm kind of mad that we got robbed of what has been a series throughout the regular season that spawned some bad blood between these two, those two teams. Yeah, I think, I, I think it would have been a better series because of, like you said, the bad blood, and I just think they're a little bit better team. But it doesn't really matter because Golden State is on another level. They've got you know, the best offensive player in the game, the best shooter maybe of all time. And on top of that, they're the best constructed roster in basketball. It's not really that close. So I I, I got a lot I got some heat, some walk it back from uh especially from Bob a couple months ago. Might even have been three months ago, and I said, to me, it's the best regular season basketball team I've seen since Michael Jordan was in the league. What was that the ninety eight team that won seventy two games? And then you go to the Lakers, basically. Mm-hmm. And the Lakers had, obviously, two dominant elite players and some good players around them. But I just I think this is the beginning of a dynasty. And I'm not – it's maybe harder to win it in the NBA now than it used to be because of how punitive the luxury tax is. It's hard to say that there's going to be a dynasty out of this Western Conference. Although, yeah. if there is a team that could be that, they're 
absolutely set up to do it. Their best players are all under 25 or 26. Only reason I would say it's hard to have a dynasty now is, is because of the CBA. But it's what, just so hard to keep your team together. But what I like about the Warriors being so good and the potential of a dynasty and the East being what it is, that we might be seeing the first of many matchups in the finals between Golden State and Cleveland over the next four or five years. It's very possible. Uh, it is definitely possible because I don't know who else in the East you would look at and hang your hat on. Because the Bulls but, are about to get rid of you know their head coach. and I don't know if that's a good thing for them. I think that's stupid personally, but I'm not a Chicago P1 But to your fan. point, it, it does seemingly make it more likely that uh, Cleveland will be back. But right. there's a lot of talk that Kevin Love ain't coming back. Yeah. But you better watch out and on that free eight. Like, they could clear enough room to go get LaMarcus Aldridge yeah. if they really wanted yeah, to. Yeah, they could. And they still have... You know, 22- or 23-year-old Kyrie Irving? They're still really good. Yeah. Um, But you just look at what the Warriors have done, and they've now lost, what, three playoff games? This, I think so, yes. Two. Because they swept the first round, correct? They just lost two to the Grizzlies. They went down 2-1 to Memphis, and now they're up 3-0. Yeah. Yeah, two two losses. And so at the start of the postseason, they had a couple of close games with the Pelicans. I doubled down and was like, I don't think they'll lose more than four games on their way to the finals. I mean, if Curry didn't hit that three in the corner, that one game they would have lost to New Orleans. Yeah, that would have been one more. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't know. It'll be fascinating to see how much LeBron has in the tank against a team like that that can defend him and can really make him work on the defensive end. But I don't think he has enough to beat the Warriors by himself. But, I really don't. But wouldn't it be cool? I mean, look, I know some people are going to – a lot of people are going to cheer against LeBron. But wouldn't that be kind of cool too? I'd love to see him if win he, one if there. If he did it sure. by himself, because I think that that if there is a championship knock on him, is that he did it with a super team in Miami, and now he's taking this cast of characters. Granted, Kyrie Irving's probably going to play in the finals, but Kevin Love being out makes his possible legend be that much bigger. Yeah, and I, and I will say my opinion is that um, if if fully healthy, Cleveland versus uh, Miami of of the great years, this Cleveland team is better. I think. I think their LeBron they have is not better, but everything else around LeBron, I will take J.R. Smith, Shump, Love, Irving, Tristan Thompson, those five guys over the best five non-LeBron Heat players every day of the week. Because you're talking about Wade, Bosh, Battier, Battier, old-ass Ray Allen, Cole, Chalmers. I, yeah, no, look, I'm with there you. There ain't much there. I'm with you. All the other five guys I just named are legit upper-tier NBA players outside of maybe uh, JR, but JR's got one trick that's pretty good whenever that's all you're asking him to do. Especially when it's on. Yeah. <laughs> he can hit eight threes in a game like he did back in game one, right? Yeah. So I can tell you this, too. If uh, they win a championship with Kevin Love injured, Kevin Love will be a Laker next year or whatever. He he's going to he be a Laker back. anyway, right? I mean, they, you hear a lot about how he doesn't really have the greatest relationship with LeBron. Anybody else think it's really weird that he's not on the bench every game? Yeah. I got... Anderson sideshow Bob Verajao over here for every single game. Hell, you remember the Mavs run when Karan Butler's in a suit. Cheering. Yeah, waving a towel. Kevin Love's never been in the playoffs in his career, and he's not coming to every game. Now, they, yeah. they, they're they going to tell you that it's because with his injury he can't travel. I don't buy that. I think if the guy really wanted to be there, and I think if he was really on board, mm-hmm. 
I think he'd be there. Make it work. I think he's got a weird relationship with LeBron, and your relationship with LeBron dictates whether or not you're going to be there. Well, but tonight it's game four. The Dubs should close close things out as they play in Houston. That's an 8 o'clock start on the four-letter network. Let's transition over to the Mavericks. Let's start with Chandler Parsons. The news has been out there for a few days. He won't necessarily confirm it, but it seems like all the, the talk around the situation is that, yes, indeed, he had microfracture surgery, which means he's not going to be ready for the beginning of next season. Yeah, I kind of thought that from the jump, that we're kind of hoping for maybe a month in. And you have folks in his camp that might be a little miffed because after he initially hurt the knee and missed, what, the final six games of the regular season before playing in the playoffs? Well. Like maybe he should have been just shut down at that point. It's actually worse than that because if you remember, the injury occurred on that Sunday night game that they lost in Indiana. Oh, yeah. And then he came back and played on Wednesday night against Oklahoma City when they won 135-131, and he scored like 18 or something crazy in the fourth quarter to win that game for them. That's what's so sad about this, is that he actually kept playing, put the team on his back, beat the, uh, beat the Thunder. The next game was against the Rockets. They were up 80. I remember this like it was yesterday. That was dude. in Houston, correct? That was here. They were up 83-77 with three minutes left in the third quarter. And he left the game, and they got beat. Mm-hmm. And he did not come back until game one. In game one, he looked decent at times, left uh, the game, came back. But he played 35 minutes, right? Yeah, and said afterward that he could have gone for more, and then we didn't see him again. So it's been a, it was a really weird, like, he's out, he's back, he's out, now he's back, and now he's got microfracture. You could easily sort of try to draw the conclusion that maybe they could have avoided microfracture and just had some sort of arthroscopic cartilage surgery had he just shut himself down. But but isn't he somewhat fortunate that he's having this microfracture at this point in history? Because it seems like guys are coming back from it a little at a better rate than they did say ten years ago. Yeah, I, I mean, you could probably say that about almost every surgery. Mm-hmm. This one, we just we don't have a lot of uh, of cases. You know, it's not like ACL. It's, yeah, you it's look much at less you look common. at Amari. You look at Jason Kidd. Those are the two that jump to my mind. The only thing is, is his game is so much more predicated on being able to explode to the rim that it worries me more than thirty four year old Amari. Sure. Or outside shooting, but Amari facilitating twenty eight, twenty nine. Right, he was still. Somewhat in his prime when he went down with that. He was still he was still with Phoenix, correct? Yeah. Okay. I just don't know if I would really say. Who knows? Maybe that was just his normal decline that you saw from Amari. He certainly is not the player he used to be. But because no. because his game used to be explosion and catching oops and running the floor. Yeah. So, so it'll be interesting. Had, to see. And I, mean, I really hope that Chandler Parsons doesn't have to rework his game before the age of thirty. God, that would suck. And that's the thing. And then the other part about it is, if you're a free agent. And you're looking at the Mavericks, you know, there's he has the same agent, Dan Fagan, as DeAndre Jordan. Excuse me, they're really good friends, he says. But even though it's only a month and you're signing on for several years to play for a team, you can't tell me that another a pending free agent, a, pers- a prospective, prospective free agent doesn't look at that and say, oh, I don't even know what this guy is anymore. If that's their best player, which he pretty much is, what is he, ha- what is he even going to be like? And, you know... We don't know. Now, and, the other rumor... And he's the pitch man. He's the pitch man. The other rumor that's out there, um, and it's kind of been a rumor for a couple of months, especially after like a month ago, uh, Denver Nuggets point guard Ty Lawson was chatting with fans on in, on Instagram, and one of them said, uh, you should have been 
in Dallas instead of Rondo, you with Parsons and Dirk and Tyson, blah, 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 would have been way better. You're a better player than Rondo. And I think his response was, I'd love to, and then it was way better than Rondo. He put in like eight A's to let you know how much better he considers himself to be than Rajon Rondo. And he's right. And he's pretty cheap. Um, Boy, the scoring punch he could bring. I mean, you again, you don't have a lot of size at the point, but Rick Carlisle's been dealing with that in his backcourt. Oh, but Ty Lawson's a legit perimeter defender, though. Yeah. I mean, he is a – I think he's a good defensive point guard. Like, he, one of the better He's ones. not Rondo at his peak. But no, but Rondo at his peak was the best defensive guard in the game. A lot better than J.J. Barea. I think he's probably on par with when you say with Devin Harris as far as a defensive point. Maybe better, I don't know. Maybe a little bit better, but either way, you can get by with a guy who can score and defend that well. I mean, he averaged 15-10 and 10, uh, last season for the Nuggets, and that was a bad was a team. bad team, too. So, the problem is they just don't really have an avenue um, with which to get him because they did. Now, if you want to rehash the Rondo trade, that would be the one thing. I still say they had to do it, but because I don't think they could have traded for a better point guard during the season. I mean, there's a reason Ty Lawson wasn't traded. Yeah. Do you understand the Nuggets got two first-round picks for Timofey Mozgov? What do you think you were going to have to give up for Lawson midseason? That plus players. It wasn't going to be Crowder, Wright, and a first. That wasn't getting Ty Lawson. They would have wanted something much more substantial. And so now you don't have your 2016 first-round pick. You do have this year's. Which is 21? What is it? It's around there. Something like that. Is 21 Monte Ellis, like a sign and trade with Monte Ellis in your first round pick? That probably ain't getting it done either. Probably not, but I'd do, I'd do that so fast if that were on the table. Probably not going to happen, though. And as Monte have officially said, he's not opting back in. I mean, there's been talk of it. We haven't had some declarative statement from nah. him. I know, I know he didn't speak on media day at the uh, end of the season. Two straight years? Yeah. Boy, the Mavericks summer is going to be so weird. It is. I mean, it, it could go really well if they pull off something like this, or it could leave us with a lot of uh, angst and frustration heading into October next year. You feel like that every year, no matter what, though. Um, More so this year than years past, just because I see dirt getting longer in the tooth. The Parsons thing is my main concern, because I really think that guy's a good player. I don't think there's that many guys that can do as many things well as he can do. Now, he's not going to be your best player uh, for a championship team, but he could be one of the two or three best players. You add another one, and you're pretty close, but we'll see, man. I did like hearing Donnie Nelson say Rick Carlisle can stay here as long as he wants. I read that earlier this week, and you know, I, I do feel for the coach having to year after year, turn over his roster and say, okay, let's put this thing together on the fly. But yeah. It'll be a fun summer no matter what happens. All right, coming up next on the Shake Joint, we sift through that shake. We look at a bad day for a veteran right-hander. The tickets got your back. If your long evening commute has got you down, your boss won't let you tune in during the day. Keep working, people. Or if you just want to enjoy your favorite segments again, listen weeknights 7 till 9 to the Ticket Top 10. It's our best of the best from the broadcast day from your favorite ticket shows and hosts. Great hot sports opinion discussions, hilarious funny bits, and wheels off the cuff moments that make listening twice as nice. Nice to be on your show. It's the Ticket Top 10 every weeknight at 7 on Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. 
ticket. The big game's on. You're about to kick back, but then you remember your couch is gone and even your TV. Yikes. Breaking up doesn't have to lead to a breakdown emotionally or financially. The lawyers at TheTexasDivorceLawyer.com can remove the drama from the divorce with proven strategies to get you through it as efficiently as possible. They'll also give you realistic expectations along the way. And the all-female firm can even the playing field because they understand how women think. The Law Office of Julie Johnson. Online at TheTexasDivorceLawyer.com. TheTexasDivorceLawyer.com. Dallas, Texas. Hey, folks. Bob Sturm here. Let me ask you a simple question. Do you like your gig? Do you enjoy the people you work with? Do you enjoy the atmosphere of your workplace? And most of all, are you well compensated for all of your hard work? If you answered no to any of those or even had to think twice, then it's time to explore new career opportunities. Here's a good strong idea. My Computer Career. With My Computer Career, you'll receive career guidance that can help you land new opportunities in the IT field just months after receiving certification. Classes typically last less than a year, so you can get in and on with your life. And here's the best part. Let's say a couple years down the road, you want to explore other opportunities in the field of IT. Simply reach out to My Computer Career Career Services, and you'll receive the same guidance and personal attention as if you just received certification. It's like a permanent career counselor. Get started today with a free career evaluation online at mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. George, spring is in the air, flowers everywhere, and it's time to get your home or office organized. And if you need a place to securely store your stuff, then Macho Self Storage is a name to trust. Macho Self Storage has eight Metroplex locations, and their newest location in Roanoke can also store your car, boat, or RV as well. Go to MachoStorage.com today, find the location nearest you, or give them a call, 877-99-MACHO. New P1 customers get a free truck rental, free storage lock, and half off their first month's rent. Texas Land and Cattle is a longtime favorite of the Hardline and P1s everywhere, and now it gets even better. Texas Land and Cattle in Arlington is staying open late after weeknight Ranger games to host Diamond Talk Danny. That's right, Mike. Seabass and Thelonious Monk Walker broadcast live from Texas Land and Cattle in Arlington after every weeknight home game. Texas Land and Cattle has a late-night game night menu for Diamond Talk. Mm-hmm. Brisket stuffed jalapenos, mm. crispy onion rings, mm. spicy white queso, and mus. If if you're in the mood for something a little more substantial, try the new Texan Steak Sandwich, Succulent Sirloin, Rosemary Sautéed Onions, Mushrooms, Melty Jack Cheese, Garlic Butter, and Horseradish Cream on a Toasted Sub Roll served with au jus. Great Texas-inspired food, crafted cocktails featuring Texas spirits, cold Texas craft beer, and now Diamond Talk live from Texas Land and Cattle after every Texas Ranger weeknight home game mic. Texas Land and Cattle, now this is it's time to get outside and get some work done and if you want the kind of truck that can do it all then come to freeman toyota and get your tundra today hello this is dane minor general manager of freeman toyota this is the time of year that that big old tundra truck comes in very handy you won't believe how much you can throw in the back and once you get behind the wheel and feel all that power underneath you well you'll understand why texas rolls with tundras and of course i've got the best price in north texas come into freeman toyota right now and get the tundra double cab for only 25.9 this is is the lowest price we've offered in a long time and this is the kind of truck you'll have for a very long time so come out to tundra territory at freeman toyota and get your double cab tundra for a low 25.9 freeman toyota is located on the affordable side of the metroplex 183 and 820 just south of the northeast mall call toll free 1-800 new cars or log on to freemantoyota.com 
Come get yours. Tundra Territory at Freeman Toyota. Rangers and Indians in an offensive slugfest. This ticker is service of Texas Land and Cattle and Freeman Toyota. It is 8-8 to in the top of the seventh inning. The Rangers have two on with two out. Prince Fielder tied things up with an RBI single in this inning. That's his third RBI of the game after a two-run homer in the first inning. Rangers starter Phil Klein was pulled in the third inning, giving up seven runs, six of them earned on six hits. Tanner Shepers is now pitching for the Rangers opposite Zach McAllister for the Tribe. In football news, the Bears, who signed trouble defensive end Ray McDonald in March, knowing it was a risk with his domestic violence history, well, they released him today following his arrest in Northern California on charges of domestic violence and child endangerment after allegedly hitting a woman who was holding a baby. In the association, the Warriors can earn a trip to the NBA Finals with a Game 4 win over Houston at home tonight. Tip-off is at 8 p.m. Today is also, by the way, the 40th anniversary of the Warriors' last title. In the East, the Cavaliers can close out the Hawks at home tomorrow night, also in Game 4. That's a Ticket Ticker. I'm Carlos Leal on Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. Preparing for tomorrow with the stories of today. It's the Hard Line. Weekday afternoons 3 till 7 on Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. Yes, that's right. Let the passion pit ring. It's 9-8. And it's also 5.52 here on The Ticket. This is the Shake Joint. We're filling in for the Hard Line today, if you want to call it that. And uh, we'll be here Sunday morning. That we're, we're here every Sunday morning, 8 to 11. That's the worst throwing error I've ever seen. Zach McAllister, the relief pitcher for the Indians. <laughs> There was two outs and Just two on. Just a bit outside. Josh Hamilton <laughs> hits a tapper. Easy play. Easy play. And he just airmails the first baseman by about 10 feet. Prince. <laughs> Prince scores. Prince came around to score from second. So it's 9-8. We were going to do Diamond Talk at 6-10, but this game won't end. So we'll just flip-flop things around. We'll do a little Game of Thrones, some TV talk coming up, and maybe we'll have a final. If not, we'll still talk Rangers uh, coming up at 6-30. Man, Game of Thrones last night. You know what? People bitched about the, uh, epi- what, two episodes ago with no, the, the grape scene? Yeah, the one before last. The one last week. People panned that, but I thought that was good, too. That episode? Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. All right. We've got to sift through that shake right now. And do you want to start with Ray McDonald? Because I'll tell <laughs> you this. Carlos said he was. Yeah, Carlos, read your copy because this, <laughs> I, I don't want to laugh because it's a terrible matter, but oh, whatever. The, the way you're reading it makes me makes me giggle, so just just give us that story once again. Okay, let me uh, scroll down here just a sec. Um, <laughs> Maybe fire the music back up. The, bear, the Bears who signed troubled defensive no, end Ray McDonald in March, knowing it was a risk with his domestic violence history, released him today following his arrest in Northern California on charges of, guess what? Domestic violence and child endangerment after allegedly hitting a woman who was holding a baby. That's not the way you read it the first time. <laughs> well, it was who hit a woman holding a baby. Holding, was holding a, a baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like this detail is important, but I don't really want to deliver it. <sighs> that was right, very, thanks, Carlos. <laughs> very Sean Rab, Fox Four News. News. <laughs> it was holding a baby. I missed having Carlos on the show. Those were the days. Yesterday, I mean, he's been here. You man. were our primary Jeez. ticker guy for. Out of the table, Carlos. I think the inception of the Shake Joint, and then we have the Justin Montemayor era. And by the way, he's he didn't work yesterday, and he's off again today because of da pink bomb. eye. Yes, the bomb pink eye. 
So I don't. I haven't read too much about the Ray McDonald story, other than um, hey, what? Who was that, by the way? That wasn't Passion Pit. I thought it was. My bad. I'm old. That no, sounded like a new was, album. Uh, it was Foster the People. Oh, there you go. Mm. It all sounds the same when you're on drugs. <laughs> Foster the People was great last week. <laughs> uh, I don't know that much about the Ray McDonald's the current story, other than he was holding a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's gonna get charged with possible child endangerment too is correct yes. he, he's probably done it he's probably out of the league he's got to be done i mean i was i was really shocked that the 49ers held on as long as they did last year because i think that it happened preseason the first yeah domestic they held on to him in august yep they yeah. took a really hard line stance but they still allowed him to play and this was in the midst of the whole ray rice thing too when that was just blowing up and Jim Harbaugh was, which, again, because he was so at odds with their front office with York and Balky, I was really surprised that he was towing some sort of company line when asked about Ray McDonald. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the waters were poisoned there. He, he could have easily thrown his player under the bus and maybe actually done something about it. But I think that sort of shines a light on what NFL head coaches are all about. It's about winning. Last month... McDonald said, I had two incidents where I feel like I didn't do anything wrong, but it's still in the spotlight. It was in the national spotlight for quite some time. I'm just trying to move forward from it. Uh The best way to move forward is to just find someone else to assault that's holding a baby. holding a baby. (laughs) Yes, he's been uh, bond set at $15,000. It's easier to get out if you're him than a biker. Yeah, I cannot imagine that he's going (laughs) to... Continue an NFL career. Yeah, that's fifteen uh, grand bail. That's tip money. He spends yeah. that on a party. Mm-hmm. Isn't so. bond, I can't. Okay, so the bail would be one fifty then, right? Isn't that how that works? Bond um, is ten percent. I think you have to have ten percent. Not that I would ever have any idea how getting out of jail works. <laughs> that's right, education. Let's move on. Let's. You want to move on to uh, Guthrie? Yeah, a rough day for one. Okay, context. Rangers just swept the Yankees. Yankees had lost ten of their last eleven. Yeah, and. You know, the Royals, look, going into Yankee Stadium, Memorial Day, Sunsplash Field. Yankees took out some frustrations on Jeremy Guthrie, who, by the way, if you're a Ranger fan, you know that Jeremy Guthrie at times has given this club fits. But he did not give the Yankees fits today at all. No. His line on the day, uh, let's see here. One inning. Oh, so he got three outs. He did get three outs. Now, I believe he had four. Five runs, earned runs surrendered before getting any outs registered. This is bad? It's very bad. And then once he got two outs, he gave up six two-out earned runs for a line of one inning, 11 earned runs, four home runs. But hey, little buddy, you got yourself a strikeout. And some are calling this... Top ten worst outings of all time. I mean, there's got to there's got to be a number. There's got to be one worse than this. I mean, they've been playing I'm, baseball I've been searching. for a long time. I have two. This isn't the easiest Google search to get. Uh, I know one of his game scores was the wor- uh, was was like sixth worst for a starter of all time. Um, four home runs in what at least eleven runs in one or fewer innings pitched has only happened four times in Major League history. In 2007, Jason Jennings did it for the Astros. In 1948, Bubba Harris. And in 1938... Tough day for Bubba. <laughs> 1938, lefty Hal Kelleher. That's so, a tough one, Cal. 
So it's only been four times that anyone's ever given up 11 runs in uh, in one or fewer inning. Vin Mazzaro for Kansas City back in, I want to say it was either 2010 or 2011. I want to say he had like a 10-run inning. And because their bullpen was just so tattered, they just had to keep rolling him out there. Like yeah. He just had to wear one. Okay, so yeah, a few more stats here. And again, he gave up 11 runs in one inning. He becomes the fourth pitcher to give up 11 runs in one or fewer inning. But two of the others were relievers, so he's only the second starting pitcher. He and Jason Jennings in 2007. Former the Ranger. Only, only starting pitchers to ever give up 11 or more earned runs in one or fewer inning. He becomes only the eighth starting pitcher ever to give up four home runs without getting four outs. Oh, man. That's a good one. In fairness, Yankee Stadium's a bit of a joke. Didn't you? Okay, I don't know if that's... Okay. This is too far. But still, there were times in that Ranger series where I'm just shaking my head. Like that Tanner Shepard's three-run homer in the game, I want to say it was Friday night. It yeah. It a pop-up. That, that stadium makes me crazy. And I know Chu hit one the other way for an opposite field three-run homer, like 319 feet. That's a cheapy two. That stadium bugs me. Because that club is so good, and they can spend all the money in the world, and they have the advantage of playing in a bandbox. I don't like it, Jake. I don't like the Yankees. That they don't they're not properly honoring Memorial Day. No, they're not. That's just a charge I'd like to levy out there. Uh do you want to hear some audio from uh just a little montage of him hitting batters and then guys hitting the ball over the fence? Let's see here. Hold on, let's see here. Let's start right. Chopped up the middle and threw for this. Drive you crazy because to me you would pitch to a shit where these guys did this day and they don't. And a walk. And a walk. Fly ball, right field, deep. Get up. See ya. Three. Here, but there's got to be a mental thing. We're going to get a lot of at bats until Ellsbury gets back. Hot shot, inside first. A base hit. Orlando plays it quickly. Driven deep to right field. That wow. ball is gone. See ya. Slow roller is going to be going. a very it tough play. Mustakis. Yeah, we can literally just let this run for the rest of the show and like bring it up at any time that we wanted, and it's still going and to be going seven on. To nothing. So yeah, four home runs. Um, he hit one batter. Four pointer. <laughs> it was a four pointer. Uh, let's see, one walk, one bean. Yeah, because after it was like five nothing, he said, "Screw it," and nailed the guy. Right? He did. He hit Didi, uh, Didi Gregorius, which in is the probably leg. stupid because he's hitting like two fifteen. If you're going to get it out, it's probably Didi. His ERA went from four five to six three <laughs> in one day in the th- a third of the way oh through the season. God, that sucks. Well, he'll be he'll have many chances. I would assume he's still a pretty good starting pitcher in a good rotation. He'll cha- he'll have chances to whittle that down. That's unreal. Did you watch much racing over the weekend? It was a big. Carlos, sorry, Carlos. Big I weekend of racing. Are you kidding? I was glued to the television. I didn't. I'm we sorry, had what, Carlos. Juan Pablo Montoya winning Indy, correct? From 30th spot, yes. At one point, he was in 30th. So did he start 30th or just... No, he had a he had an issue with his... Uh, he got um, hit from behind uh, during a caution lap, of all mm. things, and had to come in and get the uh, rear assembly replaced. And he was 30th and ended up working his way through the field. Well, I bring up Indy because we have some funny audio to play here. You had the uh, Indy chairman, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway chairman, Mary Holman George, 
Uh, I remember this. This is uh, this is very awkward, and I think the audio is funny. But if you actually you have to see you got to see the video because Mary Holman George, she's she's an elder lady. She's old. How do we do? We have an exact age because it's hard to tell. It looks like she's wearing a suit in this photo too. Yeah, she almost looks like uh, aging Bruce Jenner. Yeah, like Bruce Jenner twenty years from now is going to be this woman, right? So Mary Holman George. Sitting there trying to tell people to get their engine started at Indy, something she's been doing for a long time. But do we know who this woman is that came up and tried to steal her thunder? It's her daughter. I've been told that it is her daughter. Oh, okay. So this isn't some random blonde? No, but she didn't seem to be particularly open to the idea of her daughter getting involved here. Do you want me to play this? Yeah, if you have it. All right, let me see here. Ladies and gentlemen. You can barely hear it here, but she's leaning in the old the one who sounds like she's in the crypt. Yeah, she has her. She looks like the crypt keeper. She has her left hand on the base of the mic and right. her right hand up, and she's trying to really nail this. And then her daughter steps in, and it, she literally swats her away. Yeah, it's like she wants to bat. Like if she were a younger woman and her or daughter closer. was a kid, she would have been backhanded she's across backhanded. the room. And what are you doing? This is your mom's bit. You don't. She's eighty, by the way. Butt in. She's eighty. She's eighty. She An wears octogenarian. Wears it well. They roll her out every Memorial Day to do this. She gets to say four words, ladies and gentlemen. Start your engine. Six words, and then guess she disappears. what? She's not going to have many more opportunities to do this. That's for sure, sweetheart. Let's not steal mommy's thunder. And Let her finish. It's just the disgust on mom's face. Yeah, just just so over it. It kind of sounds like the TCU woman who was this the Do we have it? Was this the Rose Amazing. Bowl chairman this, or Yeah, she's like the uh, yeah. Tournament of Roses. Okay. I believe this would have been after they Is this Wisconsin? Yeah, they they're playing Wisconsin in the 2011. 11? Okay, Rose Bowl. And we can't play this whole thing. It's 5 minutes long, but we can play some of it. And this has since happened to me. It's amazing whenever you have the PA feeding back to you mm-hmm. and you're not used to doing this. And I noticed the other day flight attendants do have to deal with this every time and they can just fight through it. But if you're not used to it and you're really old, mm-hmm. you get this. Now, if you would, please welcome Miss Libby Evans-Wright, the football chair of the Rose Bowl management team. Libby. Thank you. Well, on behalf of the Tournament of Roses, all Uh-oh. of our volunteers Uh-oh. and our staff, we all thank you for inviting us here today to share this very special moment. As I am the, the uh, chair of the Rose Bowl Management Committee <laughs> and the Football Committee. Also, with me today so are several of our executives. <laughs> I'd like to introduce <laughs> our executive director, director? Scott McKibben. <laughs> okay. Kevin Ash, our chief Kevin Nash. administrative officer. Diesel. Big boot. And also Mike Rick. And CEL Kitty, who are both past press and on our football. 
Okay, you can pull that down. We get it. So okay, that's not honoring the troops. Every time, no, but this, not but this is Ron Maestri, the Sun Belt Commissioner, and I was actually on the field for this at Fouts Field when UNT was going back to the New Orleans Bowl. Me too. And I swear, you were you were out there that day. Oh no, yeah. Me and my buddies who were doing college radio at the time, we thought this guy was up in the uh, president suite the whole game, just getting blitzed. <laughs> but it actually turned out to be a feedback uh, issue. But yeah. Still. The TCU Rose Bowl bit's funny. I think this takes the cake. Thank you. I'd like to congratulate Coach Dickey and his players on their third consecutive Sun Belt Championship. <laughs> This time, I'd like to present the invitation <laughs> to the third consecutive yeah. North Texas's participation in the North Texas, no, the New Orleans Bowl. That is just oh, that is Do magic. you believe in the mean green? Oh, I, I would, love the guy after he says invitation going, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, probably I, one of the players up there. I feel like I'd like to spend a good bit of the rest of my life pinning a Grammy-nominated ballad called <laughs> The Invitation. We got the... Uh, it sounds like it's auto-tuned. We got the baby's one-year birthday coming up, and the other night I decided to dust that off for the wife, and she had no idea what I was God, talking it's amazing. About. You need to mail the invitations. All right, 608, coming up next, what are we doing? TV? Tyrion and Danny? Huh? This is Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. KTCK AM, Dallas-Fort Worth. KTCK FM, Flower Mound. A cumulus station. The Ticket's Bad Radio is on every day, noon till 3. This is Gary Patterson, of course, TCU uh, head football coach, spending time with us here on The Ticket. I, I think I'm giving too much credit. I'm the keeper of the keys. And you have a great staff, but you've had great players through the years. Uh, you've had a great administration. And then, really, you have to give credit to Fort Worth also, everything that they bought into. And I think that kind of enthusiasm, that kind of momentum is how things carry forward. Bad Radio, noon till 3, on Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. Hey, planning a summer deck or fence the home depot has the best prices under the sun on decking and fencing supplies the assortment you need to help turn longer summer days into perfect summer evenings so let's do a deck take down the barriers between you and that new fence the timing selection and prices have never been better why wait summer isn't let's do this with the best prices on decking and fencing at the home depot more saving more doing click the banner to get started or visit homedepot.com decking Donovan here with the question. What's the best way to enjoy Knob Creek, Kentucky straight bourbon? The answer is any way you damn please. On the rocks, straight or in an old-fashioned, Knob Creek delivers a full-body taste with a long, smoky finish. It's aged nine years and crafted the way they did things before Prohibition. Check out KnobCreek.com for more Knob Creek drink ideas. Knob Creek, Kentucky straight bourbon. 50% alcohol by volume. Copyright 2015 Knob Creek Distillery, Clearmont, Kentucky. Drink Knob Creek responsibly. To the insurance company that spurned me, our time together has come to an end. It's not me, it's you. 
We both know what I'm talking about. 15 minutes ago, I began courting Geico. It was just the easiest thing I've done since buttering my biscuit at breakfast. Not only have I saved hundreds of dollars on my car insurance, but also the future tears you were sure to impose. My heart and my coverage now belong to Geico. Sincerely, not yours, Tara, in Telluride. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. You listen to this station because you like getting what you want, right? Same idea behind the Sleep Number bed with Sleep IQ technology. You choose the exact firmness you want, your Sleep Number setting. Then Sleep IQ tracks your sleep and tells you what works. Just the right sleep and individualized comfort for you. Only at a Sleep Number store. Right now, save $500 on the Memorial Day Special Edition Queen mattress with Sleep IQ technology. Just $1599.98. Only at one of our 450 stores nationwide. For your local store, visit sleepnumber.com. No better sleep with Sleep Number. Wendy's presents Red in What's Her Dill? Mm, you guys, this crispy dill chicken sandwich from Wendy's is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's $1.49, which is like a pretty great dill. And like, I love that it's crispy dill. Yes, a buck forty-nine. it's a great dill on deal, no? Sounds like we all love dill. Dill. Pickles. Totally. Exactly. Wendy's new crispy dill chicken, piled with eight zingy pickles and creamy cucumber dill sauce for just a buck forty-nine. Now that's better. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, prices and participation may vary. A reminder to register for one of the upcoming free Money Matters Retirement Seminars. If you're 50-plus, retired or retiring soon, and can't afford a major stock market loss, this is one seminar you can't afford to miss. Ken Morafe was featured on Fox Business News. Clients that followed his advice did not lose money in the market crash of 2008. When you work with Money Matters, we become your financial watchdog so you can relax and not worry. Register at moneymatters.net. That's moneymatters.net or call 800-994-0302. Rangers and Indians continue to do battle at the Jake. This ticker is service of Avis and Young Intelligent Real Estate Solutions and Whirlyball Laser World. It is 9, actually it is now 10 to 8. The Rangers, as Elvis Andrus has just hit his second home run of the season in the top of the eighth inning. Rangers got two runs in the seventh on an RBI single from Prince Fielder and a throwing error by pitcher Zach McAllister. Josh Hamilton in his season debut for the Rangers is one for three with two strikeouts on the day. Elsewhere in baseball, Orioles reliever Brian Mattis has been suspended for eight games by the Major League Baseball for having a foreign substance on his arm during Saturday's game against Miami. It's the second time in as many weeks a pitcher has drawn on such a punishment. And NHL West Finals going to a pivotal Game 5 tonight in Anaheim. The Ducks, who have not lost a playoff game in regulation, are going for a 3-2 lead over the Blackhawks, who have four overtime wins this postseason. That's the Ticket Ticker. I'm Carlos Leal on Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. Memorial Day weekend means the start of summer. And that means Summer Bash. Friday, June 19th from noon till 9 p.m. Put in now for the day off on Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. All right, I don't have a 40-liner, and it's not really time for a 40-liner, but here at 6.15 on The Ticket, I'd like to cross-promote two things for bad radio tomorrow. One, at 2.10, cowboy operative that I'm not sure the proper way to term him. The man behind the turnaround, Will McClay, will join us. Oh, the Shake Joint's own. The Shake Joint's own. The Hey Man, What's Up Rodeo of the P1 <laughs> Wax own. That's right. I forgot about that. Now, one day this dude is going to be the GM of an NFL team, and Big Dick spent several shows trying to find him a date. Well, we're out here with Will McClay, uh-huh. the head coach of the Dallas Desperados. Now, Will, you're single for some reason. <laughs> how does how does a, how does a 
coach of an arena league team be single this long? Well, you know, I work a lot of thought. Will McClay doesn't <laughs> I was like say, like, Your big dick was a lot closer than my McClay was right I there. was Richard Hunter's intern. That was my introduction to the station. You already know, Chris. Mark. Yeah. yeah you can mark that. That's fine. Uh, same high school as me, by the way. Standing in the in my way along with Mark Brooks and uh, K. Bailey Hutch- Hutchison is the most famous people to attend my high school. I, too, was a Richland Rebel. Now, number eight on our countdown tonight. <laughs> this is great. How have we never heard this? Because we're never awake when he's on the air. Yeah, yeah not anymore. That's, Hell, that's really phenomenal. Um, but, yeah, tomorrow at 210, we will have Will McClay. Um, and, yeah, whether it's director, player, personnel, scout, draft, meister, he's the man. Mm-hmm. And he's on our phones tomorrow at 215. Then at 230, a GBL coup has been landed. Right, a right. severe punch to the face of Team Dan Donovan and Mino. A haymaker, if you will. It is Beavis and Butthead, King of the Hill, and Silicon Valley's own Mike Judge yes. joining us at 2.30 tomorrow on the phone. Yes. A hero, oh mine. Speaking of that, I have great TV regret because I have yet to watch Silicon Valley. I haven't really either. Really? I just see the clips. It's but but having HBO Go, you I'll always sort of feel like, eh, it's there. I'll always get to it. Well, coming up in 15 minutes, we might be able to do some Diamond Talk, get ready for Diamond Talk, because it's the top of the eighth right now in Clee. And after Elvis Andrus's, you guessed it, second home run of the season, Boom. it's now 10-8 Rangers. They are at the plates uh, with no, or excuse me, one out in the top of the eighth. So maybe we can get into a little bit of that, two outs sure. now, uh, here in 15 minutes in our final segment. But for now, come on, bullpen. Speaking of HBO Go, it's time for Little Thrones. We've never done this. And I know some people don't really like whenever a show does a specific TV talk segment because you might not watch it. it. However, it's much more likely that you watch Game of Thrones than just about any other cable show anyways on television. Because on the station we've done... It is consistently the highest rated uh, cable show week to week. And it's not close. Because on the station we've had Sopranos talk with the hardline in years past. Bob and Dan have done... There he is! Bob and Dan have done uh, their own level of Sopranos talk. They did a lot of wire talk. They've a lot done of Shield. Shield, yeah, they were really into the Shield. Dude, the Shield was so underrated, and I've been thinking about that a lot. But lately. again, it was underrated because people didn't watch it. This is a show that almost everybody that has cable watches. Is that fair? Uh, I don't know. I just know it's the highest rated cable show uh, outside of sports. So, sports. lay off. <laughs> people like sports. Um. But actually, before we dive too hard into that, I did want to mention real quick, it's always kind of dicey whenever you decide to embark on a show that you've heard very little about. Game of Thrones does not qualify as that. Yeah. But I, at the behest of Mike Marshall and Mike Soroy, I gave a try, a tryout, I guess, to Netflix's Bloodline. And it's really, really good. You've told me about this, and I'm glad. It's like when things are on HBO Go, you always think I'll get to it. The thing is with Netflix, though, sometimes they take stuff down. And there's yeah. more there's more urgency to try to get to stuff, and but, I really want to get to Bloodline. But this is one of their original shows that they funded. You know, it's not like Breaking Bad was given to them. And Bloodline will never be taking off, uh, taken off of Netflix because it's one that they put all their money behind. Kind of like House of Cards. Yeah, and House Orange of Cards. Yeah. It stars Kyle Chandler, who was the coach... Uh, from Friday Night Lights, which I never watched, but that's how I've seen his face. You know, people swear by that, too. Eh. 
I never I've to never network, seen it. but it's pretty good. That's what I've heard, and I've heard it's better than just about every network show. Okay, but this show, it is thirteen episodes, and there's going to be a point in the middle of it where you're like, I don't know what I'm doing here. But the final four to five episodes of this Netflix show Bloodline is some of the best stuff I've ever seen on television. Really, it's really really good. And again, there's a major lull in the middle of it. Give me the plot. You don't mind. Well, it's not really a spoiler. In the first episode, they show you right away. It's a, it's a show about this family from the Keys in Florida, and they run an inn, a bed and breakfast type thing. Sure. And one of the brothers is a cop there. One of the brothers has like a dock, uh, a boat business, and the, the mother and the father run the inn. And they have another brother who is the derelict way outside the you know way left of center uh drugs he shows up he leaves he shows back up they show him showing up and they finish episode one with the cop brother dumping the derelict brother's body in the marsh so you know right out the gate they had to kill the brother and they spend the next 12 episodes showing you how they got to that point and it's basic. It's written and produced by two brothers, and the show is pretty much about big family strife hmm. and how you know your brother gets into something that he shouldn't be into, and now you're roped into it. You feel like Joe is going to treat you this way one day? Nah, well, you know we're, we're good because there's only two of us. Yeah. We, anytime you get up in that four, five, six range, that's where you get to crazy. Trust me, I'm not just saying that as like a outside judgment. My mom's family's got a bunch of kids. My stepmom's family. And your wife's family have? Uh, no. She doesn't. So that's the thing is if you – the more kids you have, the more opportunity you have for things to go. Just look at the Duggars. You have 19, there you're you going to get a pedophile. You're going to get gonna a happen. bad apple in the bunch. Come on. You're lucky there's only one. Diddler. <laughs> so it's basically just these incredibly tense conversations between family members where neither one of them wants to say what they really know oh, about Sissy one SpaceX another. Sissy SpaceX in this. Sissy SpaceX the mom. Okay. But it did draw like an 8.5 rating. Of any? She's Sydney. not really like a main piece, but she's in there. She's great. Metacritic, it got 75%, 74% Rotten Tomatoes, 8.4 on IMDb, and 9 out of 10 on TV.com. All right. And it's 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 worth your time. Again, you got to get through the slog through the lull in the middle because the final five, final four to five is amazing. Okay. It's worth your time. Netflix. Netflix. But the GOAT is GOT. It's one letter shy of GOAT. At least for right now. It's Brilliant. not uh it's certainly not to me it's still not on the level of of, of your house of the uh the Rushmore of Shield Wire. It's still the best Sopranos thing on television Breaking right now and I agree. I say that with Mad Men just ending. And I, I put love, it right and there I love with, Mad Men. I put it right there with Boardwalk. Uh, I think it's a little bit better than Boardwalk cuz I think the last season of Boardwalk really left uh, a lot to be desired in my Well, mind. you know one big difference is HBO canceled Boardwalk, one, because of its numbers, and two, because of how expensive it was to produce. Yeah. Game of Thrones, I think, is just as, if not more expensive to produce. Probably more. But it draws like five times the number. So that's the thing, is that constructing those Boardwalk situations was really, really pricey. They filmed this thing in like three continents at once. Yeah. It's very, very expensive. So where do you want to start with last night's episode? And again, if you're tuning in, we're going to talk about last night's episode. So if you've DVR'd, turn us down and go do something else. But don't turn us off, because we'll talk Rangers in like ten minutes. Fire. 
Alexis Texas Periscope or something. There you go. Bounce one out. Oh, Maybe Rachel Star. Who knows? Okay. Here's the cool thing about Game of Thrones this season is I watched all four of these previous seasons kind of in like a six-month comp- compressed thing. and you, you and Jenny did the same thing. Yeah. The, the binge or whatever. But so they have so many different storylines that you know are somehow connected, but you never see the characters together. Right. And now they're finally moving, as Gary Patterson said in his interview with Bad Radio, they're starting to throw some verticals. (laughs) That was his take on this season of Game of Thrones. Yeah. They're starting to throw... That's that's a vertical. Holy (laughs) They're starting to go downfield a little bit as they've basically been working the storyline for Daenerys and Tyrion meeting up and they're going off script. Season. They're going off the books too, right? They've always been a little off the books. And by the way, I've gotten real, real into reading about this, so I can I actually can tell you okay. where they have. And in the book scene, Tyrion and Daenerys. It was a little later when they met up, but they do eventually meet up. And that's because Jorah Mormont was cast away in the. I guess he was in the cabinet, if you will, of Danny Targaryen, and. You know, he's so bummed out because he feels she is the one true queen and true leader and the visionary and all that. Yeah, because he, he saw her get burned like alive and not char. Yeah, and then the dragons were hatched as she was standing there without a top. That'll probably do it for you. Probably so. So Jorah Mormont, and he went through a couple episodes. They went through, oh, what's the... Slaver's Bay. Slaver's Bay area that was... Valeria. Yeah, Valeria that was... I guess abandoned and the stone men, the stone men jump into their boat. They have a struggle. Actually, Tyrion got chunked under the water and luckily Jorah Mormont saved his life. They swam ashore. But with the stone men, you get touched. You turn into a stone man eventually. Yeah. And he's going to eventually. Right. But he gets, uh, he and Tyrion get captured by some, I guess, slave traders and they've opened up pit fighting back in uh, Daenerys' new, I guess, base, base country marine. marine, yes. So, yeah, that's, to me, just the fact that at the very end there, he's like, to Daenerys, I'm Tyrion Lannister. I'm, I'm, I'm here from King's Landing. Well, keep that in mind. That was badass. Well, like, l- that was a really cool scene. Let's not skip the fact that Jorah Mormont went out and whooped everybody's ass in this. Didn't kill anyone, though, because he the, knows it, she doesn't want to see anyone it was die. This he just disarmed. Of, I guess if you've ever seen uh, uh, Spartacus, you know they they take all of these potential fighters and make them, you know, they they sift things out by yeah. making them fight one another. That was a cool scene, and that's definitely going to be the the thing that I'm the most uh, intrigued by in the next few episodes is how the two of them working together. Now, here's my favorite part of this: is last week everyone was complaining about the Bolton and Sansa story with the rape, right? Sure. As Dan and Saroy said. It wasn't a rape. Uh, either way, yeah. she was sexually assaulted by her husband, and it was pretty hard to watch. But Reek had to watch, and that that made it uncomfortable. Yeah, they made and Matthew Vadova a- watch the uh, <laughs> watch the rape scene. It gave it a rape feel. Yeah, it was a very rapey vibe to it. I say probably a rape. Um, okay, but either way, they follow that up with giving her the littlest bit of hope that she's going to get out. She gives the thing to Reek. To Della Vadova to go light take, the candle. Take the candle, put it in the high tower, and yeah. fell. And you think she's going to... I di- honestly didn't think she was ever going to get out. I thought from the second that he told him uh, that she gave him the thing and said, hey, take this the up candle. there. Like, I thought, there's no way. He's going right to Ramsey. So the week after this chick gets raped, 
they take the one person who could possibly help her out. The old sh- lady. And show that person hung with their skin pulled off their body in front of them. And because Sansa's been locked up in her room. Hey, here's a flame. And he, she's been sexually abused every night. They show her with bruises on her arms. Just a dire situation. She actually gets out, and Ramsey's Ramsey has her walk through their... Yeah, I guess the center of town. And check this out. It's and, like on the, the castle wall. Yeah. yeah. And they, they have this old lady skinned, strung up. He's like, oh, yeah, I wanted to show you this. And he says, well, go back to your room. Don't ever think about trying to get away again. So she that's did really, pick up a weapon, though. She did pick something up on the way back. It was I like saw. a shank or something. Yeah, some sort of shiv. Some sort of, uh, some sort of uh, Westerosi shiv. Final thing. My biggest kryptonite on this show is Melisandre, the Red Lady. Yeah, she's really annoying. The Vagine Prophet, as Uh I call her. Uh The only reason anyone believes in her is because she once birthed a ghost from her lady parts that killed someone. Right. That killed Renly. And Stannis Uh, is getting tired of her bit. And now, she's trying to push it to the limit of her, how far can I make this guy who is in love with my uh, parts down here go... She wants Stan to, to, to sacrifice his daughter. Yeah, we need a blood sacrifice. So Just last the week, the show's, right everybody's like, oh, I can't believe they had a rape scene. That's the craziest thing that's ever been on this show. No. They've had pregnant women stabbed in the belly. Yep. They had a guy's head popped like a basketball. Mm-hmm. They had Khaleesi getting pounded in season one. Yeah. And now they're going to have a guy sacrifice his daughter. He's uh, going to do is it. He? Is he going to do it? I think he's going to uh, do it. I don't it. know, man. I think he told her to GTFO. He might not. That'll cause some conflict real quick Jon Snow having to go out with uh Tormund Gyansby the leader of the wildlings he's gonna go north of the wall to try to get all these folks to come back and fight with them I love that guy I, yeah I love that guy I love Jon Snow I love the whole uh Night's Watch in fact the old guy I guess the old guard of the Night's Watch passed away they had a funeral for him by the way I know we gotta go my prediction when they're gonna come back and look at that guy's body it's gonna be exactly the same you can't burn that guy he's a Targaryen They lit him on fire, didn't even think about it. They're going to come back. His body's going to be exactly the same. I didn't even think about that when it happened. But then Sam gets his ass kicked trying to protect uh, his his girlfriend who has the baby, the the one he had to protect from the White Walker. A couple of the guards, because Jon Snow is away, the new Lord Commander's away, they decide to try to make a run at her. He tries to defend her, gets his ass kicked. She doesn't get, you know, graped. And then who? Ghost. Yeah. Those wolves are so badass. Those wolves are badass. And then Sam's just sitting there getting, uh, you well, know, treated by this woman. And she decides to jump on top of that. That's right. And go to town. He broke his oath. He did break his oath. So Game of Thrones. He broke ah. her oath. Well, she already had a baby, so she's been broken Her dad before. broke her oath. Oh, yeah. I forgot the incest callback. Yeah. And that. No Jugger. one brought that up when everyone was complaining about the rape. There was a guy who was reproducing solely to rape his daughters in this show. And everybody, everybody's like, ah, oh, a rape. Well, horrific. I'm going to keep watching. 6.30 here on The Ticket. Coming up next, how the Rangers doing up in Clee? The best all-sports station in the Metroplex is The Ticket. Listen in your car on the way to work at 96.7 FM and good old 13.10 AM. The Ticket! And when you get to the office, listen all day in our stream at theticket.com or via the Sports Day Talk app, available in the App Store. On your way home in the afternoon, do it all again. Hello again, everybody. Your constant companion is Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. 
Bobby, you're here again. Yeah, my doctor told me to reduce stress at work, so I come to Buffalo Wild Wings to eat lunch and watch sports. I get to pick one of seven entrees, like sandwiches and salads, plus one of seven sides. Well, I like sides. It's so affordable, I can finally take a vacation. Where are you going to go? Here, Tim, here. Introducing the new B-Dubs Fast Break Lunch Menu, starting at just $5.99. Dine-in or order takeout weekdays between 11 and 2. Participation and availability may vary. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Okay, Jimmy, we just need to pick up some light bulbs. Which ones are we supposed to buy, Grandpa? Well, we can save money by using an energy-saving incandescent CFL or LED. How about this bulb? Hmm. We need to replace a 60-watt bulb. That one is 800 lumens, so it should do the trick. Lumens? Lumens tell us how bright the light is. The more lumens, the brighter the bulb. You know, Grandpa, you're pretty bright yourself. Lumens, the new way to shop for light. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Hey, P1s, this is P1 Mosquito Steve, and I know more about residential mosquitoes than anyone in Dallas. I've dedicated more than a decade of my life to researching residential mosquitoes. I've had as many as 900 mosquito bites in one night just to determine the most effective products. True story. I have natural products that work better than the toxic ones. I am ready to help you enjoy your backyard this summer by making it mosquito-free. At Mosquito Steve, we are constantly developing and improving methods for getting rid of mosquitoes. Our latest creation is the Mosquito Steve Mister that covers the typical backyard for under $1,000. This is a fraction of the cost of my competitors, and guess what? My systems work. I'm so confident that you will love this product that after two weeks, if you aren't happy with the system, we'll take it back and give you a full refund. So call me, Mosquito Steve, today at 214-520-0041. See what people are saying about us on Facebook or check out my website, MosquitoSteve.com. That's MosquitoSteve.com. Don't let mosquitoes ruin your summer. Contact us today. Attention P1s. At GMC, we've been thinking. A pitcher who can paint the corners is known as a Rembrandt. It takes years for him to perfect, and everyone loves watching him work. But why? A strike is a strike anywhere in the zone. Maybe people just appreciate that kind of accuracy, that kind of precision. After a while, it becomes part of your movement. It becomes part of you. At GMC, we get that. Our GMC Denali lineup is all about creating a masterpiece of excellence in every truck crossover and SUV we build. It means delivering premium materials and purposeful design. It's how GMC moves you consistently with precision. While everyone has their fastball, not everyone can deliver a 95-mile-an-hour Rembrandt. The 2015 GMC Denali lineup. This is precision. This is GMC. Welcome to the show. See your North Texas GMC dealers. Millions from the tech... The Bomb Factory is now open in Deep Ellum. Come see Tyler, the creator, Charlie Robinson, D'Angelo and the Vanguard, Yellow Wolf, Three Doors Down with Seether, and much more. Tickets available at thebombfactory.com. Look, honey, this ad says we can get a new air conditioning unit for only $1,500. That's incredible. Let's get it now. There you go. Enjoy. Wait, 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 You didn't think we'd install it for that price, did you? (laughs) There you go, folks. In this business, if it sounds too good to be true, well, then it probably is. I'm Jeff Stewart with Reliant Air Conditioning, and if you're tired of crazy gimmicks, give us a call. Our techs don't work on commission, and we don't do high-pressure sales. Right now, with Carrier's Cool Cash, you can save over $3,500 on a new Infinity system. Plus, you might also qualify for an additional $1,000 off from your utility provider. So call the other guys first, and then 
call Reliant Air Conditioning, and you'll see how we've been gimmick-free since 83. Our number's 877-YOUR-HERO. That's 877-968-7437 or ReliantAirConditioning.com. Olives or any of your favorite veggies finished off with creamy tzatziki sauce. Try these Greek flavors on a sandwich or as a Subway chopped salad. Sounds delicious. The new Subway Mediterranean collection won't be here long, so enjoy it while it lasts. Subway, eat fresh. Limited time only at participating restaurants. This is The Ticket, Dallas-Fort Worth's all-sports, all-the-time radio station. Your home for breaking sports news first guaranteed. So tune us in, turn it up, and keep it on. Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. Thank you, Chris. I got. I can get this one right. Text race day to 22126 for your chance to join Norm. Norm Hitzkis at Ray State University, driven by Firestone at TMS Speedway. Your backstage backstage pass to Texas Motor Speedway and Verizon IndyCar Series drivers, as well as the pre-race show featuring Reckless Kelly. That's race day. The 22126 message and data rates may apply per your carrier. Pre-pre-635. This is the Shake Joint as we close it down on this Memorial Day. You've had a full day of the JV Cirque du Soroy in the morning. You had... We have TC and Machine, 10 to noon. You have the kick around, and now you got us as uh, we close things down. We have something coming up after us. I don't know what. Hopefully it's Rotten Radio, but it could be Yahoo. I'm not Four sure. Four-pointer. Yeah, yeah. Hey, You want to do another hour of basketball talk? Um, yeah, whatever. Let's do it. Open the phones. Yeah. Let's load them up. But, hey, Rangers, man, they are on the cusp of winning six in a row. This was a weird game today because in the top of the first, you had Prince hitting a two-run homer. Then Shinsu, uh, excuse me, uh, Adrian Beltre then going deep. This also the debut, the second Ranger debut of Josh Hamilton. And, uh, you know, they jumped out to a 3 nothing lead. Phil Klein made the start today. He promptly gave up uh, a run in the bottom of the third, then four runs in the second. And then after that, it's been a bullpen day uh, for your club because Alex, Alex Claudio only gave up a run over three and a third. Shepard's an inning and a third of scoreless ball. Then Sam Freeman, and I was in the bathroom when this happened, but you said a strike him out, throw him out to end the eighth. Yes, that is correct. Very nice. One of the coolest plays in sports. So Texas had to uh, battle back in this one a few times. They scored two runs in the seventh inning and then a solo home run from Elvis Andrus in the eighth inning to put them up 10-8. to eight. Second of the year. And uh, if you're interested in the, in the uh, Hamilton update, he did score a run. He drew a big walk with two on and two out. And then the air... Actually, no, he didn't. No, th- this is earlier. He drew a walk earlier in the game. Then, with two on and two out, he had a tapper to the pitcher and Zach McAllister yeah. airmailed a, a throw to first to uh, prolong the inning and score a run. Yes, he struck out in his first at bat on four pitches. He walked in his second at bat. In his third at bat, he struck out swinging on four pitches: mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, five pitches. And then, uh, yeah, the throwing error in the seventh as the Rangers score two to take a 9-8 lead that hopefully they will uh, not seed here. Now, who will who will go the ninth? Is this Holly time. Yeah. He got the save yesterday at Yankee Stadium. Looked really good. And, look, he's not a proven closer, and I know they're going with this no-rolls bit. And I think, by and large, for the bullpen, there are no rolls. Nefty Feliz went on the DL today to make room for Josh Hamilton. But Sean Tollison is your closer. He's getting the save opportunities right now. And, listen – 
obviously you're you weren't really impressed with what he did in April. There was times he was coming in and giving up home runs. The one thing he does that Nefty doesn't seem to do anymore, that's miss bats. Yeah. He's got a much higher K rate and that four seam fastball seems to have life in it within the zone and it tends to go over bats. I mean, he's got a little jump on the mid 90s, 94, 95 mile an hour fastball. And that's that's what you want. You want movement from your fastball from your closer. But again, just another huge day from Prince. Um he's on another planet right now. He is leading baseball with a th- or at least the American League. I haven't looked at the numbers. 365 now for going 3 for 5 today, including a two-run homer. And you know, we referenced uh wins uh, weighted runs created plus the uh, earlier in the show. It's a complicated name for a very, very simple statistic. Uh, again, just as a refresher, 100 is average. If you're if you're at 110, you're 10% better than average. If you're at 90, you're 10% below average. If you're at 150, 50% better than average, and so on. In the month of May, Prince Fielder has the fourth highest in all of baseball at 202 which means that he's been about 100% better than an average major league hitter. Here's the list. Number one, Bryce Harper. Number two, Jason Kipnis. Number three, Nelson Cruz. Number four, Prince Fielder. And Kipnis bouncing back this year. Yeah, after he a really terrible tough last year. 2014, I really like him. But the rest of your top ten includes your Pauly Goldschmidt's, your Anthony Rizzo, and your sure. Edwin Encarnacion, who have been some of the best hitters in the league. Encarnacion uh, does the uh, parrot bit when he hits home runs, right? That is correct. One of my favorite things. Miggy's, but... Miggy's up there at 12. Uh, Posey's at 14. So you're talking about the elite hitters in baseball. Josh Hamilton has been moved over to right field as a defensive sub late in this one. Getting Shin Suchu out is probably smart, and Jake Smolenski's been put in left, and Tollison has eight scoreless appearances, including some saves along the way as the new closers. He's out there for the ninth. But listen, if they if they can hold on here, they're only two games under, or excuse me, one game under five hundred. And you had a lot of folks, Junior Norm, uh, people out there <laughs> calling into Diamond Talk that thought this thing would never get back to five hundred. And you know, I know it's a little generic to talk about. It might be even premature to talk about at this point in May. But what a hell of a job Jeff Bannister has done so far as the Ranger manager. Yeah, I mean, he was dealt a pretty pretty sour deal pretty here. Terrible pretty hand. Pretty raw hand. So it's like, okay, well, what are you going to, you know, you're, he's not going to be fired after this year no matter what. I think he's probably here for three years barring some sort of insane uh, mutiny. So, mm-hmm. And I don't think, I think he's going to be impervious to mutiny because yeah. everybody you talk to, he has such a command in the room. Heck, the guy we talked to yesterday, the Pirates beat writer, uh, Travis Sawchick, which, by the way, I know it just came out. This this book, in my mind, is better than Moneyball. It's called Big Data Baseball. Oh, you had so, to read. And it talks about how the uh, Pirates finally came around to using their analysts and analytics and started you know, implementing some of the things and trends they were coming up with, and it turned into taking a, a team that collapsed two years in a row in 11 and 12 to the playoffs two straight years. Tremendous read if you're into Saber stuff. But, yeah, I mean, on the Bannister front, and he was obviously mentioned in there as being someone who worked for the Pirates for a long time and worked under Clint Hurdle. But you really – it's tough to draw many conclusions about how skilled and what sort of skills a baseball manager has in two months. But I think we've seen quite a bit of ability to adapt and ability to be flexible. I mean, they've moved Elvis out of the two-hole – Still a little confusing to me why he started the season there. I guess they wanted to try to give him as much confidence as possible. Just like with Leonis. To get a nice campaign off to start. But at least with Leonis, Leonis had shown you stretches of being a 
a productive leadoff hitter. And he's fast. And he's fast. So he had half the bit down. He, he ne- never really saw a lot of pitches, but there were stretches where he was good in the leadoff spot. And he was terrible, so they moved him out. Elvis has been terrible in the two-hole, by and large, so they moved him out. Yeah. They moved Chu up, and he starts to hit you know, much, much better. We have two outs. The situation as far as, yeah, now, now two outs on, uh, let's see, there was one strikeout, one flyout. Yeah, Swisher hit a line shot at Delino DeShields in center field. And, hey, give Bannister credit for seeing a guy in DeShields who has proven a lot of people wrong, including myself. Uh, he's the most patient hitter they have at the plate right now. He's drawing walks. And he, too, is a weapon with his speed. Yeah, I mean, in, in speaking of the Shields, just the way that they've managed the outfield situation. Now, it's not going to get easier because as guys get healthy, they're going to have to continue to figure out what they're going to do about this outfield logjam. Kyle but, Blanks, too, who yeah. played some outfield, and he was... He's got a butt and, and, and he, he does, but that's a bat from the right side, which this thing desperately needs, you know? I mean, this is a very left-handed lineup. You want to go to the phones for one? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's not full-on diamond talk, but we can talk to Rev. Hey, Rev. We can always make time for Rev. Happy Memorial Day, buddy. <laughs> hey, guys. Happy Memorial Day. And that's game, bitch! <laughs> Sorry, right, Rev. Now, now it's diamond talk, and now Rev yeah, can Yeah, now it's off. diamond talk. Yeah. What's up, man? Awesome. Now it's diamond talk. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, no, I was just talking about the potential for, you know, with Josh Hamilton in and Banks and Fielder and uh, Moreland. I mean, th- this – Lineup has a great thing that could potentially be awesome. But, you know, there's a lot of things going on that, you know, people are sitting there going, okay, well, is Josh going to be at his best or is he just going to be what he's shown us in AAA, AA, whatever? And it kind of, you know, what gets you wondering. Yeah, I appreciate your call, Rev. For me, the thing that's the most repeatable about all this is this is Maybe not this good, but this is how good Prince Fielder was in in the years that he was. But he's it. never hit for average like this. His career high was three twelve in Detroit back in twelve. But he's never been hitting, you know, well over three thirty, which is where he projects to be at the end of this season. I mean, he's an all star. He's probably the only all star on the club right now. Yeah, his average numbers are a little bit higher this year, but just his overall production, his K rate is right back about where it was yeah. whenever he was really good, and a little bit lower. His walk rate is low. That may come up a little bit in you know, sort of meet the K rate a little bit. I don't think that what he's doing is fool's gold. I think this is what he is. Now, Chu is not going to be on fire uh, for an entire months at a time like he is right now, but, but he's he also could, not going to be as bad as he was. Yeah, he could be an 800 April. ops guy like he's been for his, his whole the career, duration really. of his career. Yeah. So those are the two things really that have powered your offense back to, you know, top 10 like productivity. And if you go back and think to the start of the season, whenever we looked at, you know, Fangraphs has a um, projected runs allowed per game and runs scored per game for the entire season. And I remember you being pretty shocked when I told you that even though they projected the Rangers to finish like 26th in wins, mm-hmm. they had them projected as the 10th best offense in baseball. I was really surprised. And then April happened. And then it looked like, well, what are these people thinking? Right. And right now, we, we as we discussed earlier in May, they've had the second or first best offense in baseball, depending on what number you use. So I do think that if... And you also have to bake in some level of Elvis cannot be this bad <laughs> yeah. all, all year, but you know maybe that is what it is. But what the the stat geeks didn't have in the pool was Delano DeShields coming up and being a very productive day to day type player. I well, mean, they probably will, thought will that continue? Probably not. No, but they thought Leonis would be better. But they also so they didn't, thought someone would produce a little bit there. But they didn't have Tommy Field being you know as productive as he was. Although I guess you could just replace 
the expectation of Rugnet Odor with what he's done. Yeah, that's true. And then you have, I mean, everybody Blanks. assumed Beltre was going to be his his self. Fielder. Really hasn't been. It really hasn't been. But very quietly today, two for four now, two sixty one, and that on base average is getting higher and higher for him. And yeah, but you're right, Blanks. I mean. <laughs> Who knew that, who knew he was going to be part of the organization? Yeah, before, before the, year the began. season started, if you would have asked me uh, what I thought of uh, Kyle Blanks and Tommy Field, I would have told you that either A, I hadn't heard their new country duet album yet, <laughs> or B, they were most well known for the massive narcotic bust that they just conducted on the streets. The Blanks and Field. After six years of working together on a certain case <laughs> undercover or whatever. Sunday like, nights, NBC. Blanks right. and Field. Yeah. Yeah, it's good times. It, it is good times. The Rangers win today, ten to eight. Uh, Where Tolly, do we go from here? Tolly time, my friend. I mean, he's got four saves now. It's uh, hey, and if Tolly had four blown saves, exactly. Uh, Shepherds and Freeman did the job in middle relief today. Phil Klein in that fifth spot. You know this. This is what more of what I expected. I know he went five and a third, gave up a run in Boston last time out tonight or today rather. Two two innings, six hits, seven runs, six of those earned, a couple of walks. I mean. I don't think he's a starting pitcher. However, you know, a lot of teams worry about their fifth spot. A lot of teams don't really have a clear idea what they're doing, you know, a month or two out in number five. At least the Rangers have. Martin Perez possibly on the way back. Derek Holland has started a light-throwing program. And we talked about it yesterday on the show. Matt Harrison, through four scoreless innings, again, extended spring training. But the fact that he's on a mound and staying together in one piece, that's a very good thing for what could be – I'm not going to sit here and say they're going to win the division. It could be an interesting second half, and I think now they're what a half game back of the LA Angels in the West. Do you have any feel if you just give me a month on Holland? Go one month from now. You're saying I don't think I'm he's saying pitching. what month do you think yet. he's back in the rotation? Well, we're May 25th today, uh, May June. I think it's sometime in July, maybe even like right before the All Star break or right after. Perez? I'm still just going to – because that guy's coming back from Tommy John, and from what I understand and people I talk to, it wasn't the most severe Tommy John you could you could deal with. And even Darvish's wasn't very severe, according to some of those folks, too. I would maybe project him back for August along with Matt Harrison just because, okay, this club's winning right now. Uh, the rotation outside of that fifth spot is has been pretty solid thus far. I wouldn't rush those guys at all. So you're talking about – Two to two and a half months from now, having probably two and possibly three different starters in your rotation. Maybe. Because how long is Wandy Rodriguez going to sustain what he's doing? He might. Uh, I mean, he very well might. Don't. No. But, but you can't bank on that. I'm fine with Luis Martinez Gallardo. And bring me Perez and Holland, and if Harrison can replace someone else. And- or if, or if Wandy's your fifth. I mean, I, I don't think we should totally discount what Wandy Rodriguez is as a starting pitcher. At the major league level, he's stuck in a lot of rotations for a long time. Yeah, and he's d- done very well here. But hey, this club is one game under five hundred. This club is a half game back of second in the West, and this club is playing better baseball. They are the top scoring team in the month of May, and thank God because April was so bad. I never thought I would be saying the words I just said. Apparently, Elvis picked his nose and high fived Emily Jones in the post game press conference. So he it. still doesn't. He's just not getting it. Yeah, he, he didn't get it. But he had a home run today, so he can do whatever the hell he wants. All right, six forty nine. We close it down with stuff next. Four 
Commence message. The ticket has a message for all P1s. We're heading to the famous pavilion inside the AT&T Byron Nelson Championship for guys' night out this Thursday from 3 till 8. I like golf. I suck at it, but I like it. And it's free admission and free shuttle parking. Join us at GNO. GNO at the Nelson. <laughs> Shut the front door. Brought to you by PM Stanley Motor Cars and Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. Hey, it's Mike. Hey, DFW. You're invited to play a round. Grab your clubs and join Fat Daddy Sports and Spirits Cafe and House of Hot Rods and Classics for its first annual Play a Round Charity Golf Tournament. Saturday, June 20th at Southern Oaks Golf Club in Burleson. Benefiting Guild Children's Services. Register your team today for a full day of tournament play with a shot to win a series of prizes. Hole-in-one, straight drive, closest to the pin, putting contest, and more. And after a day of play for a good cause, invite your friends to celebrate and rock it out live with music from Le Freak. Register today. Visit FatDaddy'sLive.com slash PlayAround for details. Many of you don't know who to call for your home loan. Well, how about a company in your own backyard? TexasLending.com. Our average closing time is 21 days or less. Call us today for your home purchase, refinance, home equity loan. Maybe you want to look at a jumbo loan or a reverse mortgage. We do them here at TexasLending.com. 972-387-4600. 972-387-4600 to TexasLending.com. A company you can trust. TexasLending.com. 4100 Alpha Road, Suite 400, Dallas, Texas 75244. NMLS number 137-773. Equal housing lender. If you're retired or retiring soon and not happy with your investment strategy or the advice you've been given, I want to invite you to get a free second opinion. This is Ken Morave, host of the Money Matters radio show. To register for a free financial portfolio review, go to moneymatters.net. That's moneymatters.net. Ken was quoted in MarketWatch. Clients that followed his advice did not lose money in the stock market crash of 2008. Register at MoneyMatters.net. That's MoneyMatters.net or call 800-994-0302. There's a great ceiling fan making the rounds at the Home Depot. The 52-inch Murray ceiling fan with LED light kit and remote from Home Decorators Collection. At Memorial Day Savings, only $99.97. So let's turn heads and save energy. Its three available finishes look great anywhere. And lower energy bills, they look good all the time. Let's do this. The 52-inch Murray ceiling fan, just $99.97 at the Home Depot. More saving. More doing. U.S. only. See store for details. Hey, yo, anniversary and bridal season is here, and you need to go see my boys at Classic Jewelers. Listen to what they're offering just to ticket listeners. 15% off all anniversary and bridal settings and 20% off all men's wedding bands. 20% off. Classic Jewelers, Frisco on Lebanon, west of the tollway. Ready for the superior light beer? Make sure you choose Michelob Ultra. Michelob Ultra is the official beer of the PGA Tour and a proud sponsor of the AT&T Byron Nelson Championship. Michelob Ultra, the superior light beer. Always drink responsibly. Get charged up, DFW. Professional women's fast-pitch softball is finally here. Welcome the Dallas Charge. Be there for their season home opener. On Wednesday, June 3rd. At the ball fields in Craig Ranch in McKinney. For tickets and official Dallas Charge gear, go to DallasCharge.com. One thing we know for sure, Texans love their trucks. But it ain't every day that you see 30 of them running 180 miles an hour. Friday, June 5th, you will. The Windstar World Casino and Resort 400. Texas Motor Speedway. Hey, it's Bob Sturm here. I love to keep updated on the newest technology in the market. My new friends at Global Asset believe technology is like a road. When it's new and right, you barely notice it. It gets your business where it needs to be smoothly and effortlessly. But when technology is old and broken, it slows down your business and frustrates your people. Does technology have you at a standstill? Global Asset can put you back in the fast lane. 
You don't have to struggle with outdated, clunky systems, software, and security. Call Global Asset. They can get you off that two-lane blacktop and merged onto the thriving superhighway. Don't waste another day with slow networks, unreliable servers, and weak wireless. Call Global Asset whether you work with desktops, laptops, mobile, or all of the above. Their experienced team can give your people the tools they need to put your business into overdrive. Call Global Asset today at 972-695-8650 or go to globalassetonline.com. Take your business to the next level with your true IT partner, Global Asset. Global Asset is an HP provider. The Rangers win their sixth game today, beating the Indians 10-8. to This ticker is service of the Gerald Company. Prince Fielder went 3-for-5 with a homer and 3-RBI on the day. Tanner Shepard's got his first win of the season in relief of starter Phil Klein, with Sean Tollison getting his fourth save. Rangers are now 22-23 and on the year and have scored 40 runs in the last four games. Orioles reliever Brian Mattis is appealing his eight-game suspension for a foreign substance on his arm in Saturday's game against Miami, and he'll be in uniform for the O's game against Houston tonight. He will continue to pitch until his appeal is heard. In about an hour, the Warriors will tip things off against the Rockets in Game 4 of the NBA West Finals. Warriors earn a spot in the Finals with a win at home. And on Frozen Pond, the Ducks host the Blackhawks in the pivotal Game 5 of the NHL West Finals. Series is tied at two apiece. The Ducks have not lost in regulation, while the Blackhawks have four postseason wins in OT. That's the Ticket Ticker. I'm Carlos Leal on Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. The old curmudgeon Mike Reiner and his trusty gut monkey Corby Davidson, the hotline. Today at 3, immediately following Bad Radio on Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. All righty, 5 until 7 here on Sports Radio 1310, 96.7 FM, The Ticket. We did it. This is uh, the shake joint. We're typically lurking around Sunday morning at 8 to 11. Smelling of gin, but not we smell today. of gin and women, and we're unshaven. That's right. Ties a little loose, but uh, <laughs> today we're in here in tuxes uh, because it's time to fill in for the hard line. Or actually, I got my dress blues on today. <laughs> this Memorial Day, and always troop one upping me. <laughs> Your brother's in the military. I cannot. I cannot one up that. I didn't do too much. Uh, I have very little to do with that. So, anyways, I appreciate Carlos today. Uh, his Ticker work is phenomenal. Yeah, dude. Thank he, you. Chairman. Good to see you. Back-to-back days. I can't remember Yourself. the last time I've seen you two days in a row. You know, I am available for weekends, just just to let you know. <laughs> well, you're, I, the, you're the host of Race Week, dude. Th- there you go. Well, he bent the knee to you also on pronouncing Mattis' last name. <laughs> oh, yeah. <that. laughs> Passive-aggressively. There you go. Just me being a jerk. The page right out of the Bad Radio playbook. Now, I dare you, Sean, to tell me the name of the Cleveland pitcher who took the loss today uh let's look at the box score and, and once again oh zipchinski ripchinski okay yeah. that that was my second guess it rolls off the tongue it sure does well before we get out of here it is yeah. memorial day um and it's kind of cheesy and also um, thanks to chris and killer they held it down today as well absolutely especially fresh chris. off of a bachelor party yeah more kill more chris and killer yeah. um but before we get out of here Let's just play a little.